Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! Hey. Sister, sister, oh so fair, why is there blood all over your hair? Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. This is your host, Stephanie. Here with me today are Jesse. Here is the knowledge you seek. I seen her in mirrors, and I'm starting with the man in the mirror, Melissa. Something awful happened here. I can feel it. Something awful. This movie. And John. Now I call on my army of the dead. Arise, my messengers of death. Our How many sandwiches do we each have? Well, I'll have three, and you get one. One! Oh, nuts! On this episode, we will have a list-o-maniac... Followed by our feature presentation, The Watcher in the Woods from 1980, which was a Patreon pick by Donnie Forschler. But first, we're going to stop in at the sleazy speakeasy. A little slow tonight, isn't it? <laughs> you slip me a bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. All right, guys, I am going to start us off tonight since I've already spilled my drink twice. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm drinking a Crispin Original Hard Cider. You don't say. Um, mm. But also, I'm about to do a shot of Maker's Mark bourbon whiskey. I mean, it's not the high end, but it's better it's than shit. It's one so. of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted Bullet, but Bullet was sold out. So when basically, I went, you're so, saying this movie. Uh, well, rather, that whiskey isn't like drinking this movie. No. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. not. It's just better. To be clear, it's, it's better. Than it goes down smooth. Movie. It goes down smooth. Um, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't hang up in the back You're, of your throat. This that that uh, whiskey is like a Betty Davis shit. <laughs> it's just just always creamy, always yeah. smooth. Is that what you imagine? Never she's creamy shit. She never has a solid stool, oh. Betty Davis. She's just fucking. Prunes. She's probably eating a lot oh of prunes. Oh my god, dude, her shit probably just looks like. Oh. Mm. Gross. Okay, I'm gonna do my shot mm. real quick. You're gonna do it right now. I'm doing it right now. No, I'll do it with you. I got one too. Okay. Cheers. One, two, three, cheers. So I'm drinking the last of my Neshaminy Creek <sighs> high, high Water Haifa Weissen. 
Um, it's an authentic Bavarian-style wheat ale. What beer do you got there, Jess? What beer are you drinking? Oh, this is another beer sent to us from Matt from the band Dropout from Georgia. And this one in particular is another IPA uh, by the brewing company Scalof. Scofflaw? Scallop? Scuff? Scallops? Scofflaw. Mm, Scallop. It's got, I mean, <laughs> in, either, in either case, it's got a goat on it, and the goat's like barking. I guess goats bark. bark I mean, they do. They bark no, at the go, moon, No, right? goats do that weird, like, noise. They go like, <laughs> <laughs> like the, I don't think so. Do. No, some, it, some of them do scream no, like humans. Go yeah. on like YouTube and type no, in like goats screaming. screaming. Goats, don't, they yeah. go, don't they go, ah, Jesse, why don't you feed me, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> like the dog in this movie. <laughs> it's actually really fucking good. This is probably my favorite so far that I've tried from him. And it's, um, this one is the opposite from the one I tried last week where I said like it was a lower alcohol content but tasted like it was strong. Mm-hmm. This one tastes super duper smooth and it's 7.5. Yeah, it, it tastes light. I mean, it's like a light, refreshing IPA. So, um... Uh, what? We all black, finally saw Black, black Mirror. Mirror. Well, also, I'm drinking tequila, oh, yeah. but nobody gives a fuck about <laughs> oh, me. I'm going to edit that out <laughs> again anyway. Wait, what kind of juice is that? Is it is it is blood orange juice oh, because it is the blood orange season of the bitch. It is. And I'm drinking it. It looks like grapefruit juice. Does that I make love, you extra horny or something? Or does it make give you the will to live every day? Or what is it? Nothing can give me the will to yeah, live. <laughs> <laughs> that, that time has since passed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do, doodles. Doodles, I love you. I live for you every day. Uh, once this episode is done recording, she's going to uh, Betty Davis uh, Alex upstairs, which is just when you just suffocate someone with your muff. <laughs> no, I don't is? think that's a no, thing. No, that's when you stare at them from afar with bug eyes. You stare at them like that while you're crushing their face with your fucking silly putty pussy. They can't see you if you do it that way. What she does is she wraps her labia around the mouth to cut off all air supply, so the only air you can breathe is from her vacigna. Oh. I mean, there's not, there's not a lot of no, oxygen in there. No, so. no. Her vacuum is like, all the pipes work that way. <laughs> it's a rebreather. Her vagina's not a scuba mask. Uh, yeah. She sucks in air from her butt. And then you. Oh, and then, okay. Meanwhile, we, oh, can, yeah. we can go to Black Mirror. Let's yes. talk about Black Mirror now. <laughs> Yay, Black Mirror. Yay. So, let, so let's start off by um, saying what our favorite episode was. Yeah, I don't want to talk of, about it too much. Out of the but season. Out of, what is your favorite one, Seth? Mine was Black Museum. Black Museum. It was my favorite. I'm kind of torn on it. It's, like, tough. I really feel like this season, like, for me, was, like, half good episodes that I really, really liked and half episodes that I was just, like, not that they were terrible, but, like, half the episodes I was, like, eh, like, they kind of drug too much for me. Yeah. But, like, I would put, like, Black Museum and Metalhead, like, on the same level. Mm. I, I love hard. them. And I, love, and I, I really, like, and I really yeah. liked the first episode, too, USS yeah, McCall- that was uh, Callister. I love that one as well. Metalhead is so good. I feel like people are talking a lot of shit about Metalhead. They don't really? like it. Um... I don't like it. I feel like it's if Neil Bloomkamp and I don't I don't remember the director of the episode or who wrote it, so I apologize, but it, it the impression I got is like if Neil Bloomkamp got together with DARPA and made a Terminator movie today. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly I what I felt it like feels it was like. I, I enjoyed it a lot and it was way more straightforward than the other Black Mirror episodes for this season. So I thought that that was kind of like a breath of fresh air like I needed that after the two episodes before it, I needed something to just like hook me in immediately because I was like kind of like not that this season's like crap because I could I don't think these people are like like capable of making something that's like terrible um yeah but coming off of the last season the last season was that's a a high bar I mean I ranked all of mine so Melissa what was your so why don't you just say yours from favorite to least favorite so I've got Black Museum then Hang the DJ USS Callister Crocodile Archangel Metalhead damn dude Mm. I agree with uh, Archangel was horse shit. That, that was that was that, yeah. that was probably my yeah. least favorite of the of the um season. Yeah, mine too. Next to Crocodile, which I thought just drove too fucking long. 
It was I, so long and ridiculous. I like I like the tension of Crocodile, but I feel like it didn't have the payoff at the end that like Metalhead or one of the Metalhead other ones. Metalhead did says. not have payoff. Once the fe- once you find out what's in that box, you're just pissed. I wasn't even actually thinking about the box. I was just fixated on the 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 how is she surviving this? Yeah, yeah. because it's like a, it's it's almost like a mixture of it 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 walks that line of alien where it's a singular creature versus a singular person trying to fight to survive, and then it broadens out to, oh, there are multiple ones of these things, so you, th- you thought that one I was like, such a bitch, now there are tons of I them. like the pan out at the ending where it just showed, like, all, because they shoot out yeah. those little BB things mm-hmm. yeah. that kind of, like, attract other ones to it, and that pan out where they're all walking towards it, and I also thought the special the special effects for that were, like, so fucking good. Like, that's why when you said it's, like, it reminded you of Neil Bloomkamp, but, like, I 100% agree because oh, yeah, it's definitely his the, w- kind of the way it was shot and, like, how, like, the that could have been like just the worst like depending on like if you would have made the cgi like a sci-fi network level like cgi it would have like it wouldn't have been as strong to me but like that little thing looked awesome the yeah, whole time I thought it as great. basic as the design was it still was well, that's, pretty strong uh, that's what i like about it is they kept it minimalist where they could have probably made it really articulate and stuff and, and it right, wouldn't right, have right. worked yeah she spent 10 minutes throwing a pebbles at me <laughs> So I, I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool that so, she had kind of like, so my favorite episodes like I said were Black Black Museum, um, USS Callister and Metalhead were like they're probably all in the equal playing field. I didn't like uh, Crocodile like we just said because I felt like it was just that that was the, that was one of the only episodes Crocodile where I was like this episode needs to get somewhere and needs to wrap up because I'm just not like I'm not into mm-hmm. it at all and it's dragging for me right now. Like Hang the DJ I thought was kind of like them trying to reach for something like they had like last season but I still thought overall it was like a really good story um I just like as someone that's been like in like long term relationships for like the majority of his life like it doesn't that idea really doesn't like right. stick to yeah. me so like it wasn't but I understand what they were trying to do with it and it was like and it was really well done um and Archangel was just all like if I have to pick a worst episode from if you give me all the Black Mirror episodes and you tell me to pick the worst one it's gonna I think Archangel's probably the only Black Mirror episode where I was like this is just not a well thought out idea. It's just too on the nose and like there's no real hook because you kind of see where it's ending a mile away and there's no there's no twist there it's like of course she's going to use that thing again why wouldn't she? What was your favorite episode John? I'm I'm, actually I'm I'm right in sync with you it's 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 a toss up between you know uh, Black Museum Metalhead and USS McAllister. I thought Black and Museum was an awesome way to end this. End, oh, yeah. end it yeah. all. Yeah. Too. I like Steph, you and I both said Black Museum yeah. as our number one. Mm. Well, I liked all the Easter eggs. I liked that it had the three different episodes within an episode. Yeah, like it. It called out a lot of different things from the past. That, I didn't it want was the that, best. I didn't want that to end, and I was like, this whole concept is like a TV show unto itself. Yeah. It they, it, it's such a great. It, it was, and I love the actors in it. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. how they did. Like the um, like you said, like the episodes within the episode, it was yeah, fucking it was awesome, great. dude. Yeah, it was, it was so awesome. I, I like hanging the DJ, but I understand that like it's gonna have that particular episode is gonna have different impact for different people, yeah. and different. I would, on I, their, know, like, I think because John and I both lived the online dating, dating world. Yeah, it it was relevant for us. No, I understand yeah. it. I understand it. And you know what? If they if they didn't if if I didn't feel like they were t- trying to capture something they had last season, I probably would have gave it more credit than I'm giving it this time. But I just feel like like they got so like Black Mirror in general like wasn't really like uh like phenom as it were like until they released last season is mm-hmm. what really blew up the show and made it really popular. And that's awesome. Like I, I I'm super glad last season did amazing. Yeah. But like that particular episode um San Juniper. San Juniper like 
I feel like they were trying to just like that. That's the only reason. Like, and I'm not saying it's a bad episode. I'm just saying I feel like they were trying to capture that again. And yeah. like, and that's the only reason I'm like, eh, a little it, bit well, with it. it I, it finally gave you another episode that had a happy ending. I, I loved how they ended it. Like, Black Museum was yeah. the perfect ending to it because I was like, oh, I want more. Give me some more. Yeah. Just give me a little like, bit more. That could have almost been like a series finale. Yeah, oh like yeah, Black Museum. Like, yeah. if like you would think, oh, they they could just stop making this. And show everybody's now, like, well, and I see it. a lot of people yeah. that didn't like that episode or comparing it to Tales from the Crypt, and I 100 percent get and that. And that feel, yeah, because it was like the first time for a Black Mirror episode that I felt like it was like straight up horror like especially when the dude is like um electrocuted when the guy wears that thing that lets him experience like other oh, people's yeah. feelings oh, and so it, weird and he yeah. eventually like he, come, he comes back and he gets like hornier from pain mm-hmm. I was like it was like Hellraiser ass <laughs> shit I was like this yeah. is fucking awesome like I wanted to see a full movie based on that I had, just I had one of my coworkers say it felt like the origin story of like a super villain yeah yeah that's yeah. yeah yeah and I, well and, and that's another thing where like I, I saw the twist coming like right out the gate for mm-hmm. Black Mirror where like the where the black chick was gonna avenge her dad kind yeah. of thing like you knew she was there for some reason but still like the overall like how they did those little stories like really successfully within mm-hmm. like a main story was really cool yeah. really really cool I just cool. wish I found out or maybe I missed it who killed the reporter reporter I don't think, I don't think you're was, meant to know I think it's meant, meant to be know. It's just meant to be ambiguous like in all of those self-contained ones there's this this especially the pain one and then the, the one who gets electrocuted at the end, he is electrocuted because he was convicted of the murder Murdering of that, this reporter. reporter. Oh, which not... they keep, you keep seeing that report on in the background of the other stories. Yeah. So maybe next season, actually. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It was a great season overall. It was my least favorite season of all as far as Black Mirror goes, but that's not saying it's a bad thing. It was no, because cool. because the Black Museum for me is up there with my favorites, favorite episodes of, of all the seasons. So yeah. For me, I, the I greats. Yeah. Um, one more thing I want to say before we end. the. Um, we're not going to get into it deep at all. I just want to say, if you have, and this is for like, we made our lists um, for the best movies of 2017 um, last episode. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. And, um, but none of no, us no, no, had. No, it wasn't like, last episode. It was two episodes, two episodes ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah episode before that. And I just want to say, everybody gave me shit for, for picking uh, Blade Runner as my number one. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Good. Uh, Good. Pat you on the back. Good job, sir. Okay, replace Blade Runner right now. If we're going strictly horror. If we're going strictly horror, and I would tell anybody, you need, need, need to watch Black Goat's Daughter if you are a fan of horror, because that is the fucking best goddamn straight-up horror movie of 2017. Jesus I, fucking God! I'm gonna that. watch it. I, 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 I watched the trailer for it, and I was, and so I was gonna watch that before I, we did our lists, and I watched the trailer for it because I heard people like praising and saying it was good, and I watched the trailer. I was like, this fucking trailer is awful. It's just awful, and you know what? You shouldn't really ever do that because like John always complains because they give away too much in the trailer. I feel like this, that kind of that trailer was kind of vague, and watching the movie, it's definitely the it's definitely the type of movie where you have to sit down. You have to enjoy the slow build of the movie itself. Mm-hmm. You have to enjoy the creepiness and unsettlingness of the movie. The soundtrack is fucking amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, and some of the things they do in that movie visually just, like, fucking just made me feel so, so, like, un- I don't know what else to, like, only thing I can, like, compare the movie to as far as, like, pacing goes is The Witch. And I will say, like, if you don't like The Witch, you may... I'm not going to say 100% you will not like this so movie. John, no. No, can I say... Okay, can I ask a question? Is it like The Witch and where the audience knows everything that's going on? No. Or does it, does it subvert the audience? There, because that's a clear distinction I, between I, I, The Witch. I will say, I think this movie tries to be deeper than it is, really. I... I, I did you see the... 
the twist kind of or did you see the twist until I said anything? Did were you feeling that or did or you didn't think it until I said something to you, Steph? What? The twist in, in the Black Hood's daughter. I don't want to say it. Yeah, you can't say it. Shut up. I have to say, though, because he fell asleep, so I watched about myself, and I did not see coming what happened. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I took, well, the only reason I fell asleep, to to be fair, was I took fucking three Benadryl because I was having like an allergy attack. I only slept three hours. I I said it before about the witch. My my criticism with the witch is that, like, it it has this this tension building, but because you as the audience know everything that's going on, that the family yeah. doesn't it for for me it pulls me out so I don't it's uh, a different I, no well, it's not like that okay no. I comparing it to the witch strictly in like it's like one of these things where it's like a slow boil kind of movie and you're the style and, and there's not and a lot creepy. and there's yeah. not a lot of things going on all at is all. it a period piece no, no. it's not a period okay um and that's on Amazon right is Emma, it free yeah. I'll say right now yeah we watched it on what, Amazon what's Prime. the girl's name from uh, Mad Men that's in it the oh, young girl I, her name I can't remember her name it's like an she's Irish in it name, but and Emma Roberts is in it looking straight up. Burnt as fuck, like Emma a her- Roberts, looking like a heroin addict. So the the actress that you're talking about who played Sally Draper, her name is Kiernan Shipka. I think she's gonna be a, like a really beautiful actress once she like the daughter of of Don, Don Draper. Draper. Yeah. Yeah. Draper. She's yeah, she's in it. She's, she's gonna, so good. I'm gonna tell you right now, she's gonna grow up to Judd, be I don't like, like those eyes, Judd. Beautiful. Yeah. She's gonna be fucking gorgeous. Really be go- okay, because yeah. she's a bit of like a tomboyish. No, she, and, uh, you know what? She is kind of mad, she, mad she, and she and she kind of is like semi in this, but like I can see like she's a tomboy that's gonna blossom into like this fucking just beauty. Yeah. <laughs> not not in a perfect way at all. I'm just no. saying. All right. I think she's gonna be a good actress. I think we, we need I to really watch her. I really think she's gonna be yeah. good too. All right, guys. Well, it is time for list o maniac. <laughs> <laughs> On this edition of list o maniac we will discuss five movies or TV shows from our childhood uh, that terrified us. Unless you're John and you were <laughs> a victim of Jehovah. And he, and he <laughs> took, and you were a witness. You're, not, you're a, witness a witness of Jehovah. Oh, he witnessed him and he's like, <laughs> to ah, having no childhood. <laughs> I saw Jehovah and he told me, go into a room without windows and without any media. Until you are and no birthdays and no holidays. X amount. That's oh, so strange. Aww. It's the worst. I feel bad. No, and no blood transfusions. Every time I hear about John's childhood, I, I cry a little bit and yeah, think and no. think and mine Poor gets. John. And, you make me feel mine, a little bit better about mine. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't yours get better as yeah, John's gets as John <laughs> does. As John's gets worse. <laughs> mine gets better. I'm like, oh, man, no, but I feel great. like I feel like John is made up. Here's for a question. That, okay. Oh, were you touched no, as a child? It's okay because John didn't have. No, no, no. Okay, like no. Seriously though, it's weird. The only time my parents ever bought me anything was when it was like a holiday or it was my birthday so when did you get your stuff john i got stuff anytime my dad remember i existed (laughs) (laughs) no because i was wondering that because like john had like a lot of like he had a lot of like nintendo games he had a lot of like video game systems and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's not like cheap stuff but like your dad must have been actively getting you things his like, dad you know? didn't need a reason to give him a gift yeah. he's like I listen mean, John he gonna, loved him daddy's gonna bury his third wife out in the yard so if you dig that grave daddy buys you Sega Genesis right <laughs> on this wait spot. is this your dad's third wife no right <laughs> no. <laughs> he's been he's been like knee deep in John, this forever John's right? dad, no John's dad's like listen Jehovah took your third mammy okay? he's, <laughs> he's, been, he's, he's been knee deep and sleeping in the other room yeah. no no, he, no, his dad, <laughs> no his dad's been knee deep in the dead in the dead <laughs> oh, 
which is a Doom book. Yeah. Um, Starring his dad. No, he used to like, I used to get the anxiety ridden <laughs> trip to the toy store where my dad would be like, you got five minutes to pick out something you want. And then anxiety ridden me would be like, oh, oh, oh that's that that down that? the aisles. <laughs> would he give you like limits? Like, m- like, was it like money he, you could spend? No, no, it was just like, no, no, it was just like you have five minutes to go pick something out. And it's, of course, it's like, the late 80s, early 90s, yeah, and every toy amazing. is awesome. Dude. And I couldn't pick. That's fucking best. I mean, like, I'm like, do I want a Ninja Turtle? Do I want cops? Do I want G.I. Joe? Do I want this? Do I want Toxic? You know, you know what I was, thinking about? I was thinking about when I was a kid and they released the fucking G.I. Joe Street Fighter figures and it just blew my mind. I was like, holy fucking shit. Finally, Wait, they did this. Is that a thing this. that exists? Yeah, they oh, made, yeah. They made, oh. like, they're actually inexpensive because they're, they're pretty common. They're fucking the best, though. Oh, my God. I was so happy. Was like, figure. Like, like Blanca. I was like, fucking goddamn Blanca. Melissa's going to start us off on this yeah. list. No, let's, let's fucking rip this no. list up and go five, five cool toys you had as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's go. Sorry, Donnie. <laughs> yeah. So I am going to start this by saying a couple of things that didn't make it. So like any Are You Afraid of the Dark episode could easily be on here, especially like the tale of the lonely ghost. I don't what are you rem- doing? Are you jerking it? What are you, what are you doing over there? I don't know. He's uh, playing. Like, it looked like he was Eddie Van Halen or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and then oh, also... Is this, his bagel penis? Yeah. <laughs> also... Fucking sesame seed bagel penis. A little known movie from 1985, Alice in Wonderland. The Jabberwocky in that's fucking terrifying. Is yeah, it live I don't, action? I don't know that. Live action. I never saw that either. And also The Brave Little Toaster. Oh, I love The Brave Little Toaster. But my number five, and I think the Jessup is aware of this as well. Mr. Boogity. And I'll just say right now, it's my number five as well. No! Oh. It's my number five. I do Mr. not know Boogity. Mr. Boogity. I don't Mr. know Mr. Boogity was made in 1986. It was a Disney. Yep. So, like, what we're going to talk about, like, what we'll get into a little bit, like, towards the end of this thing is, like, the Disney movies. But it was a made-for-TV kind of, like, pilot yeah. that they played on, like, Sunday. It was, like, a Sunday morning movie kind of yes. thing. So it was, like, 45 minutes long. So it wasn't, like, a full-length movie, but it also wasn't a show. But it was supposed to be a show, but they didn't make it into a oh. show. It was but, like a, it could have been a pilot for something, but then they just didn't. So what so, was it? David Faustina was in it. <laughs> Christy Swanson was in it. Oh wow! And John Astin, who is the OG Gomez Adams, mm-hmm. he was in it. Um, it's and basically the kid from fucking Married with Children. Yeah. Oh, David, oh, 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 David Faustina. So, no, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I did say that. Oh wait, but did you say the guy from it? No. Oh yeah, Richard Messour. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a, he, he's a guy that like Stanley. kills himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm too corny. I gotta kill myself. My wife's gonna bring me beer in the tub. I'm well, he was it. like, I'm gonna do it eventually. So I gotta be a Mr. It Boogity. was directed by. Or so when I looked into this movie, I didn't realize who the fuck directed it because the guy's name's Oz Scott. Guess what else he made? And I didn't even know this existed. What? The Dirty Dancing TV series no. from no. 1988. Oh. I did not that know that was, was a thing. 11 episodes. <gasps> Patrick Swayze was not in it, but his character was in it. Of course. How, but yeah, you how? can't get the Swayze for no. that. So basically, no. like, Mr. Boogity was basically like this traveling salesman that moves into a house and then this, like, entity known as Mr. Boogity. He's like a pilgrim. Kind of, sort of haunts him like colonial times yeah, yeah. yeah. and he basically looks like he's got he looks like, like a hamburger meat he looks like he's got pepperoni on his face yeah <laughs> i have but, a picture like he's supposed to be like a, <laughs> but he looks like a leper mm-hmm. i remember watching that over a friend's house when i was like fucking i want to say like eight or nine and it freaked the shit it freaked my shit I was weird. My shit yeah. was free. I don't know. I, I Apparently, don't know the only thing that can defeat him, though, is a vacuum cleaner. Because <laughs> he gets sucked up at the end. Yeah. That's how they defeat him. Oh. You can watch it on YouTube right now for free. Watch it. And, and, you, sh- and, and you should probably not pay for it. If, yeah, if, maybe don't I, don't I, pay I, for I it. I feel like I need to watch this. But I, I was terrified of this movie. As you never a kid. heard of it, sir? No. God, I, I, I don't know it. Mr. Boogity. He would go like this. Boogity. 
Boogie G! <laughs> Boom! And like have magic green stuff come out. Yeah. And I would be like, yes. And there was like this little colonial ghost boy who was like, don't let him get you. You'll be stuck here forever. The little kid would be like, don't take the blankets. They got. The flu on them and the Native Americans die. The smallpox. Smallpox. (laughs) You (laughs) did. I'm cold. Um, Yeah, I don't know that. So I'll check it out. My number five is, um, okay, so it's a TV show that isn't a creepy TV show, but there's one aspect of the TV show that I found super creepy. Mm -hmm. Okay. In Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, the little puppets. puppets. When he would go to the puppet with the puppet world. Yeah, Yeah. they are weird. They were so fucking creepy to me. Like, I liked every other part of that show. There was an episode. Except the puppets. There was an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood where he's like, How you doing, neighbor? You know, there's one thing you shouldn't do is share heroin needles with your friends. Because you can get the HIV. No, I swear to God, there's another thing where he starts talking about HIV. What? You intravenous drug users, let's talk to the puppets. The puppets will tell you, and the no. puppets are like this. They're, <laughs> no. they're, like, they're like cooking up, and, and it's fucking dipping, weird. They're dipping out. And they're dipping, like the puppets are dipping. Yeah, I didn't like Mr. No. Rogers' Neighborhood, especially when they went no, to but that I weird will agree. The puppet world place. was creepy I as will shit. agree, much like Zoobly Zoo, that shit was weird. Oh, I love Zoobly Zoo. were we talking about the episode where he had to, he had to tell the girl that the goldfish wasn't dead? No, I don't remember. Because she was <laughs> no, blind. It yeah. was some blind girl yeah. wrote in, and he, he, had, he had to like talk about the goldfish so she would know it was okay. She's, no. and she, she's like, I just heard the toilet flush. Did you flush me? He's like, yeah, he's going to the world of possibility with little Nemo. It goes straight to the ocean. Your turds go to the ocean, and they feed the fish. No. <laughs> that's what he said. All right, well, that's it for me. I guess, uh, John? Doesn't, yeah, oh, wait, I'm sorry, one more what? thing. Doesn't the mailman from... Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood looked like Phil Donahue. Yes, with a weird mustache. Yeah, okay. A bushly, bushly long I think it was mustache. Phil Donahue. <laughs> All right, John, your turn. Uh, my number five is the Nightmare on Elm Street series because when I was like 10 or 11, I saw one through five marathon oh. all at once. So John, on syndication. John's yeah. parents were like, listen, you mm-hmm. can't watch Peach Dragon but when you're 10, mm-hmm. you can watch all the Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> right. My parents would, yeah. My parents did not let me even like get into that shit till I was like probably like 12 or 13. Well, yeah. and I could have easily put Freddy Krooms on here too because I saw the TV show and I saw but it what, when I shouldn't have, but I left those out. When I when I until I recently watched them all again, I want to say like a couple years ago. I had like this weird amalgamation in my brain of like of all of them, of all of them combined. Yeah. Like I couldn't differentiate yeah. no, yeah. which Ever movies were which. Even, even still, I feel that way, you know. But, but like John's dad's like, I call your mom Freddy Krueger, John, because she looks like she's got pepperonis on her skin too. <laughs> Stop. Everyone has pepperoni on their skin, but she does, John, <laughs> like legit pepperonski. <laughs> All right, Melissa, what's your number four? Number four, Melissa. Um, my number four is The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which the is best. an animated... It's not on my list, but it is the best. It's an animated uh, Sleepy Hollow thing that they used to play every Halloween. It is. I remember it was that. Disney's I will Halloween, say, I and they would that. always show that shit, and I was fucking terrified I will say as a kid. I, as, as was I. And then my mom actually went to that college that's right in that town, of Sleepy Hollow, and she used to have to go over that bridge all the time. Um, That's she a said really it was thin definitely creepy. Ichabod, and he's getting yes. chased all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. He's got like his Adam's apples all yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, and he's got that, that little gu- 
gunpowder. I forget the name of his freaking horse. Oh, you know what that reminds me like of? Really bad. And and it's it's like a it's a total departure kind of, but like a, something that was like very innocent but freaked me out as a kid. Like similar to how that freaked you out was the fucking goddamn California raisins Christmas. Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it was just like I don't know. I feel like in the eight like eight late eighties early nineties there was a lot of things meant for kids that were just like. Made by adults to fuck with kids. <laughs> and, like, I feel like we are, like, awesome for it. Whereas, yeah. like, a lot of kids growing up now, they don't have, like... Like, they took more risks with us as children. Like, they expected us to, like... They thought kids would get bigger concepts, like, overall than, like, mm-hmm. kids do now, I feel like. Like, like an overarching, like, story of some, like, hero or, you know, whatever. I feel like they just gave kids a lot more credit that kids were actually smart. Whereas now they're just like, here's a fucking two like stick figures. They're named yeah. Bobby and George, and they're gonna go for a walk. Well, and, and that's, your, ch- and that's just, your children's story. It's not just like that they thought that we were smarter then. It's that the parents actually interacted with us to a certain extent too. Like, didn't your mom or dad ever sit down with you and be like, no. "Okay, Melissa, now this is wrong, and here's why," no, and have no. like little deep? My mom sat me down in front of the TV. <laughs> she was a babysitter. She let no. exactly what John said. It, television for me and my brothers was absolutely a babysitter. And I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I see what you're saying, Melissa, and maybe that would that's true for, like, some other families. But for me personally, it, it that's absolutely not the case. Like And like John said, it was a babysitter, and it was a babysitter well, yeah. for and me. Also, Your I parents think, probably also but, didn't tuck you in, no, say a prayer, and like, read a devotional no, to you every like night. My, <laughs> my parents understood that just because I'm watching a movie that's, a, like, not that my parents let me watch, like, really hardcore stuff when I was young. But they did let me watch stuff, like, that was probably I shouldn't be watching at a certain age. But they understood that at the end of the day... I'm not watching people get stabbed in the chest and, right. like, and I understand that there's a difference between what's happening on television is just like entertainment you know I also think censorship was a lot different back I mean, then for kids stuff I agree 100% I didn't well. understand also, how it worked because I thought every time I put the Wizard of Oz in people were acting out that every time I watched it <laughs> <laughs> but also think about our childhoods like we were allowed to play outside yeah like oh, we yeah. had a lot of freedom we can go to playgrounds yeah. like kids I now mean, they I took don't my get bike to do that so many places the majority yeah. of my majority of my childhood was spent in the woods mm-hmm. playing yep. in the woods playing like, in the woods i would come home from school i'd go in the woods from like you know i got home from school like we'll say like three o'clock i spent until dinner time out in the woods when i was done mm-hmm. eating i go back in the woods until dark now my dad how did would, we not get lyme disease i and, like, and i've told <laughs> you guys before like like i encountered so much weird shit in the woods like the homeless mm, man. the homeless the dead homeless person the fucking guy that like came with his pants down like one of my friends was almost like abducted by a guy who tried to give him candy and get in the car. Like yeah. shit like that was happening. But my parents continually let us let us outside. When I talked to my mom, yeah. like now she's basically tells me like I didn't want to like confine you guys to the house and I and I just figured you guys would look out for each other. And that's what we did. Like and yeah. our friends, we all looked out for each other. I'll tell you something funny and also tragic and relatable. I saw a news story recently where a young kid died because the kid was shot in the eye with a BB. Uh, with a BB gun. How hard is that to do, though? It, I mean, if it goes into the right part of your eye, I can't tell you. It can go to your brain stem. But so, anyway, I can't tell you how many times I, me and my friend shot at each other with not only BB guns, but pellet guns. Oh, yeah. God. All my the time. brother got probation for shooting off a BB gun at like a moving vehicle once <laughs> when he was like 12. I can't so, tell you how yeah. many people come into MRI and have BBs in their eyes and don't even realize yeah. it. Like, in the fucking back of their eye. And it's like a That's perfect crazy. ball. And I'm like, did Does you... it get ripped out? I, no. had a, I went, to, I went no. to high school with a kid that had one that was like here and you could see it on I his temple. I thought you couldn't have any metal. You're not supposed to, but if people don't know it's in there and I scan them and I see a fucking metal ball in the back of their eye, I pull them right out and I'm like, you have a fucking BB in your goddamn eye. You can't have an MRI. 
That's crazy. It doesn't pull it out. Like, oh, okay. MRI is not that strong, but it can potentially move. Well, Black Mirror and has get, given me expectations of death. <laughs> from that. No, but it's like, it, it, it's just like, we, we were constantly getting shot by BBs as kids, too. Like, when I was a kid, we used to do the craziest shit. We used to have fucking stitchy ball wars where we would just fight each other with those stitchy what? balls that were like from spiky. The, from the trees, yeah. We used to have sti- oh, we would monkey have, balls? We, yeah, I guess that we call them stitchy balls. We uh, would, we would, we would I be, have a perfect, have we a would, perfect story. We would oh, beam God. them at each other in the woods. Like, beam them. We would be like, uh, you're dead. I hit you with three stitchy oh, balls. You're dead. Oh, my God. And I hit Jeff Janad right in the fucking eye, right in the eye socket with one <laughs> and he choked me out until I almost was unconscious. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that's why you settled your disagreements and, in the and 80s. And this is how my mom dealt with that. My mom punished me and beat me because I didn't fight back. <laughs> Oh, oh, you should have totally ended yeah, Jeff to Janot's life, and then I wouldn't have to deal with him in the future. Um, we used to, we, I remember we spent one summer taking this patch of woods behind my friend's house and converting it into basically a Vietnam uh, death arena where we made, <laughs> we made ponji sticks, we made tiger traps, we made all this shit that we were gonna like. We were gonna cover up and then like oh, have a war outback and then like it rained real hard one day and it all the collapsed. traps, all the traps got like we were building like shit where like a so, deadfall and shit like that and like thank God we never used it because pro- one of us would probably be dead. Today. Oh my God, <laughs> it would have been like super dark times. Mike, Mike, that was on the podcast before. Um, we, uh, me and a bunch of our friends, we built like a this huge like fucking like fort in the woods. And we basically tried to construct it like how Link... You ever have Lincoln Logs when you were a kid? Yeah. yeah. And you'd like make the cabins kind of like you put one here, you put one here, and uh-huh. then eventually you get like a structure. Well, we basically used that idea, but with like wood and just kind of stacked it and made this huge <laughs> fucking fort. Well, Mike's brother was inside of it one time oh, no. and one of the kids was jumping on the roof and it oh, collapsed. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we basically thought Mike's brother died like, inside of it. <laughs> and he came out and he was obviously he didn't die but he was like he was all fucked. He was fucked up from the We pulled him out and he was a scab. He <laughs> <laughs> was all dried up. Oh my God. Who, who's next? Who was it? Oh, it's me. Um, so my number four I actually made a last minute change because something popped in my mind that I didn't think of. Um, so my number four is... That's what is, happens at nighttime yeah, when, I, when that, I come home and you're asleep. Something yep, pops something in her mind. Not into my mind. It's your D in, in her mouth. Into my vagina. In. Yeah, and, I'm yeah. like, and it's inside. Um, no, it's, it's um the Hobbit cartoon. Oh, yes. It's, yes. It's We've talked from about this. 1977. I wrote that down. Like, it's not on my list, but I wrote it down thinking it was definitely yeah. going to be on your list, but just in I, case. I totally forgot about it. But, like, mm-hmm. that is something that I remember my dad, like, my dad loved it. And I watched it and I was like, this is the fucking most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I like, never Gollum, saw it. Gollum comes on the screen. Mm-hmm. It's, like, horrifying. I tried to. I tried to Steph show it to me. I never heard of it, and Steph was like, "Oh yeah, you gotta watch it." So when we started dating, she tried to show it to me, and I was like, "This is fucking strange." And like that whole scene, where they're singing, and they're singing, <laughs> yes. it's like the weirdest. It's like even weird in the movie when they sing. It's a direct pull from the fucking goddamn like animation. Yes, it's, it's so weird. What was, yeah. that, what was that animated show that you had referenced on one episode here? And then a listener pulled it up, and it was like something with Satan. Oh, I got that on my list. We'll talk okay, about okay. it. I got it. Um, yeah, so that, that's my number four, The Hobbit from 1977. All right, so my number four is kind of strange, but it's something me and my brothers watched a lot growing up. Uh, Crawl from 1983. I've never seen it. Crawl? I can picture the box art. So yeah. Crawl like, was like released after the Return of the Jedi, and it was, basic, it was a sci-fi fiction fantasy movie. Liam Neeson's in it. Really? It's the same. The guy who wrote it is the same guy that wrote I- Ice Pirates. I've Ron, never seen that either. With Ron Perlman. Oh. So if you've never seen Ice Pirates and you've never seen Crawl, you gotta fucking watch them because the 
just the fact like it's crawl's not the greatest movie in the world but the budget they had to work with it was like huge like i think it was like at the time it was like 60 million dollars or something like that so it was like of just enormous it was so like life force money basically yeah it was like more than like i said it was it was more money than they used to create the return of the jedi they gave these people to make this movie and it was supposed to be a direct like not like a competition but something to pull in the people who like star wars waiting for the next star wars movie um but there's one scene in particular that's fucking super strange, and if you look it up on YouTube, you will be you will be fucking absolutely disturbed. Because <laughs> even to this day, when I watch that scene, I'm like, I remember being Wait, is a it kid. The scene that you showed me earlier. The scene oh, I showed man, you earlier. It's so creepy. And it's basically a scene where they're walking in like this swamp area, um, and a changeling, like a guy who's a changeling, is revealed and basically like melts and does this chicky ran noise. Yeah, like I showed stuff. He's like this. <laughs> He starts melting and his face starts like deforming like a leper, and then yeah. he basically sinks into the ground into like a little weird hole, yeah, into like the a sand. like yeah. a snake. And even to this day, watching the special effects in that, it's it, good. It's so good. Yeah, so good. So if you haven't seen Crawl, you should definitely watch Crawl. But if you don't want to watch the whole movie, go on fucking YouTube and type in Crawl Changeling, and the first thing that'll come up will be that scene. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really so good. good. And that disturbed you. It's yeah. creepy as shit, John. It's so creepy, dude. <laughs> so I'm telling you right creepy. now. Like, the special effects in general disturb me. There's, like, throughout the whole movie, the theme of the movie is basically that they're trying to they're trying to find the beast who is this, like, omnipotent, like, creature that lives in this, quote-unquote, black fortress. But the It for- looks insane. But the fortress is always teleporting to different spots. So they try to get to it, and it moves to a different spot, like um, Bowser's Castle in like, <laughs> Super Mario World. Uh, yeah, the movie's just bonkers, but that scene in particular, like, it's like kind of like the scene in Neverending Story with Artex. It's like one of those things that I remember in my brain 100% vividly. Yeah. What's uh is it a sci-fi or what would you call it? Yeah, it's sci-fi fantasy. Sci-fi fantasy. And it's funny because like a lot of these movies that I remember from my childhood to disturb me fall into like the sci-fi fantasy category. Yeah. Yeah, I have to watch it because that that scene. We'll watch it. I have it on VHS. It's fucking great, dude. All right. So, my number 4 is the first zombie movie I saw on syndicated television. Night Living Dead. The 1990 remake. Oh, <laughs> that's good, dude. That's fucking. It's, it and, is good. But... And I haven't watched it since. I haven't. I haven't gone back to rewatch it oh. yet. So the the memories that are in my mind directed are my child. Directed are my, by the time Savines are are my childhood memories. Yeah. So that well, your childhood memories are always gonna negate anything you you see as an adult. Yeah. Like that's just the fact well, of I life. Had, that's it's the funny thing is that I had um I had a monsters. I I mentioned this before to you. The uh, monsters uh, episode. Um, called the waiting game, yes. where it's guys in a bunker and they're being like they're, they're being like like sort of like led out of the bunker, like seduced out of the bunker by people, and they're really just irradiated monsters. And in my head, I remember it being this weird situation where like they come out and you never see them again, and like there's only like three people left in the world. And I went back and watched it, and they're like, they're basically like they look like cavemen. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so stupid. Why was I like? It's like the quest for fire. Like I used to be terrified of the quest for fire when I was a kid. And Ron Perlman's uh-huh. in it, and he's fucking, and it's like about cavemen. And Ron Perlman didn't need any prosthetics to be in the no. fucking movie because he already <laughs> looks like a caveman. Right. But that movie, like when I was a kid, was terrifying. I watched it later, and like Tommy Chong's daughter's in it. Uh-huh. She plays like one of the cave women. Right on. Is that and name? it's still a cool movie, but like it's not scary. But like it freaked me out as a kid. Yeah. So what I remember most about the remake that kind of like unsettled me was when they first get into the farmhouse, and there's a shot of them upstairs or about to search the farmhouse and upstairs the there's, fat the fat, there's the fat yeah, zombie yeah the fat one's good and the, te- and the tension of 
knowing that you know that there's a zombie upstairs and yet they haven't gone upstairs yet. That, that movie's great. And that's, I'm going to segue that into the next item on my list. Well, because that movie, that movie's so great though, because Tom Spini directed it. So he's competent, like what makes a fucking zombie movie work. But also, like, every zombie in that movie isn't just, like, a background zombie. They're all, like, a 10. And that fat zombie in particular is awesome. And Tony Todd's in the goddamn movie. Yeah. Tony Todd's yeah. awesome. Before he got to- Tony Todd fat. Before he was, like, before he was the candy man, he was yeah. just like, I'm the candy man so I can eat fucking baby Ruth's all day, right? Because I'm the candy man. They're like, no, you're not actually the candy man. He's like, but I love honey. And I like fucking honeycombs. I just want to eat them oh all day. I'm like, that's too many carbs, Tony. <laughs> Chill with the carbs. And he's like, what about Cheetos? That's not candy. That's that's a snack though, and it's also a carbohydrate. Listen, you're, you're allowed to talk. What's your number three? <laughs> <laughs> Arachnophobia. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. From 1990, nice. because I saw that as a kid, and I just saw the scene where the the the, the spider makes its first kill. With the guy in the jungle, and it's just crawling no, no. up his blanket, and I was Mo- terrified. You just you just awoken in me a child a repressed childhood memory <laughs> that disturbed me around the same time period. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd and Who Framed Roger Rabbit when he melts in the oh, ass. Yes. Judge Doom is fucking yes. terrifying. I have that on my fucking uh, not my top five, but a list I made of things that creep me out as kid. And Judge mm-hmm. Doom is fucking it's so it's out of so... place from the tone of the rest of the movie. Yeah. I think what makes yes. it creepier is the fact that he has that little his like eyes pop turn out. up hair. He's got his eyes that pop out, and he's got the high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Christopher Lloyd, fucking God bless him. You're a national treasure. No, like, I he forgot is, how dude. creepy that was. Yeah. Thank Christ- you, John. Christopher Lloyd is just like, he was in so much good shit. He was in... Um, that video game, not a 10, though. He was in this uh, <laughs> like anthology uh, that was... I don't want to say it was directed by Steven Spielberg, because I'm not 100% sure about that, but he, maybe he produced it, called Amazing Tales. And it's almost like it's almost like Reanimator, but Christopher Lloyd basically gets decapitated and is carrying around his head the whole time. Have you seen that? No. It's so fucking good. What's dude. it called? I don't remember what the actual like story's called in the anthology, but it's amazing tales. Like, and okay. he, and it's in that. It's basically like the twi- I think pretty sure it was like the Twilight Zone, like like trying to be like the Twilight Zone. But that story in particular has stuck with me like even now, and I was obsessed with it as a kid. He's like carrying, Christopher Lloyd just carrying around his head, super freaky. Hmm. Um, my number three is one of my favorite movies from my childhood, but it was also so fucking creepy. Um, the Neverending Story, and spe- number three specifically Staff number three number three specifically the Gamork. God, get the fuck out of here with your number three. I was so terrified of the fucking Gamork. Just leave. What is that? Again? That's the what? Was the Gamork? Okay, yeah. I'm He's just gonna say what? that that's my number one. Well, it's not my number one because what is? Neverending Story. Oh my god, there cannot be another movie that freaked me out more as a kid. Like, listen, um, it's really ET is my number one, but everybody knows. <laughs> but every, yeah. Everybody Everyone already knows, knows that. that from past episode. We clearly did that movie, so I thought it would be lame to include that again. But if I'm really truly being honest with everybody, Neverending Story is my number one creepiest movie. I mean, it's got what, what's the Gamork? Mark is Mark like is the, the wolf. The wolf, yeah, the yeah. Wolf. In the in the but that 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 whole, cave. that that scene with I mean that movie is giving kids so much credit. Is it is it never ending story with the ones with the two statues on either side? The yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes. that freaked me the yeah. fuck out. Yes, that I probably watched this movie more than any movie I've ever seen in my life. Me too. I had it on VHS. It was one of the few movies I had on VHS. Um, it's based on a book, and the fucking dude who wrote the book is just ass heard for all eternity that it wasn't like that. The movie wasn't like his book. Whatever, dude. The, for for people who are like of the age group of I'm 30 35 going on 36 all right it's it's one of those movies where like every single thing in that movie is 
I'm going to say it right now. It's a fucking perfect ass movie. It, it is. is maybe the best movie made of all time for me. Yes. 100%. Yes. The soundtrack is fucking gives me the feels inside like yes. no other thing can. Like if I'm ever feeling sad, <laughs> I just put on turn around. <laughs> and now they did it. But at the same time, Steph is also turning around yeah. for you. Yeah. I say, open your cheeks and let me see the grimoire that's deep inside <laughs> your cavern. Uh, Quicksilver Highway is the name of the Christopher Lloyd movie. Ah, that's fucking, it's and amazing. With Stephen King. I was going to say, there's no way the Spielbergs would do a horror. No, that's not it either. I got to look this up. No, sure? it says a mysterious stranger entertains a stranded bride and fugitive pickpocket with two spine chilling stories. No, that's wrong. No? No, it's it's Amazing it made, Tales. Amazing and Christopher tales Lloyd's in it. No, yeah. it, it's wrong. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, when we go on the break, I'll tell you what okay. it really is. Or if Melissa finds it. It's a, it's it, it's part of the Amazing Tales like anthology of, of things, but I don't know what the story is called within that. Um... No, the never-ending story has had, I don't know, the most so, influence on me. I don't, I mean, we, I don't know. And you know what we saw? What movie did we go see when they played the... Um when they played the Neverending Story thing before it, we went to see Neverending Story. Oh, that's right, we did see they, the they theater. They released they it. They played like a making of before it that was just like, oh my god, it was so good. It, it was. showed you all the work that went into all the special effects in that, and from making all fa- the puppets, from Falcor to the rock biter yes. to the fucking uh, racing and snail how they did the to horse, the bat, how they did Artex to the fucking to- goddamn how they do the scene for Artex is crazy because basically they got a whole warehouse filled it full of mud and dead trees wet it all down and put a horse through a trap door in the floor to make it like, it's just like that, yeah. that's the kind of shit they did to make this movie yeah. but like Steph I thought I would mention this stuff to kind of blow go your mind go to the head yeah, of the yeah, class yeah. that's it there you go good job Melissa you're the best um, it was directed by Wolfgang Peterson and guess what other movies he did he's basically worked with every phenom I know the name is familiar in the fucking goddamn world in the fucking realm okay. of making movies let's hear it let's hear it and I'm gonna start off corny just so you okay. can get to the good stuff later Troy okay starring Brad Pitt Brad Pitt uh-huh. Poseidon starring I don't remember his the name. Russ oh okay Enemy Mine yes Enemy, Enemy Mine, Mine! yes <laughs> That's also slightly terrifying. This is, like, so terrifying. this is one of the most prolific. When you talk about prolific movies that have been made, like listen to this fucking just roster right here. Outbreak. Uh-huh. Oh I my god. Outbreak. I love it. And he's done a lot more, but I'll mention this as the last one. Air Force One. <laughs> oh Get off my plane. Harrison yeah. Ford. Yes, yes. I got all all of the uh Neverending Story Forever and All Times is one of my is not only my favorite childhood movie. But also a childhood movie that just fucking scared the living yeah, shit out yeah. of me. I love it. I love it so much. I think of it too fondly to. I think of it. That's the thing. I think of it fondly, but at the same time, like, I have mixed associations. I cannot. I cannot tell you that anything freaked me out more than, as Steph said, the Grimork. The Grimork, because yeah. It, it, like and and also like. The thing that freaked me out the most was I didn't know the kid's sexuality, so I didn't know if I should be attracted <laughs> oh, to him or yeah. not. To betray you, he was like, "Who is betray you? What is betray you?" No, no, it was like when I watched Legend as a kid, and I didn't know if Tom Cruise was a boy or girl, <laughs> so I got a boner to him all the time because I was like, "He's got flat yeah. tits, but I'm on board. He's got a nice face." Yeah. God, that's another movie that I didn't put in my list. It fucking fuck, man. Tim m- Curry, Jesus Christ. Not Tim Curry. Oh, Tim Curry's in yeah, it. Yeah, was the devil. Tom Cruise yeah, and fucking fuck, Meg Mucklebones. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Shorty's Worldwide. There's a really interesting video of Tom Cruise and Scientology that's been floating uh, around. Fuck that. Recent. Recent. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 recently been rediscovered, but it's basically him talking about how he can do anything because he believes in Scientology. Oh boy. Like if he passes an accident, he can, he's the only one that can go and help. <laughs> like, he's no insane. Tom Cruise. And he's, he's like, insane. and he's like, but we don't have Christmases or birthdays, like just like John. Yeah. Um, 
It's my I'm the third <laughs> yes, one. Yeah, which one number three? So my third one is the Secret of Nim. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, on my, that's on my to be mentioned list. Uh, dude, you don't need to mention it. It is one oh, of my. God. It is still to this day. People are probably like, yo, Jessup, yeah. you're losing mad points no, right now. But is it the Owl or Nicodemus? But when we're talking about these movies, we're talking about as kids, kids, okay? I'm yeah. not talking about as kids stepping into horror movies for their students. I'm talking about kids, kids. Like, so as, a, as these are my first recollections as watching movies as a kid. So it's a, that's another dark fantasy movie and The Great Al. Also. Yeah. Great Al. And that's John Carradine. Scared the fucking oh, shit out of Jesus. me. That Al scene is fucking amazing. Yeah. Is, that movie's so creepy. And Dom DeLuise also scared yeah. the shit out of me as well. Yeah. He's the crow. <laughs> he's the crow. No, he's yeah. a jolly man. <laughs> oh my god. Quill Wheaton's in it. <gasps> is he? Yeah, he plays oh. one of like the mice. And guess who does the soundtrack? Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jerry. Oh my god. Slap that is Eagles, epic man. music in there yeah. though. That mo- that the, is, the rose or the stone. I, I'm some I'll probably repeat over and over again, but it's a movie that gives kids a lot of credit, and it was done by a guy. Um, and I'll get into him later when we're talking about um the future presentation. But it's done by a guy who basically left Disney because Disney didn't have the balls to do kids movies that were actually like had more meat to them yeah and like he wasn't afraid to make kids feel like a little disturbed Mm -hmm. when he was when you were watching their movies like he did um all dogs go to heaven oh my god yes wait what's his name uh, i will get to it do you feel like during this time period that like it was just a group of people that were just trying to prep children for the eventual cold war (laughs) i mean like we could fight in in red dawn and it's like i mean it was based on the book and it's like and it's things i grew up with so it's hard to say like i'm I'm obviously like swayed and i think it's the best because i grew up with it but at the same time like i'm also seeing things that are like released today for children and i'm like god i would just wish you could taste the greatness that i had when i was a kid that i just sit there and you were actually given a story that an adult, like adult an adult could sit there and watch it with you and i think the only people close to doing what these movies did when we were kids is pixar's like is, all, it, is, it is it the yeah. only one that gives kids Tim credit Burton isn't movies. it kind of funny that it's kind of like almost a weird parallel universe because we as kids we we kind of experience this kind of stuff through this media that we got and we and the interactions with uh our friends in a very limited social circle but kids now are kind of being sheltered through media, but also at the same time, they have smart technology. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have any of that shit. Yeah. So if you just wanted to be watching porn at like 10, you could be watching kids, porn right now on your no, smartphone because your parents give you one. think that they're sheltering their kids from shit. But, but their kids not. get around all of their shit. Yeah. Like, they will figure it out. I think there's a difference, though. There, There is a big difference um, and between, like, what's going on, you know, within society as a whole and as as what we experienced as kids oh, was a lot different because like i mean like not all kids were watching these movies i mean like there was ki- no. there was there was parents that were obviously like no you're not Hell everyone you're not i went to school this. with was not allowed to watch Disney yeah. movies. <laughs> so it's like a very like it's kind of like selective process it's mm-hmm. like you know like only the strong survive so it's like you x out the people that don't make it through. again you're yeah. preparing you for red dawn yeah. <laughs> um, but also i mean like that was a pretty awesome story secret of nim uh, and it stood for it was basically at the end they're trying to find out what what, what Nim was. What is Nim? What is Nim? And it's basically a lab, yeah, where they do scientific mm-hmm. experiments, experiments on yeah. rats. They and made return to Nim, and it was not as good. The National Institute of Mental Health. Oh, was Nim? Boy, and they're oh just god. basically at the end. They're basically like, oh my god, nah. we're just fucking yeah. lab rats. Yeah, and like are. the the way the book ends is completely different than the way that the the uh, cartoon ends. But I I have confessions. I think I may have said this before. I was attracted to Justin the Rat. <laughs> it's not my fault. Sorry, I mean I was attracted. I was attracted to Jessica Rabbit, like yeah. a motherfucker. So like, but, but she was anatomical, dude. Like, she was a parts, human. The parts could line up. But my friend and I both thought Justin the Rat was hot. It's yeah. the weirdest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> 
Eh, this just brought me back eh. to remember Cool World. Like that oh, thing exists. Oh, we yes. talked about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Pitt has been trying to hide that I mean, shit. That's one of like killed the, Kim One of the first movies life. I got like a rager on. I didn't know what was happening. That, <laughs> that baby's kids now. Baby's kids. I got. I walked out of baby's kids with a heart. So my number three is going to be the first video game. I'm sorry. Uh, it dovetails from uh, Night of Living Dead the remake because I saw that in the early 90s and. Resident Evil, the very first Resident Evil was 1996. Was I was like 13. And I remember just the hype for that game. And I remember like being so astonished that they were going to put zombie. Because at the time, you remember this time period, Jessup, not a lot of zombie stuff out there. Oh, I remember the hype for fucking Resident Evil 2 because like every single GameStop had the biggest Resident Evil, like, like just, um, what do you want to call them? Like standees outside. Mm-hmm. And even if you didn't have like a PlayStation, you knew what the fuck Resident Evil was. And actually, I specifically, my brother got a PlayStation specifically so we could play Resident Evil. And it's funny because that movie scared the shit out of us when we were kids. And the live action shit before the actual game was like super. But when I watch it so now, cheesy. it's so <laughs> corny. It's so campy. It's oh so, but it's also a 10. No, it is. It is, it is a 10. Because yeah. games don't do that shit anymore. At no. least they don't uh, try to. But uh, Or something was like completely unnecessary, but they did it anyway. But I remember. Okay. So I, on my bus route to school during that time period, I was the first one picked up and the last one dropped off. So I was on the bus for a good hour and a half every morning. I had to get the bus at like straight straight at seven o'clock. So during this time period, I remember my dad bought me the strategy guide for Resident Evil and I would read that thing cover front front to back. John was the nerd oh back like, excuse God. me, can you stop touching my groin aerial mist because I'm trying to get up to date on the Resident Evils. <laughs> so, John, can we go out and like on a date or something to the ice cream shop? Sorry, got a date with Resident Evil. Cap- <laughs> my bitch's name is Capcom. All right, I was 13, so anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you um, have girlfriends at 13, John's like, absolutely not. Jehovah said, Shana, girlfriend. Pretty, pretty much. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, so, meanwhile, I was like, eh, eh, insides. 13 yeah. it was. Go ahead, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yoda. <laughs> um, so even despite all of that, me knowing like the, the gist of the game front to back, when I played Resident Evil for the first time, I was like, batshit scared john's like okay pussies on the back burner (laughs) those games were terrifying Mm -hmm. did you play them no but i watched people did your dad play them my dad did Did when the dogs jump through the window in the hallway i jumped like out of my fucking chair the best thing in the first resident evil is the first time you see the zombie and his head's kind of tilted and i was like oh my god i just like the mystery too to it where you had to like you know figure out how to get through the house i thought that was really cool as well Mm -hmm. and that movie i mean that game rather had like a really big connection to me as a kid as the same thing as Maniac Mansion did. When oh I, yeah, the first yeah. time I saw Maniac Mansion, and I saw Maniac Mansion first on on the computer before I actually played it on Nintendo, and it it was just like this. And it's so funny when you watch it now because it's so corny. But like but that, that had anxiety kid, too because you could get captured, and it was like, oh my god, what do yeah, I do? Like, like evade? Well, like anytime you were in a room in Maniac Mansion, you'd be like waiting for someone to come in the room, and you wait for yeah. that music to play, and they'd get you, and then you yeah. they throw you down the dungeon and just start over again. Yep, yep. Uh, and it's one of the first kind of movies to or games to kind of do that too. But like. My, the segue, like, I had so many nightmares from Night of the Living Dead about zombies that would ju- I would just wake up in, like, a sweat, yeah. and I knew if I went to sleep quick enough, I would go right back into the nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's and true. And continue. That's, to um, this day, I do that. Like, if I wake mm-hmm. up and I'm, like, DP and girls, like, I'll try to go right back to sleep to have the dream. And, and he's humping the mattress. And I, never <laughs> 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 no, Steph, I told Steph the other day, I was like, Steph, Steph's, 
I was like, Steph, I had hardcore sex dreams last time. She's like, I thought you were humping the bed last night. <laughs> and I was like, you were right. <laughs> oh Who's the God. best? It does happen, guys. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I'm a horny being, even in my dreams. I get it. And if you like, if you don't know about Resident Evil or you, you played the remake or something, like, go. It, you owe it to yourself to go on YouTube and look up the yeah. live action sequences at the beginning of the re- and the end of Resident Evil because it's just a 10. Yeah. I mean, some people are listening to this in math class, yeah. <laughs> so I'm only imagining what grade they're in. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right, Melissa, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is The Gate from 1987. Because nice. We covered it. We covered it. We also did Arachnophobias. Was yeah. it just Everyone us three on it. that episode, or were you on yeah, that Yeah, it was just us three. I wasn't on that one. That was before when, like, before Jesse John's did time. a lot, and then he would just... If we picked the episode, we actually used to get to pick our episodes. <laughs> he would that? be like, all right, you have to come up with the deets for the episode. You have to do the intro for it. And it was like, oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> Pressure buildings. Uh, now, that movie is, that is a, great. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, the uh, And I think, again, that movie connects with me as a child because of the uh, special effects and the yeah. stop motion they did. So good. Yeah. I think so, so good. The thing from that specifically for me was the construction worker being stuck in. That's a good scene. In the freaking that movie's walls. Great, dude. For whatever reason, I, I was mean, like convinced yeah. that was going to happen. Even when you watch that movie now, it's a great movie. And that movie. And, and the- Deadly Friend for almost the same exact reason at that time. But the, now that we've watched that movie, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Melissa. Roger, roger. Uh, my turn? Yeah. So my number two is The Dark Crystal. Same. Which um, Dark Crystal is my number two. I, I mean, I love it. It's okay. It's creepy, but I I love that movie so much. And if you haven't seen the Dark Crystal, which a lot of people haven't, and it a just fucking haven't. shocks me. Uh, is it in cracks. theaters again or something? The Dark Crystal. I think they may have brought that back. Well, too, the Dark yeah. Crystal is another movie where people try to watch it and like I didn't like it. It was just weird. No, this is a movie where if you're not into it, you fucking buckle down as a person and you watch the movie because. It's fucking goddamn Jim Henson. Yeah. It's Frank it's a, Oz. It's such a time and place movie. It is movie. just a, it is, I mean, even if you don't appreciate a movie, just sit through it and watch it. The, I, the I, puppetry is amazing. They don't do movies like that no. anymore. Jesse, I've been saying no. the same thing about Captain EO this entire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, no, you owe it to yourself to watch Captain EO. I mean, you do. Once. I mean, I, see I, mean, I saw it and I can confirm you do it to yourself. It's like, it, it reminds me of like The Labyrinth too because it's yeah. like, it's um it's definitely for kids but it's very dark. Like this movie is, Jim much, Henson, is much darker. I, but I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish someone would, there was an equivalent to Jim Henson nowadays right now, and there's yeah. really not. He... Burton was he, for a few years. Yeah, Burton was, but, but like, like the, listen, the Burton puppetry, just got like, his... We he's, need that. He's got his dickhead stuck in Johnny Depp's asshole, <laughs> he and he doesn't know how to do anything good anymore. He's a fucking waste of time. Fuck you, Tim Burton, if you're listening to this right now. I know you are. I know you're on this podcast. I know you're subscribed. Unsubscribe, Tim Burton. Fuck you. No, no, don't do that. Support us on Patreon. <laughs> I know. Come on, Tim. Request one of your no. movies. Frank Tim, Tim, please. Tim, you can be in the $75 level. I think you can afford that, and we'll advertise you on this podcast. What's the 75 level? It's if you want to advertise in yeah, this podcast. Oh, yeah, I mean, right. Melissa, are you part of this podcast? I mean, Whoa. I mean, no, she's not. I mean, I know. I just want the people to know. Yeah. No. Oh. no, but so, um, so like, overall, it's a, it's a really dark story, and there's a lot of, like, like, like whole little creature villages are being yeah. murdered. And I mean, but but specifically Steph, for about, me, what about what is about, it the naked? It's beating? the Skeksis, yeah. and it's specifically when they rip all the clothes off the one, and they and he's naked, and it's so <laughs> upsetting <laughs> to no, me I mean, it's because they take all of his clothes. It's, it's just not like only so that, though. I mean, the, the no, but it's when the, they they steal the ad life essence. The, of the, the Gelflings the, have get their their uh, essence taken away. Oh from Oh my them. god, and they have the milky the, eyes. The mystics are really weird. The guys that are walking around. What is her name with the three boobs? I can't think of her name. Uh, now. What? Ha- 
I don't want to say has, it either. I'll, yeah, I'll butcher it. Why are there three boobs? Every I mean, it's overall. I think stuff's getting total recall confused. It's so yeah. creepy. No, I mean, not three boobs. It's big boobs. It's saggy boobs with three know. eyes. Okay. Three eyes. Been three eyes. Just people. Yeah. Um, Steph always thinks of. Uh, Tits his eyes, I and I agree. I do. No, I'm um, just three eyes. She's, I mean, that's what you has, look at when you see a woman. She has big saggy boobs. Like Trevor, Trevor Jones did the soundtrack for Dark yeah. Crystal. Um, it is, and Jim Henson and Frank Oz were one of those. Together, they were just like amazing, and they were those. They were the type of guys that it was one of those things where even when they did like um any kind of Muppet stuff, those things gave kids way more credit. Um, than movies do today. Like they, they. Well, I feel like the the stories kids, were kids, so dark in some of our the movies that we grew up with. Yeah, you know? and like, listen, like that was his like last movie he made, and that was supposed to be like his swan song, and it was not received well at all. But it has a huge cult following. It's a hundred percent. It's a the artwork. If you look at the artwork from oh, which the, this is based on, yeah. it is just they did an amazing job bringing all that stuff to life. And I and and maybe that's why I am to this day. 100% pissed off when I see people being cheap with the CGI when you can get competent people because there's a lot of people that still do practical effects out there they're doing an amazing job I mean we saw the void you can do those things in the horror genre as well yeah. and well what's what's remarkable about the void too is they did it on a very tight budget and they were upfront about how they were going to spend that budget and they were successful with that yeah which you know how shit goes off the rails real quick when you're trying to spend money on a movie but I will say to close uh, the Dark Crystal out, it's just like it's one of those movies that if you didn't watch it, please just give yourself the time to watch it. Yeah, I agree. It's it is amazing. I second that. Do it. I, mean, I second and I yeah. third it and I fourth it and fifth it. <laughs> and then John, your second. My number two. You know, I, I'm not afraid to admit that I was a bit bookish as a kid. Oh, bookish. Oh, bookish. oh you were, oh, were you in accelerated classes like me? Oh my god, did no. you have the Book It Club? Did you get all the free well, I think pizzas? We talked about this. I like lived at Pizza Hut. I mean, <laughs> in, in, in public school, to be in accelerated so you, classes, you just had to count to ten. Yeah, I mean, imagine my dismay <laughs> as a young babe I can going into it. the school library in elementary school and finding a book called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yes. Scary, stories, scary Stories to Tell in the Night. In the night. <laughs> in the night. For basic bass. Um, and <laughs> scories. <laughs> scories. I didn't say scories. And the first and the first story is Too Mean Junction. Too Mune. Too Mune. Um, but scories. Mutants. And For real. the artwork of Stephen Gamel. But really what stands Gamel. out is... The haunted house because what is staring back at you? Yeah. Oh my god. The it looks like is, so is that Betty creepy. Davis? That is Betty Davis. Yeah. She's, got, she's got Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she's got them sunken eyes and yeah. looks like this a bowl of porridge. And if you if you want to know what, I, what we're looking at or referencing, just Google "scary stories telling the dark," the haunted house, the and what will greet you is an Scores. image that is forever burned in my retinas for all yep. eternity. For all eternity. And whoop, whoop, that's all you need to know. We call it the Mbuggas bitch yeah. on the podcast. Because she's like, Mbuggas. No, I mean, if I had to pick a book, it would be that book. Oh, yeah. From my childhood. Because uh, I was, the artwork, the artwork was terrifying. The yeah. Terrifying. The artwork. Art, artwork. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything was like a piece that of art. That had the velvet collar yeah. one, right? The, r- the ribbon? No. 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 So I'm going to talk about no. that a little bit. Shana. Scary Stories to Tell in the Night was the, was the <laughs> book. Where was, was the book when the... When the woman puts the key in the girl's voice box and turns it so she can't scream no, anymore. That's insidious. What's that up to on Rotten Tomatoes? Because I heard it was not good. Down to you mean? Yeah. Because it's uh, down. I mean, it's, it's like it's like fucking blowjob. Uh, uh, it's a blowjob uh, movie is what we call it. All right, where are we at? Melissa's number one? Melissa's Holy number one. Shit. I okay. think we all know. All right. Right. Return, Return to Oz. Oz. No. <laughs> 1985 <laughs> with Farouk Gabal. Like, listen, Melissa, and if you give us $50, we'll cover was? Who? Who? Margaret White. Who? Who's Margaret White? Carrie White's mom. 
Eve Carey. Oh. And she played Auntie M. Oh. Auntie oh. M. You know, I Listen, love this movie I, because of the wheelers. I, like I was terrified movie. of the fucking wheelers and Mumby. They're so stupid. Freaking being like, able just, to just the wheelers, switch out her head and okay. do all this shit. But remember, that, you're that's a fucking good. kid. Yeah, but the you're wheelers, a fucking kid. They're electrocuting a little girl. I was in accelerated classes, though, wheelers. so I probably, <laughs> like, I didn't probably connect to it like you did. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is mom had to talk to her Switching about the what head. she was seeing. I watched it because Melissa wanted to do it in the podcast and I did show. And he shot a nut and I was so butthurt. Listen, I was I the most butthurt I've ever been <laughs> on you, this fucking show. If you want to pay for it, then we'll do it. I'm never paying for it. No, no, not you. Not you, the people. The people. No. Melissa, the people. Yeah, but like... If they pay for it, I'll do it, but I'm not but doing it. But then you won't for... like it. And look, we were about to cover this movie, so I feel like Return to Oz is probably. Return I mean, to like, Oz is a, so much better. After this piece worse. of shit, dog crap, I'm Maybe. gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> gonna after this doo doo fart, <laughs> and this will be my number two worst. No. Um, so my number one is a movie that I feel like when I talk about it, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen this movie. At least you had never seen this movie, right, Jess? I don't know what you were talking about. No one knows you. You know what my number one is. You know what my number one is. Last Unicorn. My number one. No, that's fucking crazy. Oh, my God. That is too. God damn it. I forgot about Um, that one. My number one is a movie called Lady in White. Uh, Oh, fuck. It's from 1988. And I remember seeing this. Does it have the Christmas story kid in it? Steph tried to show it to me. (laughs) It's really upsetting. It doesn't hold up that well, but listen. I didn't get through it all. It is about a little boy who almost gets murdered. And then there's this guy who killed this other little girl. And then the boy sees a ghost reenactment of the little girl being murdered and thrown off of a cliff. By like an invisible man. Yeah, and it's But then it turns out it's his uncle. Yeah, it's his fucking uncle. Yeah. Who so almost a- killed him, and it's like this terrifying yeah. movie. This and their lady in white is is the mom, the mom of, of the little, little girl. girl who was killed. Yeah, no, that movie is it's, fucking scary. I'm, I'm following the plot. So there's a ghost. You're telling me there's a ghost for Booga. There is a ghost for there's Booga. There's a ghost Off for Booga. Yeah. every night or something. Every night or, <laughs> like, or the whenever the fucking anniversary of this yeah. is, and this kid like witnesses it. So, but okay, it's, did you guys watch Who's the Boss? Do you remember yes. Mona, who I guess was like the grandmother? Yeah. She is in this movie. Is she the lady in white? <laughs> She's like, I guess so. She's the black lady in white. Um, also, the kid who's pops. in it, you would recognize him. His name is Lucas Haas. And um, he's still, he's still acts. He's like really big ears. Well, so it, he's really the uncle, recognizable. Like the dad Jeff from Jeff Fucking. He, what? The Christmas story? Is no. no he, the, the uncle is. <laughs> no. The uncle is also. You would recognize him as yeah. well. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't hold up well. We tried to watch it, but oh I God, remember it being great and terrifying when I was a kid. What so. about the it's last, terrifying to what me about for the many last unicorn, guys? I never saw the last unicorn, so I'm asking. No, I watch it, it as an terrifying. adult. Listen, but. I remember my parents went out my parents would go out like on a Friday night and they would like take me to McDonald's and they'd be like you guys can get McDonald's and we're gonna go to West Coast Video and we're gonna rent a yes, movie I love that and scenario. Was, so they fucking Bring rented it for us because they were like it's a kid's movie it is not a kid's movie. No, there it's not. There is sex in that movie. Is there? Yes. Yes. And so Farrah <laughs> Fawcett, the last unicorn, I, 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 goes on a journey to find her other unicorn friends. She runs into a gypsy with a crazy fucking hawk thing that tries to eat her. Then she finally gets to the guy that has used his evil bull to drive all the fucking unicorns into the ocean. And she changes into a hot bitch that has sex with the <laughs> prince. And then, but like, Whoa. is being attacked by this bull at the same time. Like, it is scary. It is not for children. And it's like Japanimation or whatever. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was going to be on Melissa's list for sure. Because no, I, I, I remember her mentioning yeah, it before. I forgot. Yeah, I, that that, that so, fucked, me, fucked me up as a kid. All right, so we're doing our, t- our, we're doing our top five. I have a few Wait, movies. What's your number one? I already did. He already did. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What's John's number one? Sorry, John. 
those skip no, I mean, I exist on this podcast. Just <laughs> so you know. We're done our number one. It's not John. Go ahead. Sorry. So my we number one is another bookish John moment. That's why I didn't want to talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, it's in a dark, dark room. The Green Ribbon Story. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. Was that the one I was talking about? It was the one you were talking about. I don't even know what about. it is. Yeah, it's the girl. Well, go ahead, John. You tell. It's a very short story, but like, I don't know. The artwork is very cartoony, and there's mm-hmm. there's a picture of the last the last sequence where her head falls off, but it's hard to see. Yeah. Um. And I don't know what it is about the art. I went back and flipped through it recently, and I don't. I still don't know what why. It, like, there's just like it, like an instinctual fear response with this fucking mm-hmm. shit. But I saw. I I read it at a very young age, and it. The woman just like that's like a short story in a dark dark yeah. room is like a collection of stories. Yes, I and, heard and of the it. green ribbon yeah. is a is a girl who wears a ribbon. There's there's many variations yeah. of the story. But she wears a ribbon around her neck, and she gets married, and her husband keeps asking her, like, why is this ribbon on your neck? Why is this ribbon on your neck? Why don't you take it off? And she takes it off, and her fucking head falls off. And he's like, yeah. this is the best, and he just starts calling <laughs> well, the her head. the one I was thinking about is the, with, with the velvet collar where the girls are sleeping over, and they hear something downstairs, and the one girl goes downstairs thump, thump. and comes back up, thump, thump. and she feels... she the other girl reaches out her hand to feel for her friend and feels her velvet collar and she's like oh she's okay but then when she reaches up there's no fucking head oh, oh. no I don't know that one no the, the green ribbon that's not a good one either no. I don't like that one at all <laughs> it's, but I was terrified the green ribbon is another story that has haunted yeah. me from my just childhood just like another image that's like burned yeah. into my retinas but the way yeah. they make her look and she's very she's very sickly looking and pale with long black hair yeah. and she's got these you can kind of she's got like salad fingers man yes. not salad good fingers. Fingers. Oh my. salad fingers <laughs> oh. Steph was just watching some salad fingers no, no. alright so as I said before um, I have a few movies that I want to mention real quick as kind of like things that I remembered as a kid that were strange for whatever reason so my first one is The Peanut Butter Solution <laughs> what is that do you guys remember this movie no it's fucking Does weird. He just eat peanut butter? No, it's basically about a kid who gets scared by a ghost and loses all of his hair. So then, oh. so then the ghost is like, "Well, I'm sorry you lost your hair, but listen, put peanut butter in your head. hair and you yeah. will get, and you'll grow hair." And he's like, "Okay." Goes home, puts peanut butter on his hair, starts growing really long hair. Then a guy kidnaps him because he knows he has really long hair and it keeps <laughs> growing. And he, this guy cuts his hair to make magical paintbrushes. <laughs> oh my god, what? Yes. I do not know this. That's a movie that exists from my childhood that I remember. Oh man. Um, John mentioned this, uh, Adventures of Mark Twain, the claymation thing with Satan is still- That shit is creepy. Burned into my brain. Um, it's like a whole like claymation thing. I think it's the same people who did um, California Raisins, but the Satan part in particular is just fucking super dark, especially for kids. I don't know where the fuck they got off doing that. Um, Ghost Story was another thing from my childhood that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently made Steph watch it. Yeah, she, it's, it's good. It, that's a movie that absolutely holds up no matter if you yeah. saw it as a kid or not. It's fucking great. Um, we mentioned Labyrinth, The Fireys, The Helping Hands, The Cleaners. We did an episode on it. I mean, it, yeah. the movie's go just back, the best. Go back and listen to that episode. Um, Willow is another oh, movie that oh freaked me out. Yes. Especially the fucking scene with Val Kilmer when he turns into a pig. Strange. Um, legend. Almost we, like foreshadowing his real life. We, uh, um, <laughs> Chicky Ring! <laughs> the legend, yeah. The legend t- we talked about, Judge Doom we talked about. Um, Sword in the Stone, another Disney movie. The cartoon, right? Um, yeah, yeah, that's from like the 60s. Uh, Madame Mim at the end when she transforms into all the creatures like the dragon, the crocodile, and shit like that. That used to fucking terrify me. Uh, another Disney movie, Dragon Slayer, with um, the guy who plays Janosch. Mm-hmm. Uh, live action. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, something about that, especially in the beginning, they tie a girl to the stake and her wrists and her ankles are bleeding, and then a dragon comes out and fucking just burns the shit out of her. And 
the dragon in that's awesome. The the stop motion and stuff like that, and the actual special effects is great. Playing off of that, Clash of the Titans, all the special effects in mm-hmm. that, uh, Calibos. Uh, another Disney movie, The Black Cauldron. Did you guys see that as yep. a kid? I, I read that. the books with uh, the Horned King. Um, Melissa, I thought this was going to be on your list, but it wasn't. The Worst Witch. Did you see that movie when you were a kid? I don't know. Feruza I don't, I don't know that either. Feruza Balk. It's basically like Harry Potter, but it's like a witchcraft academy, and Tim Curry's in it. Oh, wow. But along, along that same line, there was an Olsen twins movie when I was a kid where it's like, I think it's like Double Trouble. I forget what it's called. Sounds familiar. But the one evil witch aunt traps the other one in a mirror and like if it's dark out then she can get you or whatever that was fucking scary what and they had a little midget friend i thought you were scared of the witches growing up too the witches no but you I know was. what the ghostbusters animated um the real ghostbusters yeah was terrifying That's whenever they had the boogeyman <laughs> on you can get that on blu-ray right now when they had the boogeyman buy. on I couldn't handle the it. The Boogeyman is fucking awesome, <laughs> I would get awesome, so dude. scared. He was, like the, he was almost dude. like the Domino Demon. You can watch, it on, Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix as well. Jesse, did you say Blu-ray? Yeah, you can <laughs> on Blu-ray. Yeah. Blu-ray? Yeah. Okay. Blu-ray. I, was in, yeah. I was in Best no. Buy and I saw it there and I was like, oh my goodness, should I get this? And I had it in my hands and it was yeah. $60. So I was like, uh, the Boogeyman episodes in particular are so amazing. Scary. There's, there, there's two of them. Because he knows and what they, your fears are and then that brings them out. really, really creepy. And the real Ghostbusters, I loved it because like, so what, did you imagine a prolapse rectum every time you call? <laughs> oh, Rosebud. No. She's like Rosebud. When I was a kid, oh. I didn't know about these things. <laughs> Daddy told me about the Rosebud! Uh, and two more things real quick. Uh, Watership Down, which we, me and uh, Melissa talked about. I actually never saw, but people yeah. were mentioning it because they knew we were going to talk about like our... Um, are like scariest like holy shit that and movie. that trailer looks fucking creepy as shit so I've now i want to watch it, it. Either, yeah. it's from 1978 yeah um, it's about like a rabbit and it it's rated but, it's like you in the because it was it was british which mm. is like basically their g but like everybody's getting killed yeah. yeah everyone's getting killed eaten by things buried alive and like talking about i like, want to watch that to and another thing i want to rewatch rabbits. but for whatever reason this last movie like i thought it was like a, made a lot later than it actually was the brave little toaster was from 1988 oh, yeah. Yeah. i thought that was from like the I mid-90s though oh no i thought it was like early 80s i had no yeah. idea why i thought it was much I mean, later they, they had a bunch of fucking um I vague- sequels. They had a bunch of sequels. I saw that movie and I do vaguely remember like the clown part of it that was yeah. like freaky, but I don't remember it 100 percent to like. I talk don't about. know how. Like, how did they make an air conditioner frightening? Because like oh, that was it, like one of the villains. Yes, and it's like. So and, I really want to. I really want to go back and I want to revisit and I want to watch the Brave Little Toaster again and yeah. I want to see this Watership Down. And then I'm going to close this out with my most saddest childhood moment. It's on our text. No. Okay, what is no. it? This beats out Artex. This is the first time I cried as a child and sobbed and I told my mom <laughs> and I asked my mom, why did you take me into the movie theater to see oh this? Oh god, oh god, I know what it is. What? Uh, the Lamb Before Time? The Lamb Before Time. Lamb Before Time. Oh my god, what is the mom dies. Sharp tooth is yeah. a fucking Oh my uh, god, I saw it in the theater. I died inside. Too. I died it was inside. So sad. I saw it in the theater, yeah. And, and then the other dinosaurs come and start eating her ass meat and Littlefoot's like, I guess I have to leave because my mom's ass meat's getting And then he meets Petrie and Ducky. Yeah. Oh my god. Didn't uh, it is was saddest. it McDonald's that had Land Before no, Time no. toys? When, no, it was Pizza Hut. When I left the Pizza mo- Hut, yeah, it was Pizza Hut. When I left that I movie theater, no, was it? We Pizza all did. No, it was Pizza Hut. He's it was you're Pizza right. Hut. When I left that movie theater, I was officially a goth kid. Yeah, because I had so I, I, I had that felt movie lost was for the first deep. time. Oh man! Like I, my grandma died the day before I saw that movie. Oh no! I was still more upset about Littlefoot's mom dying. 
<laughs> and Littlefoot's parents show up to like in the cloud, and he's like chasing yeah. him. Oh my god! Uh, was so there a tar sad. pit in the movie or something? Tar like that? pit. Yeah, yeah there was that's, that what, that's what they pushed Sharptooth into. Yeah. The, um, they made like ten of those movies. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. never saw anything Jesus. but the first one. Million. I wonder what happened to those toys. And that's also oh. they like the finger. Yep, the they're finger? the rubber plastic. Play off what we talked about. Just what we talked. Play off what we talked about earlier. The same guy's company who made Secret of Nim. Made the land before yeah, time. I, I yeah. know the name, but made I can't think of it. What is it? American oh. Tale. Uh huh. Made oh, Five Goes, Five Goes West. West. That shit. Uh, who the fuck? I well, don't talk about Five Goes West. That's a bullshit <gasps> ass movie. That one's amazing. Excuse you. That I, one's amazing. I only talk about the first did, one. American did, did Tale. Did he make also make Oliver and Company? No, that was oh, Disney. That, was, that Disney. was Disney. All right, it's time for trailer trash. <laughs> Something is watching, something unknown, unseen, the watcher in the woods. The watcher in the woods, hiding in places where only fear dwells. That was my daughter's name. What do you think happened to Karen? I think she's still out there. I saw Karen's face again in the chapel, in a coffin. Something is watching, but it no longer stays in hiding. <coughs> Betty Davis, Carol Baker, David McCallum, and Lynn Holly Johnson. Outside there, it's someone else. The Watcher in the Woods from Walt Disney Productions. It is not a fairy tale. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Feature presentation is The Watcher in the Woods from 1980, which was a Patreon pick by Donnie Borschler. Thank you, but no thank you, Donnie. And he just clicked their episode yeah. off. <laughs> Steph's like, I wish we could have taken a pass for this one. <laughs> I mean, like, no, we tried to I warn mean, you. I had never seen it, so I'm glad I, I I'm glad I watched it. She's like, and that's all I'll say. She's like, she's like, well, when she was watching, she's like, Jess, is it an option to pass? And I was like, no, it's already I, paid for. I wish I had just watched the alternate ending, and I would have been that would have been fine. Know, that would have been enough of yeah. all I needed. We will get into that because yes, at the end, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, so it's ready. To we will judge this movie by what it is to the masses first right yes. and then what it could have been and then what it yes. could have been yes uh rated if pg Walt disney had his wife <laughs> budget is unknown and it grossed five million dollars i'll tell you right now they probably did five million dollars worth of reshoots alone so this yeah. movie probably didn't make a goddamn thing mm-hmm. 
To be on TBH. True. Um, the reshoot was also the, the reshoot was the ending, the first ending you saw. I want to so. just take a moment here, and I want to tell Melissa, Melissa, remember those vouchers I gave you when we first started the podcast? Vouchers. You can now exchange <laughs> those vouchers for my respect for, <laughs> for, for doing the goddamn uh, trivia. Oh, you like the bullet oh, points? So yeah, I so, you, should I, I say? I want to say. Okay, usually John does the um, the info doc for me. Yeah. Um, I did it once. But Melissa did it this the time. The early, early yeah. episodes I used to so do. So all, yes, all mistakes yes. in here are Melissa's to win. Yes. So no. Melissa, now you have one Jessa point. When you get five Jessa points, no. you, can, you, punch the face. you can exchange. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why is that what you think of? No, no. I was going to say you can. Last time you can when have, I was right, he was going to punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you get a Starbucks drink of your choice. Except I serve it in a cum cup. And, no. and also, and also, oh, no. he gets your. He makes the uh, the person that works at Starbucks. Spell your name completely wrong. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's not hard. Maliki Like mine. Remember that one? <laughs> what Stif- 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 Lane. Martha. Stif- <laughs> like, what? It was the best episode. She's like, what is your name? And she's like, Stephanie. And the woman was like, she made like a face like, what the fuck? And then Steph got a cup and instead, Stiff Lane. It was one of our trips up to uh, Cape Cod. It was the best. It was so funny. So the whole like trip, I just kept calling. You got like a weird Philadelphia accent. Yo, Stiff Lane. I mean, I usually am pretty clear when I say Stephanie. No one ever knows. I feel like it's a that's not a regional name that should be butchered. That's what I thought too. I was like, Stephanie's like, universally the same like right. people Everyone, like have heard of people it people spell it differently but like it's I always mean, the same phonetically you know? it's yeah. still the it's same it's not yeah. like they're like i'm like tell them my name and they're like okay jaffy okay <laughs> oh martha <laughs> okay calm, calm down guy i mean sometimes they, people saw my name with like an f and an n and a y and i'm like what yeah those Listen, people those people are they look like a hipster so they, they just Stephanie. assume they have the downtardness <laughs> is that what they have yeah all right uh so there's a lot of taglines and if you've For listened, unknown if, reasons if you listened to the previous episode and i was like i couldn't find a tagline because I obviously was having a difficult moment. And I found a billion. Um, okay, ready? <clears throat> Scared of going into the woods? You should be. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Unless I mean, you're afraid of wind. I mean, unless, you're afraid of a, unless you're afraid of a Am squirrel right? that makes a really weird squirrel noise. Or, or ponds. <laughs> no, you, you don't know why you're like scared to go into the woods, though, because it's just wind. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. What can't be explained must be explored. In the last five seconds of the movie, and very <laughs> handsomely, and, and yeah. when we say explore, we mean poorly explain and execute. Exactly. And yeah. Ryan Johnson's writing this down right now. In a year when they didn't want good movies, a masterpiece of suspense. I I no. challenge you to define the word no. masterpiece no, no, in it, a sentence. It should have been in like <laughs> and in, also suspense. Yes. In parentheses, it should have been. It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 maybe? <laughs> Please, guys, give us one. <laughs> something is watching something unknown. Even to me, and I wrote the script. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Allie, who did read the script and is telling everybody. <laughs> and has really flat eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. The most legendary monster of all can be now be seen for the first time. Or not. In not your, at all. In your <laughs> imagination. <laughs> imagination. They didn't show you fucking anything. What if, we sh- what if we showed you an ember that was burning in midair? Would that, would that frighten you? <laughs> or like what a blue flash. A circle. No, no. What I if, want a circle. What if we showed you a girl walking down a hallway with really flat eyebrows <laughs> that, had, if, that had zero arch? What if you touched... A, a window and it gave you a triangle cut like yeah. what would it, I was what, like, what happen that doesn't happen yeah that's not how things break <laughs> no it's not uh let's see as you've never seen it before because it doesn't exist i don't know what that means you haven't seen it because it's not real okay last last uh last one it was just an innocent game 
until a young girl vanished for 30 years. But now you know she comes back at the end. <laughs> I have also, I have uh, the alter. Did you say what the alternate titles were for the movie no. in the beginning? The Bitch Next Door. <laughs> and Bug Eyes McGee. And The Cunt in the Cottage. No. <laughs> the she, old cunt in the no, cottage. No, she always comes out and she's just like, when's someone going to eat my pudding? She doesn't say that. She, she just basically is is resident stink guy. She's like, when's, <laughs> yes. mo- when's someone going to try my pudding? What do you do for work here? She is. I, I mean, that's just her I, face. I give, her, I give people resting bitch face. I was to say, she's the OG resting bitch. She's like, oh, listen, yes. I know not everybody's on board with ricotta cheese and rice Man. pudding, but that's what I got to offer in she's my She's got vacation. Betty Davis eyes. Am I right? <laughs> no, you're not It's right. the worst fucking song ever made. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a stripper anthem, isn't it? Um, is it? I'm like, I can imagine a stripper coming out. She's got Betty Davis eyes. Look at him droop like Jabba the no. underneath the no. kaboot. When they do, no. when she's got Betty Davis eyes, that's when they drop the panties oh, and then you see the balls. brown eye. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, the back of the VHS. <clears throat> I mean, I imagine that Betty Davis is like. Labian clip no, look like her face. Don't she's imagine. She's yeah. a lady. She's don't a think legend. About it. Don't imagine okay. those No, her, her pussy looks like the moon. It's got like <laughs> craters in it and it's completely barren of life. Maybe. And desiccated. <laughs> it's, the moon is desiccated. When a family moves to an English country home, their children encounter something in the woods. Something. something waiting. Something. Watching. Something. A haunting. Something. Riveting science fiction thriller <laughs> no. with an explosive suspense filled ending no thank you back of the vhs oh. for basically telling you the twist in the ending this mm-hmm. movie is the equivalent of fucking yourself in the ass if you were allowed to and you could reach i nothing what? at the end of this movie you don't know anything about what I, happened i will say that it's the progenitor to the last jedi no, no, it's the pro- yeah. I mean, because it is the progenitor to reaching. It is the progenitor to out of left field moments that make you think. The original title for this idiot. was called "The Reach." The Reach. Oh, yeah. The Reach. Well, I just wish I knew what happened in the book. So the new tagline is: "I don't." Something is reaching. Something unknown. Something is reaching. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reach. Scared uh. of going into the woods. It might be a reach. <laughs> Something is reaching for chapstick. It's Tom Skerritt that lives in the woods. What, what can't be explained must be reaching. <laughs> Who lives out in the woods? I have no idea. Tom Skerritt. It was just an innocent game of reaching until the audience wasted their time for two hours. <laughs> oh my God. No, it was just an innocent game until someone paid admission. <laughs> and then it turned into a crime. <laughs> of the senses. So it was directed by John Huff. Lock this man up in jail. What? Lock, oh. Put him on death row. Um, and he directed The Human Race, uh, 2013, The Avengers TV series, American Gothic, 1987, Twins of Evil from 71, The Legend of Hell House from 73. Which is a good movie. Escape to and Return from Witch Mountain, uh, Howling 4, yep. The Original Nightmare, and The Incubus. Um, there's also an uncredited director, Vincent McAvity? He, he, must have did, he must have did the reshoots. Yeah. Um, he did uh, the Star Trek TV series. I mean, Airwolf. We'll talk about it, but that girl that was Karen that was in the reshoots. Oh my God. Oh. She looked was like Corey a, Feldman with like, a wig no, on. No, 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 no. no. You're, <laughs> no getting, you're, you're, you're getting it backwards. The originals was the one with the creature in it. Uh, and the reshoot. The, one, the ending we saw yeah. was the reshoot. Was the reshoot. With the, we with saw the, the reshoot. With the very attractive Steph just, million yes. dollar and, reshoot. In the alternate ending, Steph just kept saying, that's a man. That's a man. Karen's a man. That's a man. No, I was 
was like, I was like, that's a wig. That is a wig. And I understand why they're not letting her speak. Certainly yeah. a wig. She's yes. probably like this. Hi, what's yeah, up? Yeah, it, it doesn't matter what version you watch. She does not speak. Yeah. I was trapped in the pyramid for 30 years. <laughs> reaching <laughs> with yes. a blindfold on. Yes. Because no, she, she was reaching a lot. She was stuck. Whole movie I, mean, you could, she, I mean, even, uh, I mean, you could have taken that blindfold off. It's, there was nothing I stopping not. you in that pyramid. No, the, the blindfold was to clean up your bukkake afterwards. Oh, is it's that, convenience is for that the male. Yeah. yeah. So when you're like, Ugh! so she doesn't Linda Blair over to the bathroom. The, I'm asking you just wipe. Uh, music by Stanley Myers, and he was the composer on The Witches, The Deer Hunter, Jarhead, Schizo, The Incubus, and Heart of Darkness. Witches of England! You're disgraced! <laughs> <laughs> I curse you! <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie! Um, excuse me, is this the, is this is the this convention? Is this the margarine? Is this the convention for starting some things with the children? <laughs> Come on! This way! I love margarine! E- um, are we gonna have soup afterwards? I heard there was some good soup. I really do hate margarine. <laughs> a writer. Um, it was based on the novel by Florence Ingle Randall, and uh, I guess the screenplay was written by Brian Clemens. He worked on the Avengers, Highlander Two, The Quickening. Oh my God, guys! <laughs> Captain, I didn't know it existed, <laughs> and it is the best. What the Quickening? Yes. <laughs> I, I I can honestly the, the say the Quickening is when I get hard, and then immediately I get pre cum. The Quickening. <laughs> No, the quickening for me is when I go up to the bedroom at night and have sex with Steph, and I come in three seconds, and she gets so annoyed with me because I come inside. Five hundred years in the future, Duncan McCloud is on his own, but he can call Sean Connery whenever no. he wants. <laughs> Because there's an ozone problem. Steph gets so mad when I do the quickening. She's like, "God damn it! I was asleep. Now I have to get up and wipe, let it drip into the toilet." And, I'm like, and, and what I'm, about me? And I'm like, and I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sound asleep like a little babe. I look like the baby in Willow. <laughs> oh my I'm like, never been more peaceful. <laughs> and she's like, uh, you haven't even hit my first base. No, and she's doing exorcist to the bathroom. I just want to see her like, not like actually crawl on the floor but like go up the side of the wall onto the no, ceiling and down into I mean, the bathroom I basically like when I do when I do the quickening I basically turn it turns into Gerald's game where I collapse on top of her but I'm asleep and then she has to get off of me and then go to the bathroom <laughs> oh cinematography cinematography <laughs> cinematography cinematiques listen I don't know uh, words but he did something with the camera angles I was told cinematography by Alan Hume he worked on Star Wars Episode six, Return of the Jedi, Fur Eyes Only, and Octopussy. Mmm, sexy. And finally, special effects by John Richardson. He worked on Starship Troopers, Aliens, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part Two. Sounds good. Yeah. Cast Betty Davis as Mrs. Aylwood. She seems like a bitch in She's general. A, she is a. She, um, to me, what? she seems like one of those old school actresses that basically thinks her shit don't stink. I mean, yes. And she thinks she's above any other actress that tries to come in the room. Like, yes. I, will, I will talk about that. Like, yes. she has like this. She feels like she has like a lineage yes. that supersedes. This is all true. Like, she was born into being an actress. This is all when true. When in reality. She's you, Hollywood royalty. Like, when in reality, I don't give a shit if fucking Madonna. Like, dropped your name in a song? You're bullshit. My God. She did, in Vogue. Yes. And there um, was Betty Davis eyes. Yeah, and that's on, too. As we spoke. 
so she was in All About Eve, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, uh, Jezebel, Dangerous, and Return from Witch Mountain. What is that? What is that movie about? Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? It is about a washed-up Hollywood actress who's basically like a Shirley Temple who lives with her sister Joan Crawford, and she's fucking evil and tortures her sister and throws her down the stairs and tries to poison her and it's crazy yeah i mean that's the reason i don't like like when movies first started like just real quick when movies first started a history were, on no 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 but, but they were no no, 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 no this is just a thing okay. they were very they were an expensive endeavor correct right. so it's like you wouldn't have like there was no such thing as indie movies like per se at that time yes. until like roger corman kind of stepped in and i'm sure there's people before him but like they were this a very expensive thing so when they got actors and actresses they walked up they walked in to shoot with their noses up because they were just like buggers in it yeah and they thought they were the shit they thought mm. they were fucking royalty mm. when i tell you right now you're not Come down to my level and smell the poopy <laughs> okay. on the floor. And they made that movie, The Feud, or the show, The Feud, Family about Feud? that movie. Yeah, Family Feud's a good show. I like no, that no, one. That's on yeah. FX. Oh my God. That's cool. With, about Betty Davis and I mean, Jake Covert. I don't, I don't care for Steve Harvey's great. Family Feud, but... Like, it is an amazing movie. I think everyone that enjoys horror should see that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I'll have to watch it. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yep. See it. Melissa, sometimes she just surprises me with things, you know? Why? So I'm going to give you another Jessup point. So you're getting closer to that latte Yay, for this episode. on me. <laughs> Three more episodes. Uh, okay, let's see. What, who else? I oh, mean, uh, Streisand should also get me like another one. That was a point. That was I definitely mean, a listen, point. That's before I was distributing the points. Okay. So it doesn't count. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a point system. <laughs> Not for you, John. Only for Melissa. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see how it is. Uh, Lynn Holly Johnson Do less than has... people expect less from you. And then when you do something, you exactly. get oh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> that's basically my motto. That's basically my life. <laughs> Lynn Holly Johnson as Jan Curtis. Um, she was in For Your Eyes Only, Ice Castles, and Where the Boys Are. Gee. Ice Castles. And who a let the movie dogs out? about a blind ice skater <laughs> because is, she was a professional on, ice is that, skater. Is that huh? is that Kelly from Nine Hundred Two One She. Jesse, we we're watching. He just kept saying she looks like Kelly from. She looks like Kelly from Nine Two One. Not the same Kelly. person. No, it's not. But it no, looks like not. her. Yeah. It, I put a picture of them next to each other. I was like, this could you're be talk, the same you, person. You were trying to put up a like Jenny Garth. Right? You're, you're trying to look at yeah, the, the forehead Garth, yeah. length, and you were trying to. Mm-hmm. Well, she's she, got. She the, does kind of look like. She's got gerbil teeth still. Yeah, like or she's always like this. And she's not a good actress. <laughs> no, no, she is flat faced. Every time she tries to emote, it's like she just yells her lines. It's I like mean, if someone yeah. put like a piece of American cheese on a blackboard and told me that was an actor. That's what she is. <laughs> yeah, she's also screaming in a lot of scenes. Yeah. When there's like, why there's are you no yelling? Reason. I mean, we're quote, having a conversation, quote unquote, screaming. Yeah, yeah. It's really just talking loudly is what she does. I mean, her little sister was a better actress. Yeah, but even she was Whoa. like, I mean, like when you have flat eyebrows that are so flat, there's no yeah. arch. Like, I don't even know what your emotions oh, are. Oh, she has an arch time. now. Like in her back, because she's taking Is it. Is her name Kylie? Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Richards as Ellie Curtis. I, was, I wasn't sure if it was Kylie or Kyle. Um, she was in uh, Halloween. And the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The that first? is what I have seen her on. <laughs> and her sister. How old is she is now? God. The blonde girl from um, Escape to Witch Mountain. Oh. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen that movie since I was yeah. like probably eight, so yeah. I don't even remember it. Yeah, I don't know those movies at all. Escape to Witch think. Mountain. And Return yeah. from Witch Mountain. And then the one yet. with the rock in it. What's that? I don't know. He's in. He's in the Witch Mountain movie, oh. like the new one that they oh, just made. Oh, one? really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm totally the, rock is in, that. the Rock is in fucking everything. Everything, right? Everything. He's a, he's monopolizing everything. They're making a movie of my of my life right now, and, and the he's Rock's gonna, gonna be and you. He, and he's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah. 
The Rock um, is Jessup. I mean, he's really tan compared and to And it's you, basically though. And just, John Cena will be John. It's the, <laughs> it's the Rock, and he's trying to bury porn in the woods. Wait, who's going to play me? I don't know. Oh, okay. I I'm probably. Just, J- Jamie Lee said, Curtis. No, she's oh, like, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, well, except that she's like 30 years old. Younger. Younger. He'll CGI it. It doesn't um, matter. And finally, Carol Baker. Oh, no, the chick Wait, who played Elizabeth. Who was Carol Baker? It doesn't say who she played. Oh, you fucked that up, Melissa. I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> I deduct a point. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't. Was um, that the mom, probably? I don't know. She was probably the she mom. She was in Kindergarten Cop, The Game, The Greatest Story Ever Told, and I'm how, assuming how that's the, the West mom. was won. Listen, I didn't she know. She did look really familiar I didn't to me, know any yeah. of these fucking people, so none of this matters to me anyway. <laughs> Flush it. Formats. VHS released in 1981 by Walt Disney Entertainment. I would. I mean, as much as this movie's a pile of stinking crap, I would like to have that VHS because it's got that classic black diamond that people strive to get that's worth like $2,000. Oh. Psych! You're stupid and you paid that much for it. You're dumb. <laughs> DVD released in 2002 by Anchor Bay and 2004 uh, re-released by Disney. Blu-ray... Blu-ray. Blue balls. Oh blue balls. Blu-ray, no region, uh, no region A blue, blue-ray. I almost said blue balls. Holy uh, fuck. I, I didn't Steph. do this. You're, you're reading it too, John. I'm looking at you because you're like using my terminology. And digital, mm-hmm. you can watch it on YouTubes. I mean, it's a I shitty used copy. a template from your Elvira to make sure it was perfect. Perfect. Perfecto. At the same time, not perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's a facsimile. But just at the same it's, time, it's an imitation, like volatilely flaw- flawed. This is this yeah. is like this is like the thing. It's like an imitation. It's not quite. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw the computer. <laughs> the simulation. It like had Melissa's like uh, fucking the, the simulation of the imitation. Yeah. And then it had John's like trivia, and then yeah. they coalesced, and it was like incorrect. <laughs> Melissa trivia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ever, ever. Melissa's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flake myself. <laughs> I mean, I never have to do this again, so it's fine. No, no, I said you're doing it for the rest. No, of the it's, time. it's done now. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So trivia. It's done now. Um, like, I can see where this is going, and you guys are gonna make a thing of this every fucking time. So shant the fucking there. <laughs> Station. Angelica Houston plays Mrs. Aylwood in uh, the film's remake, The Watcher in the Woods, 2017, which was directed by Melissa Joan Hart. And you don't need to watch well, that ever. Carissa because guess what? If the first movie's not watchable, the fucking remake's certainly not. We watched a trailer for it. Remember, we were yeah. like, eh. I didn't know Melissa Joan Hart directed And I kept thinking, yep. like, her and her mom. All I kept thinking was, who's this meatball wearing a black wig that no. keeps talking? Oh, that's fucking Angelica Houston? No, stop it. The Anchor Bay DVD release she's was... Got, she's got that turkey gullet. <laughs> she's an older lady. She's got like a tofurkey that oh. hangs off of her neck. The Anchor Bay DVD vegans. release was originally going to be a two-disc set with both the famous original 100-minute cut that test audiences saw. Uh, Anchor Bay found the footage that was thought destroyed and was going to re-edit it as close as possible to the preview version and the theatrical 84-minute 84, 84 cut. Unfortunately, Disney Disney did not allow Anchor Bay to have the original cut and only let them use the two alternate no, endings, because, which now appear on the DVD. Because Disney was working on The Last Jedi. That's why. Yeah. It didn't happen. Is that why? Yeah. Because they were, they were already reaching with that. <laughs> they couldn't reach twice. It just it would have been this, too much. I feel like this lends credit to your criticisms of The Last Jedi of studio meddling. <laughs> yeah. We focus tested the shit out of this, and if Luke Skywalker doesn't project himself at the end, we're out! Okay, when we're done, when you're done with your trivia, I have some trivia, and okay. it's going to fucking solidify how fucking stupid Disney is. Okay. Mm. I'll let you know when I'm done. Okay. 
Um, in the Anchor Bay DVD commentary, uh, the director states that Betty Davis wanted to play both Mrs. Aylwood and, in the present and 30 years ago. The crew shot scenes with her wearing makeup to appear younger, but she was clearly older than the character the script called for. After the cast and crew saw the dailies, uh, the director told Davi- Davis in private that the scene just didn't work. No one would believe her as a woman in her 40s. No kidding. She's like 80 years old. Um, to her credit, Davis looked uh, Huff in the eye and said, you're goddamn right. Yeah, because she's got a fucking blowout in this whole movie. <laughs> Looks like someone, flat ironed oh her, I, like someone flat ironed her hair and was like, how close can I get her hair to? Hey. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> because that's what I'm striving for. Just and, they just, fire. and they just kept having a piece, like a strand of hay dude, next to her dude, hair. Just a slight, the slightest spark would have mm-hmm. sent her a flam. Anything. <laughs> like, anything, dude. <laughs> like a, a flam should have been like a fucking, like a flan. Like a straight up. Oh, flan. Jesse, she was burnt. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say she was burnt because she was old, but like in old person regards she was scorched (laughs) Um, Betty Davis she was like baby back ribs that had been like four hours overdone on the grill and then you pull them out I'm like whoa did you put any fucking sauce in that that's fucking dry (laughs) and you're trying to eat it and just like eating sand ribs it's not good (laughs) Betty Davis like a piece of ribs that fell in someone's sandbox like a a fucking like a playpen (laughs) so crunchy (laughs) why is there meat on this or just sand no it's Betty Ribs that's Betty Davis ribs Betty Betty Ribs Betty Ribs (laughs) come out of Chili's we got them Betty Davis ribs I want them Betty Betty Ribs Betty Ribs Betty Ribs no one can talk all of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue sauce, Betty. Betty Davis reportedly hated making this film. She thought her young because she's co- a bitch. She thought her young co-star Lynn Holly Johnson was a lousy actress. I told them when I started this movie that I didn't have a limit to how many undergarments they were supposed to supply, and they just gave me two boxes. And they know I'd be Hershey squirting twenty four seven. I need at least four boxes of undergarments, and they expected me to pay for them. Shanta the nah. I told them. I told the director every day. Shanta the nah. You see these brown stains? Shanta the nah. And he just kept saying, you can get two days, you can get two days worth out of an underground. And I said, no way. And it was trickling down my thigh every scene. Meanwhile, oh meanwhile Gunnar Hansen's like, I wore the same damn outfit and Texas Chainsaw Master Control. You could stand it up right when you took it off, man. What I ended up having to do was I put Ziploc bags, I taped them around my ankles, and they would just catch the runoff. And I called them the gravy stacks. And they were like little ankle socks full of shit. I don't think that would work. <laughs> okay. It wouldn't work. <laughs> you keep going with people, that. People are always like, why are you walking around with your goddamn, with that beef broth on your raggles? And I was like, beef broth. I was like, that, oh, come I'll, on, dude. And I would say, that's Betty broth. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? That's the marinades. Uh, you want some on your Salisbury? That's, 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 that's the, the marinated dry rub. Because <laughs> stuff just goes through me, I'll tell you. Like, through me. My body doesn't know how to digest anymore. I'm 85. That's <laughs> basically Donald Pleasant's on the Diddy Moore diet. I edit, I, when I eat a piece of broccoli, my body doesn't absorb anything. It just liquefies it. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Davis was often heard to remark how much I wish better- I had a solid stool, but I just splat nowadays is what I call it. Splat. <laughs> how much better Diane Lane would have been in the role? She would have. I love mm-hmm. Diane Lane. Uh, many filming locations seen in this movie had previously been utilized in Robert Wise's earlier horror movie, The Haunting, from 1963. That's a classic bit of information that no one cares about. Yeah, well, I'm glad I included it for you. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, that's not a that's not a knock at you, Melissa. Oh, it's a knock because you're a treasure. Producer Tom I'd Leach take away the next point. pitched the project to Disney ex- executive Ron Miller, stating that. 
this could be our exorcist. Oh, reach. Reach. Reach is over there. Reach. Reach. A pulling reach. It's over here. And there is a reach. Who the fuck? Who, who, why? Why did you think this could be your no, next exorcist? They never. Did. Never. No. Even with the original ending. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, my God. Shut up. I'm so upset that they didn't keep that. Original ending. Shen. Did they even yeah. watch The Exorcist? No, because clearly that's they not even in the, in the same way. I don't mail. think I mean, this listen. movie holds up to your mother sucks cocks in hell. No way. Not even fucking way. No. No. Not even not way. Even no. Not even no. What, like Curtin way? Or like way? <laughs> I mean nothing, dude. Yeah. All I could say is no. That's me doing Joey, but saying Mm-mm. whoa instead of no. No, it's really bad. No, instead of whoa. Yeah. And finally, for I mean, my you know, trivia. You, I mean, you got it. That was a reach, like this movie. It was. And as you can see, when I'm when I'm talking about this movie, I'm gonna be reaching just as hard as this movie's trying to reach and tell me something. I'm gonna reach and make fun of it. Yeah. So you'll see when I when we get into it, <laughs> you'll fucking feel it. After critical backlash during the film's limited theatrical run in New York in April 1980, the film was pulled from theaters and reshoots of its ending began without director Huff. Due to the 1980 actor strike, Davis was unable to return to England to film reshoots. So her additional footage was shot in California. The film had a total of three different endings. Fucking crazy. And it cost yeah. them a million dollars just to reshoot it. I mean, so we don't know what the budget was to begin with. I mean, I can I don't know. I can't even speculate what it would have costed. You don't your trivs? That's my trivs. I got some trivs here for you guys. Okay. Um so trivs. I mean, this is accurate. Mm-hmm. No, it isn't. So Walt oh. Disney on his deathbed, he <laughs> Oh, no. Yo, he revealed that. Yo, he revealed. Yo, he revealed. Yo. Exactly. Okay, like guys, you're going to shut up and let we, me talk? Are we from Philly or what? what? Yo. Yo. He revealed that all the Disney movies were supposed to be a lot darker than they originally end up to be. Like and, every single and one? And the marketing team twisted them to make them into children's movies, such as, and I quote, what if we had a princess that needed to lose her virginity to seven midgets? No. What if we had this princess that was into bestiality? What if every time a puppet got that horny, wasn't even made he until the 90s. popped wood? Why don't we do a movie with the perspective of a Ringling Brothers elephant? No. How about we do a movie about stray dogs fucking? How about we cast Robin Williams in a fucking goddamn also movie? Also, wasn't Stop. even alive. Okay. <laughs> no, he was in Aladdin. This was his head um, in a jar. No, mm. listen. No, seriously. So Disney was like, there was, there's this, there's this part of the um, late 70s, early 80s, and into the 90s called the Disney Dark Ages. And basically what it is, is it's when Disney wasn't making money off of their movies anymore mm-hmm. like they were losing money left and right left and right so that what they tried to do was they tried to like start branching out into doing other things and these are some of the movies they made in this time period something wicked this way comes yep. which was 1983 when you watch that movie that movie has the same exact fucking problems that this movie has mm-hmm. where it probably would have been an amazing movie had they let the writer do his movie but then again they did the same thing that they did with this movie they did they spent five million dollars on this movie in reshoots in uh something wicked this way comes they wow. changed a bunch of shit yeah the black cauldron was another movie they did that they switched a bunch of stuff around because they wanted to make dark movies but then every time they tested them they didn't do well. The people they tested were saying it was too dark. It was too dark. Yeah, you're trying to do a dark movie. Yeah. There's this crazy-ass fucking movie from 1979 called The Black Hole. Have you guys ever seen this no. movie? It's a Disney movie with Ernest Borgnine and Anthony Perkins. What? And it's like an intergalactic like Star Wars rip movie, uh, but 
Anthony Perkins is also the father of the guy who did The Black Coat's Daughter. That's yeah, pretty cool. The director of The um, Black Coat's Daughter, Oz Perkins. Return to Oz was done at this time. Yeah. And so this guy who ended up leaving uh, Disney, his name was Don Bluth. Yeah, Don Bluth. He's the one who made... I could not think of his fucking name, but he made all those cartoons. And he made... He, he was basically getting sick and tired of like Disney saying they wanted to do something, but not sticking by their guns and then switching everything at the last minute. So he went off and did his own, made his own company, did his own movies, and he's the one that did Secret of Nim, American Tale, Land, Land Before Time, All yeah. Dogs Go to Heaven. Some would say Disney's still doing that to this very day. <laughs> Dragon's Lair he did, too. Mm-hmm. I was so going to say cool. Dragon's Lair is what I know that name from. Um, and then I don't really know whatever happened to Don Bluth. Like, his company just, like, dissolved, I guess, yeah. after a matter of time. But, like, there was a time where Disney was trying to, like just capture something there like different mm-hmm. to much like they're doing and today will not mm-hmm. last forever <laughs> and as we all know like uh, walt disney was in his grave and he's like we need to get the rights to star wars because it's gonna be great and i got this idea for luke where he projects his mind across the universe and then he turns into a cloak and then also <laughs> i got this idea for this guy that wears his his pants above his nipples and then he was like, "Did you see the Kylo Ren challenge? Did you see? Did you see the Photoshop of a Krang in his stomach? It is the best. No, I haven't seen it at all. It fits. It fits so well. If any makes sense, I mean, he could be a fucking Shredder figure, actually, not Krang, but Shredder. I buy it. Do you know who? Oh, by the way, this is a fucking. This is totally something totally different. Do you know? I just found this out. Do you know who did the voice of fucking Shredder in the cartoons for Ninja Wasn't Turtles? Was it James Joel Jones? No." But close. Or, no, oh, the guy from fucking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes, the dad. Uncle Phil. The what? Dad. Uncle, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil did the voice yeah. of Shredder. Uncle Phil. Yeah. yeah. It's the same because he's does now. I was fucking, yeah. my mind was blown because I had like yeah. this video of all the guys from Ninja Turtles doing the voice. I was like, I was taking a shit too and I almost like fell off the toilet as I was being <laughs> wiped. You almost shit yourself. And I was like, yeah. And you were like, Steph, clean us up. Oh, yeah. I almost did like a mousetrap. It's like when you're pooping and you sit up and it slaps down on the no. turd. I almost pulled the mousetrap no. on my turd. You never mousetrapped it? No. Uh. What the fuck? I think you just made that no, up. No. Well, sometimes when you like you, you, you're pooping and you look over and there's no more toilet paper so you'd like do a waddle to try to go over to get more toilet paper and you and you mousetrap it and it snaps it, the poop breaks and it's no. not like a full burn it's no. not a full turn. Oh, no. it's the worst because yes. like you're wiping endlessly to get the mousetrap clean <laughs> oh my god the look of confusion on Melissa's face oh. <laughs> what? I mean, See, Melissa don't believe anything listen, he says I don't live in a perfect world like you guys do where there's always an endless Living supply of toilet paper when you live with Steph, she loves to li- leave one ply left on the toilet paper so you can change it. That is well, I mean, her obsession. I feel like you poop more, so you should be more aware of what's Why going on in the toilet more? paper. I'm you always like, talk about I, it. Once a day, I poop naked. That's it. <laughs> There's no nothing else different. Steph poops once a day too, but I never see her poop. I never I mean, once. I, hopefully, I've never I poop once, once a day. seen Steph poop. You never seen it. I you never seen it. Ever see that? No. Every time she's in the bathroom, I go to the crack <laughs> of the door and I go, oh, I can see you. <gasps> <gasps> And she's like, no, get away. Turn on the iPad so you can't hear. <laughs> Pureness. Pureness. Oh, my God. Can we get into this movie now? Yes, Finally. we can. Okay, the movie starts. Walt Disney Productions presents Betty Davis's Big Brown Beaver. And then it starts to roll. Winona had a big brown beaver and she held him up in the air. Now this particular type of vagina is semi-aquatic. And what that means is it can survive kind of in the water, kind of on land. But it's always going to look desiccated. Like an amphibian? 
Like a um, <laughs> like a dried out salamander. No, like a, what are they talking about? Platypus. No. Like if I had to imagine what her pussy looks like, it's a it's a pussy equivalent of a platypus. Mm. Betty Davis. There are marsupials though. Don't which ruin is very platypus. Look at a platypus's face. They're and, the and best. Tell me it's not judging you. <laughs> I mean, it is. It huh? isn't. Huh? Brown and judging. <laughs> it is not. I mean, I would be hard pressed. Platypuses are very thought, pure. I always, I always thought the owl was the most judgy of all. Oh, the, yeah, all yeah. The, Animals. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you on that, but at the same time, the platypus just thinks it's like unique. It, it is lo- unique. It but walks- the owl looks at you in a scene every time that you've no, masturbated. The platypus <laughs> is but, pure, and it doesn't even know its own. But also, what does the platypus even eat? We know that fucking owls eat like mice, and they go. <laughs> so, like, they might think they're high above you. You know what it, the platypus it- doesn't eat, Jesse? Don't eat that ass. I mean, because he got that dumb bill. How are you gonna eat that ass? <laughs> I would like to eat the ass, but like for the step bills, my fucking fucking lay eggs I, fucking weird they're an that enigma they're the best i mean they can't even rub one out because they got webbed hands so they're like i can't rub it out i can't eat it what am i supposed to do <laughs> and they just gyrate on logs and they fall into the water yeah <laughs> really what's happening thank here thank you for yeah. watching the woods aka planet earth too <laughs> watch the platypus as well, it gyrates maybe, on the log maybe it's really a platypus in the woods I watching mean, the whole time it could be anything you it want to be anything. it could be anything you want to imagine because right, because we never find out like the, the weird et vision right off the bat of somebody just like someone walk around in the i thought it was woods. predator vision because there was like a lot also of ferns yeah. a lot of ferns in this woods as you will find out my rendition it's tom scarrett <laughs> he's in the he's in the woods because his dry lips are just looking for moisture exactly <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get into it john yeah. <laughs> so then what? basically so, that basically that i mean just so you know up front that's where i'm going with this storyline <laughs> so a car a car drives up and uh arrives at downton abbey mm-hmm. right because this oh yeah a, a, a real estate agent with jan's family and jan is the main character british countryside house mm-hmm. the dad looks like steve Irwin, crocodile hunter what was the, what was the rent again a, a thousand, thousand a, month, a thousand a month and they thought it was going to be a, a thousand, thousand a week, week. Fully furnished. And he's also. like, how is this even possible in Fishtown? I don't understand. <laughs> I, heard, I heard this area is getting gentrified. They're like, well, be- we haven't told you yet, but there's this creeper out in the woods, Tom Skirt, and his his fucking lips are thirsty. <laughs> so thirsty. And there's an old lady that lives next door. Also. Yeah. Your landlord. And she has to make sure she likes you before you can move um, in. There's this lady that lives next door. She may show up in your bay window. J. Arthurin, just so you know. And if you see that, just look away. Pretend you don't see her. Just finish your Earl Grey tea. Because sometimes when older people live alone, they get a little bit unusual. Mm. Uh-huh. And when I say unusual, I mean they go, Yeah. And then we get the wind from phenomena. Mm-hmm. No, that's just no. That's that's Betty Davis slow releasing a quef from like her apartment. It's just like and like I held that in for thirty Probably. years. She's like, you finally showed up, and I just let loose the Sahara Desert from my vagina. Do you you taste the sand grit? And, and and the real estate agent's like, that means she likes you. She's like, ah, the air around here is real gritty, and she's like, no, that's Betty Davis's pussy skin particles that you're tasting, like <laughs> diamonds in your mouth, what? cutting up your lungs like. Cool cigarettes because like they asbestos. got the like because they yeah. got the insulation in the cool cigarettes. I like how Betty Dave when Betty Davis and Jan like see each other and they lock eyes and they basically <laughs> fucking staring. It's so weird. It's fucking the strangest. And she just like tries to smile it away. She's like, okay, old lady, it's okay. Um, and then uh, but did we say like when the daughter says maybe there's a ghost? Right. They, oh, they, there's a joke. Right? Wonder, why is it so cheap? She wonders why it's so cheap, and the daughter's like, maybe there's a ghost, and then it cuts to the, the realtor. Real the realtor's like. Mm. 
Mm. And basically, she was looking that way because she could see Betty Davis was, <laughs> yeah. had used up the rest of her undergarments yeah. <laughs> and there was drippage. No, they were looking at the script and you're like, mm, and Betty Davis was pissed until she saw that blonde bitch. And then she was like, all I mean, right, I guess she can move in my house. Of course, yeah. Betty Davis so, was pissed. She had chipped beef running down her leg. Ellie and Jan go upstairs and they, they pick out rooms and Ellie wants a view of the woods. And Jan goes to her window and touches it. And at the same time, she sees a blue glow. In the, woods. in the woods. In the woods. And then a triangle appears in her fucking window. And, and covering. It, and it and cuts, cuts her, her finger somehow. doesn't even make any sense. And no, it, it, a red light goes on her fingertip oh, like right. E.T. touched yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. It doesn't make any sense. No. And her mom comes upstairs and is like, oh, no. And then they leave. And her mom's like basically, oh, I'm a mom, I guess. I guess this isn't going to happen. Yeah. And I guess she writes children's books. And, and the, the dad a- is an opera writer, but I guess not the kind that the realtor thought. Something. Whatever. Right. Then, well, because he was playing some like jazzy kind of music and she was totally like, I got offended a light, by this. A light touch does, at night. Does yeah. Betty Davis like walk inside the house as they're yeah. there? She, this is yeah. when she confronts, uh, she confronts her. And Betty Davis's teeth look like she was brushing with like a, like her toothbrush was <laughs> broccoli and she was putting <laughs> smashed peas on it. Her teeth are just like the grittiest green fucking slather of shit you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, Every time she talks, I'm like, oh my God. They'd, like nowadays you would never even see an old person. When old people are in movies now, they have perfect Teeth. Everyone has perfect white teeth. Yeah. Fucking oh, they, have, they have somebody go back and post and they just put white out. I love over, uh, old movies scenes. when they're just like shanted the net. You got your fucking OG dentures in your mouth. It doesn't even have to be that old. Like even in the 80s, people had fucked up teeth. In like movies. fucked up, like snaggle yeah. teeth yes. and shit. Like they were rocking their Benjamin Franklin <laughs> wooden teeth. Like they were just putting wood varnish on that shit. They didn't care. Oh, uh, yeah. So she like goes up to Jan and she's like, what sort of person are you? She's like, oh. are you kind and sensitive? Is your beaver eager? <laughs> oh, no. Are you sensitive? Have do you, you sense things? I she's mean, like, how many times a day do you go to Starbucks? Like, really? I mean, not just to go to peruse the new menu items, but really, how many times do you sit down and really contemplate the drink orders? <laughs> also, have you been to the British Lowlands? Have you tried the peat moss? And she starts, like, doing, like, an X, like, over her vacina. When no. I say the British Lowlands, I mean the peat. Have you tried the mulch? <laughs> the British mulch um, in my pussy with your crunchy no. mouth. So Mrs. Aylwood decides that she's going to take a chance on them. Your teeth look like a weed whacker <laughs> and look like they would just make a just a, a, a complete joke out of my crotchua. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. You um, would shave my pussy down so fucking... Jesse, no. It would I know. Just look, Jesse, I know. no. I know. It's just, no. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever used an edger on your lawn? That's what your mouth would do to my vagina. God. You would edge it. I can't. So this is when Jan I'm tells... I'm throw up in the corner. <laughs> I can't. It would look like a perfect square. <laughs> Uh, so at Jan- what point the, I mean what, what point do you think Betty Davis just like like an abandoned mind shame just fucking walled it up oh my god yes because once women reach a certain age we should just stop enjoying life I mean, and I mean, no, sex I mean, I mean, because, what, what yeah, because men don't find us attractive anymore shut the fuck up she's like this. she's like my vagina was like a mind shift that collapsed and killed 89 miners and the miners are still in there dude some 
sometimes I have to put a straw in there to supply air to them. Steph, I hope we're still doing this podcast with Jesse's like 85 so he, he can talk about how he used to be able to get but, it on I mean, like, like 20 years before. He saggy ball sack that had to be I don't need to be 80 to have saggy balls. I have them right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, we yeah. call them Yoda squirts, they are. <laughs> oh, God. Who calls them that? Me. <laughs> Him just we now. We call them. We when, call them. When me and Steph have sex doggy style, I have a blow dryer next to me to keep my nuts hot so they slap harder. That's like part of my, that's one of my obsessions. I'm always wondering what that sound is. Yeah, it's no, a blow dryer. Makes sense. The slapping or the, the whirling? No. <laughs> Steph's always like, why is my my right ass cheek so hot? And I'm like, oh, I'll turn on the, I'm sorry, I have the blow dryer too hot. <laughs> I'll put it on cold setting. Uh, so this is when Jan tells her mom that she would rather keep looking because she had a cold feeling in the woods, like someone was watching her. Something awful happened out there. Yeah. I could feel yeah. it. The whole thing was strange with her and Betty Davis, though, when Betty Davis was like, do you feel things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this How supposed did she to mean? sense that? How did she know? Would you treat my clunge like a plate of spaghetti if you didn't have utensils? My clunge? <laughs> what the fuck's a clunge? I don't know. Where do you write these? Do you just, like when you're when you're pooping naked? Do you like have a little notepad? I would just like I just pictured you when I saw you come up with your family, and I said, "This is the kind of girl that eats pussy like eating spaghetti without utensils." Am I wrong? Can you imagine it? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think we've reached the limit on Melissa. Um, well, I mean, it's just super weird because really, she just looks like her daughter. And I think that's why she's eye fucking her so much. Yeah, I don't think it's I a agree. sexual I don't know. Thing. I was picking up vibes. No. Especially when she started dry humping her like a dog. <laughs> no. And she had to kick her out. But this is where the real estate agent says it was like a tragic story. She her had daughter, a daughter went missing. About your age, yeah. lost many years ago, perhaps reminded Mrs. Elwood of her. She's going to stay here. It's what you wanted. I'm going to take a oh, chance yeah. on you. I must be going. Mrs. Yeah, El- Mrs. Elwood talks that- to the woods. Yeah. This is the only fucking time the entire movie, though, I think she acknowledges whatever the hell's in the woods. Yeah. Well, she's right. And she says later that, like, she sensed something there. But, like, yeah, yeah this is the only time that she actually, like, says anything, addresses mm. or interacts with it or whatever. Um, so this is when the family moves in right. and uh, Jan goes to carry a giant ornate mirror into the living room and she sets it down and she knocks over her phone. And she picks it back up and then looks in the mirror and then has an umbugus no. moment. She's, she's a vampire. No she's a vampire and she has no reflection. Yeah, she's not Why is that a thing that happens? <laughs> I don't know. And then did dad comes in and dad's like, you know how old mirrors are. Sometimes they just stop working. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for contributing uh, to this movie, dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the mirror cracks in the shape of a triangle, which is well, the... Because like, she saw... Oh, she, she sees the blind girl in there. Or so not then, blind she, girl, then she sees the, the, cloudy, the cloudy figure of mm-hmm. the blonde girl with the blindfold on. And, that's um, and then the entire thing shatters, falls over, and her mom is pretty And her trying to explain at any point in this movie what the fuck is happening is the worst. Well, she screams, well, first of and all. her parents aren't like... That no one's alive. They're like, not even oh, concerned yeah. that like maybe no. the door's having a breakdown of it's some like, sort. Are you yeah. on the heroin? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, the girl almost dies twice, and the parents just keep leaving them alone. Yeah. So I mean, these parents are yeah. fucking stupid as shit. <laughs> that they is don't care. true. So that night, she's reading in bed, and then this, the there's a jump Ellie, scare. Ellie with, scares Ellie her with the mask. With the, the mask, witch mask. Yeah. And then she tries to sleep, but she sees Mrs. Elwood uh, heading into the woods with a lantern. And then she wakes up again, and she hears her sister having a nightmare. Mm. And, and she's and talking. She's sleep talking like yeah. Jessup does yeah. for all eternity. But Jan, <laughs> but Jan, thinks, injection, injection, no, no more injection. 
Yeah, the next day. <laughs> they each think the other one was the one talking. Right, right. So the wind starts to swirl outside again, and you get the uh, phenomenon reference. And then little sister wants to sleep in Jan's bed, because that's what little sisters do. Yeah. With her, what is it? What, she had like a stuffed animal or something? Oh, she had a giant, giant elephant. A giant, yeah. yeah. So the next day, they, oh, they're they at some farm. You have no idea no, where yeah. this farm is at. And nope. the sister is picking out a puppy. Dog. A puppy. Um, and Jan is talking it up to the the boy to who Mike. lives Mike. on the farm. Yeah, Mike. Well, and I love it. So so uh, Ellie picks out the the puppy, and then she she her demeanor changes, and I guess she's like I don't know. She turns possessed. possessed. She doesn't know about his face towards a window. She writes on the window, and then uh, Jan comes over, and she's like, "Oh, uh, what's the what is that or whatever?" She's like, "Oh, it's the puppy's name." You, you whispered told, it. You told me Narek, and uh, from that it's moment so on, fucking I wanted obvious. to punch her in the face because every time she said Narek, I was like, "Is that a fucking?" Name? Name. It's not a Christ. name, and we see the reference like immediately. Immediately, yeah. they're not. They're not trying to what pull any the, What here? about the guy from Skinny Puppy that spells his name backwards? He spells Kevin backwards. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Why? Nevik. Why? Nevik Uger. But did he watch this movie and he probably. was probably like, probably oh, yeah, I love Eric. Yeah, the guy from Skinny Puppy's like, oh, my dad so, was Walt Disney. <laughs> so that's Alex, why I made that song assimilate because like he <laughs> wanted me to assimilate to the fucking Disney ways. <laughs> Outside, uh, Mrs. Fleming, who is Mike's mom, Mary. sees Mary. Yeah. Mary Fleming sees yeah. sees Karen in the window because and that's the name. Freaks out, and she freaks out. Right, um, and then she goes inside her house and starts sobbing a little bit. Yeah, and Jan tells uh, Mike because now they both are on the outside, and she tells Mike that they don't know anybody named Karen, so everyone knows that it's actually Karen. But they just continue yeah. to let Ellie say "fucking Narek" for the rest of the goddamn but movie. But at the so same stupid. time, Steph, I've never seen so many people that have teeth stained like Earl Grey tea. But the British. It's just like... They're British, Mike. They don't have a good dental policy. Like, there's too many spots of tea happening <laughs> in this movie. Because they had too many cuppas. I mean, they had many cups. <laughs> many cuppas, Steph. They were, too, <laughs> they were too busy playing games of Ring Around the Rose to yeah. brush their teeth at night. So, why do you need to brush your teeth when this wood varnish is just as good? <laughs> so the, uh, so uh, later, uh, the sister's playing with Narek by the woods edge, and Jan's watching the water's sister. Edge? Yeah. And and, uh, There's a creepy guy. A man in a trench coat appears yeah. and then suddenly no, disappears. That's Tom Skerritt and he's looking for his Blistex. <laughs> Tom Skerritt's like, Excuse me, little girl. Excuse me, do you have Blistex? And then she fucking runs into the woods. <laughs> I want the cherry flavored. So then Jan runs down to look for Ellie and then Mrs. Elwood watches her from like afar with her yeah. wrestling bitch face. And then we see a squirrel that runs up a tree and makes a sound that no squirrel. No squirrel. Oh my god! Well, the dog noises too. Except are, maybe a squirrel. Are in not England. noises that come out of a, a like puppy. five pound puppy? No, no, no. not, not even all. doodles. It sounded no. crazy. And not at all. Then um, someone goes up to Betty Davis and they're like, "Did you ever think of maybe trying to condition her? Because your hair looks like dying coral reef." <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Great Barrier Reef called. What's a section of it? She's back. like, "I like it because if I boil water and I put my hair in it, I just add chicken bouillon and then I got ramen." We call it. We call it Betty Davis ramen. It's called gramen because I'm a granny. <laughs> gramen, um, so good. So yeah, so Jan is like r- w- walking around the woods and she's getting more m- more upset. Because because she can't find Ellie. Yeah. And then and she's she hears, screaming for her. She hears a dog barking, so she kind of follows it. And um, there's like a pond there. Mm-hmm. And um, and meanwhile, Ellie did not hear her yelling for her at all. And just at that moment, she Jan looks up and there's like the sun shines through the leaves. It's and a great place. She's suddenly right? so happy. And then we have, it was it's a, a shithole. It's a beautiful place. And then, and then in the background, we hear... Yeah, basically. What was that song you were humming? 
It's a happy song. What is it? Is this yeah. when she falls into the water? Yes. And she then she runs off and then she, she sees, sees a flash and a blue glow in the pond. And, and she falls and in. Betty yeah. Davis Meanwhile, just, how deep is this pond? Well, I don't know. It's like two feet. I don't know. But <laughs> Betty Davis does like a backflip and oh she's like on the spot and she's trying to, f- and she just shoving her down. She bush crushes her like right <laughs> there and there. She wants to like, no. I almost wish the movie ended here with Jan just drowning. <laughs> yeah. I love how they been like, it's a 10. I love the shot of her underwater. She's like, no, no. And Betty Davis is like, yeah. Oh God. It's like, it's like because Betty- in her mind, probably she was like, I'm going to drown you. And then another actress is going to take yeah, over. Exactly. That, no, <laughs> they, you. This Betty was Davis, real footage. she was reliving the last orgasm she had, which was like 30 years ago. How great it was. No. Before the mind tunnel collapsed. Before the mind tunnel. Before they put up the rickety boards and they had Run on the outside before 79 people died inside of her vagina, <laughs> oh and she has to feed them applesauce every month through a straw. Uh, Mots, that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> they're dead. That's, that's, they're dead. No, they're still alive. <laughs> You're giving them mots <laughs> applesauce. <laughs> Just end it. Just fucking end it, Jesse. Mots apple juice, too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She's like, I love juice boxes because the straw's already there. You put it right in there and, they can, and the miners can drink. I like that's where Melissa draws her shit on that line. She's like, why? Are they, why are they they're dead. Why are you feeding them? No. I stop where you establish that there is a, there is definitely a mind shit no. that has collapsed. It's like that Seinfeld episode where like where Elaine has to feed the dogs and the fucking apartment like locks and she slides the lunch bean under the door so the, so the cat can eat. That's what Betty Davis is doing the vagina. She's sliding baloney through the cracks so, so, the, so the miners can eat. Oh my God. I don't. I don't think that's accurate. She's like, slide one piece at a time. It's just, it's tight enough where you can get one in there, like a mail slot. <laughs> and then the reverse suction, after you get her halfway through, the reverse suction just uh, kind of reels it in. You have been sued by the estate of Betty Davis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would you do that to her? She was such a wonderful oh, woman, and she would never put Balagna near her fucking... You are going to be haunted by her. <laughs> I mean, oh, I hope that's the thing. Add another, I do too. add another ghost to my life. What's the problem? I already, I already deal with the ghost of my wife who died five years ago, and this body's still walking around. <laughs> oh my! We weren't even that was uncalled for. I know, really, we weren't even married for. five years ago. I know, but it just happened. I don't know. Maybe uh, not you. Maybe someone else. Oh my god! So what's the next scene? The next she scene wakes, is she wakes Ellie up is, in the cottage. Ellie yeah. is saying like she had to push you down so she could free you from the branch, which she could have freed herself from. I know. I don't understand. I don't why know she was why stuck. she didn't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, but uh, Mrs. Elwood makes him a cuppa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this when she says? Is this when she says? Sometimes I hear something whispering in the wind. Betty Davis. Um, no, she says, "Dry your hair, you'll take a chill." Yeah, and she tells yeah. Ellie to go get her some dry clothes, and then she's asking her about the name. What's what kind of name is? This Merrick? is when she has yeah. the backstory of. Yeah, my husband was killed in the war, and Karen what was war? everything to me. She was soon to be seventeen, and I stayed up late finishing her present, but Karen wasn't in a room. But then I remember there was an. An orgy that night <laughs> in the old watchtower ruins, and I thought she may have decided to be there all night. <laughs> Maybe to scissor. I know the young girls like to scissor each other. No, like don't. you get a one pair of scissor, and you get another pair of scissor, and they just mash like this. Like apparently, it's good when you do, when two vaginas collide. I've heard about it. It's like an oncoming freight train against another oncoming freight train. It's like when two meteors collide. It's rare, but when it happens, it's magic. <laughs> is what I've heard. If, well, if, if they do both have surface clitorises, yeah. then it's magical. I heard you just... Friction is a hell of a thing. 
Hell of a thing. I mean, this is coming from two men. Yeah. I know nothing know about nothing. clitoris. Porn. I only know what porn has taught me, okay? Yeah. Uh, they told I me mean, that scissoring is delightful. I don't think they scissor in porns anymore, uh, right? No, I don't know. No, 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 no. Don't they I usually mean, just well, put them on top of each other no, 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 and they no, no, like, go at they, it? They've, they've, they've upped their game and now it's a double and a dildo. It's a double dunk. And it's just smashing. Oh, sometimes there's that too, apparently, yeah. Women just like it. Women just like it if any kind of... Tell me what I like. Tell me. Mansplain noise. Tell me, Jesse. If I know one thing about a woman, they just like it when you just hit them in the crotch. Like so sometimes you, <laughs> sometimes when stuff's laying there, I'll just slap it like a like, like a wet piece of turkey. I'll just go and, then, and she's like, I'm coming. And I'm doing it again. And she's like, so close. And just it. Then she starts like writhing on the on the bed, like just like a maniac. Oh my like, god. She looks like a worm that comes out during the rain. She's just writhing all over like wet. And I just keep slapping it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. You be a rain worm. That is a special and, moment, Jesse. And we're moving on. Let me kiss. <laughs> and then she said, that's why I chose you. Because <laughs> you knew about my rainworm. Oh, my <laughs> Why is she Michael Jackson? I don't why? know. I have no And I idea. say, stop talking like that. She's like, no. All things are connected <laughs> through Jessup. <laughs> no. Just, just stay still. Hold me now, Jess. Oh, Jess, my God. Just hold me. Hold me and now. I lo- and I say, I love you, Steph. Mm, Steph, I love you so much. Heart. You smell like a new pair of sneakers. <laughs> What the fuck? New sneakers, a new car, best two smells ever next to you, girl. Oh. Girl. So Mrs. Aylwood <laughs> continues to explain what happened that night, right? They, they, they would meet in the chapel, and it was just a game. That's why she was blindfolded. Yes. And, um... Let's see what else. She oh, so there was light, lightning, and the kids... Oh, then we see, like, the flashback, right? The kids that run out, and there was a fire. That is such a confusing scene, because yeah. she's like... All these people are running all over the yes, grounds yeah. out of nowhere, and you're like, well, I haven't been introduced to any of these no, people. No, exactly. Who are these so strangers? Yeah. At first, I thought like she had just left the mansion. I'm like, is this like part of the grounds? And That's like, what I thought. I'm like, are these the servants there? You know what like, I feel who like? Is the, since, who are these people? Since this movie began, I felt like I was like a guy exploring the Amazon. It was just like this vast, vast land, and I happened to by accident slip in quicksand and i'm slowly sinking just trying to reach up to a vine that makes sense and there's no vine so like how i was watching the last jedi yeah Yeah. i mean i'm just slowly (laughs) slowly drowning in this muck yeah and the quicker i struggle the quicker betty davis pushes me down and says you're a minor now this is my no, no. <laughs> she starts get, trying to feed me moths um, and i say no yeah, I so, so basically there was a there was a fire at the chapel and it got her, her body was never found yeah so they don't know if she's dead they don't know where the hell she went they don't mm-hmm. know anything she went somewhere and they made it seem like they were all up there in the bell tower but then later they're just hanging out in the first level Right, like, the, I don't know. But the bell, they, they were under the, the bell they tower. They were under above it. Them. I mean, like, yeah, they were under the bell. Yeah, it's yeah. also a bell tower, and it's also a crypt. Yeah, and it's also a chapel. All I and heard every, every time they so said weird. bell tower, I just heard save the clock tower. <laughs> Back to the future. They did say belfry at one point. Yes, too. the belfry, aka nine eleven. Now they're yeah. just naming locations in Castlevania. Yeah. I've been playing that game all the times because I scored a classic NES edition from. I was just Best in Best Buy and I had a whole mess of them there. I know, dude, it was crazy. I walked in there, I was, I just, was like, like, on bogus? I just was like, eh, eh. I was like, is this, a, is this, is did you and Alex get one? <laughs> no. I was you like, want one? is this for sale? I don't think so. Eh, eh. 
Yeah, meanwhile, I tried to play Donkey Kong Country and I was oh like, God, this dude. is shit. Steph, and I turned it off. Steph, Steph, yeah. Steph, this is what happened to Steph. <laughs> oh my God, Super Mario World. Yes, she sat down, played it for 10 minutes. I hate this game. <laughs> oh my God. And she it's fucking controller. hard. She can't fly. Like, I was trying to explain to her for fucking 10 minutes how to fly. Hold right and with the button. John. Oh, no, with the raccoon tail? No, I can fly. It's the glide thing with your cape where you're like, where you whoop, go, whoop, 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 whoop. John. <laughs> That's what I couldn't do. I was, it was like trying to explain. Trigonometry to someone who is deaf and blind. Let me just tell you something. (laughs) I didn't have this when I was a kid, okay? I only ever played Super Mario 3. That's the one I know. You were getting pretty far yesterday, though. I saw you. Yeah. Well, fuck this game and fuck Donkey Kong Country because that game is Donkey fucking Kong garbage. All you do is you pick up the bananas. It's dumb. It looks like yeah. garbage, though. That's what she and kept you saying. And you that, do oh, the mine cart. And I was getting so mad at John because you just kept saying this game looks like garbage. I was like, this was a fucking goddamn <laughs> grab breaking game when it came out with Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. It was one of the ones that came with the N64. Mm-hmm. You could say it was a phenom. I was a phenom. The fucking goddamn <laughs> mine. Like the mine. The boards with the mine. It was like Betty Davis' yes, pussy. That's what I just said. Garbage. And like all the claymation animals and shit that you find yeah the one part in, in the game you shark have, you have to put Mott's applesauce in the fucking mine cart and put it send it down to the miners yeah. <laughs> okay it's called betty davis but it was betty davis mine no so the next the next scene is when the family goes to watch some fucking hardcore motocross because what other movies have we watched oh man you missed the whole part though motocross. when she says that sometimes she hears whispering where is that? I don't even have it she right now. She says to her she thinks she's still around oh. out there. It was really, yeah. it was really weird. This, I mean, they have this dirt bike scene in here for whatever reason. Yeah. And yeah. then... And then what did the, what Betty, did that remind you of the dirt bike scene? Betty Davis uh, comes happy over. Happy birthday to me! Thank you, and Melissa. And then also, I what other fucking movie did Betty, right Betty Davis comes over into the motocross scene and she goes, "I see you there, Ed Harley. <laughs> Ed Harley, there. Exactly. That was I the other you. movie we watched that had dirt bike deaths. <laughs> yeah. I, and I did say Ed. I didn't say Ed Hardy. I said Ed Hardy. <laughs> but you should definitely get off that Koi Fish t-shirt because it's not cool at I mean, all. <laughs> it's fucking played out of shit. Betty the, the, Davis bedazzle. could have easily played that old lady. I mean, she was already desiccated, so they really didn't need to put much makeup Betty on her. Betty Davis <laughs> should have had her own like Ed Hardy ripoff line where it was just like her face, but it was like bedazzled with like Koi Fish next to, next to her face. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, through her eye sockets and like little jars of Mott's <laughs> applesauce. And this is where we get the sandwiches thing. The sandwiches. Yes. And then no, they... But, but did you guys even talk about the... F- oh, oh, it's coming up. It's coming up. Never mind. Yeah. Ellie, Ellie jumps on the hill and she goes, you have to come here, Jan, real quick. Jan, I gotta show you quickly. something. Come quickly, Jan. And you see this coming. And I'm like, but there are so many epic frabugas in this movie. There's like crashing all over the place. And Everywhere. people are standing right up to it. They are not good motocrossers. No, no they're not. Motocrossers. <laughs> I mean, no. I've seen I some mean, motocrossers in my day or two. And <laughs> these are examples of not good ones. They don't oh call it motocross in Brit- and the Brits call it Pulse pot filthy race. <laughs> no, they don't. We get on our, probably do. We get on our electronic metal scooters and we do tall spot filthy race. Watch me jumpy time. Woo! Jumpy time! Don't go too fast on the food toss pot filthy race, because you're gonna get into a scarlet oh wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Tosspot filthy race. <laughs> it's such a shame because you get so dirty when you do the tosspot yeah. filthy race. That's like my favorite and new the, thing. The fucking <laughs> there's like out of control motorbikes going everywhere, and one hits the rock she was on and just explodes. Explodes, yes. Provoca explode. And the amazing. parents are always slow to react. Yes. Yeah, but when, but when I thought the dog was gonna die. So for some Honestly, reason, I Jan, thought the dog this was, was gonna This is when Jan turns to Ellie and goes, "Well, what did you want anyway?" And she's yeah, like, "Are you fucking nothing. kidding me, bitch? <laughs> well, that, Why are you asking that her that?" That part makes no sense though because you just survived kelly from 90210 is watching like on a rock in the middle of 
nowhere where there's no vantage point whatsoever. She's just standing yeah. there looking at the sky. <laughs> yes. It makes no fucking sense. And then, yeah, the dog starts apparently talking through the girl because she's like, it wasn't me. It was Wolfie. Wolfie wanted you. It was Narek. And then no, no one thinks it's weird. The parents don't think it's weird that she almost died. They don't, they're not like, oh my God, no you could have fucking been killed. And she's not like, I could have been killed because I was just standing there. Just like fucking Billy from fucking Pumpkinhead. It's so weird. No, <laughs> yeah. no one says anything. No, I know. It's weird. It's strange. Her parents are so strange in this it's movie. It's weird. Yeah. It's the weird. But you guys skipped over the whole thing where like Betty Davis tells her that she sometimes thinks she sees. Yeah, that was at the end of their the little. Sometimes she thinks she, she's like, sometimes when I take off my adult undergarments, I think I see Karen's face in the smudges. Like when people say they see burnt pieces of Jesus in their toast. I see Karen's face in my shit smudges because I eat cabbage all the time and it's just leaking 24-7. The leaks. I can't tell you the amount of leaks I have. You want cotton up there? Don't matter because the sphincter's got no muscles. It's, got, it's always relaxed. It's like the size of a fucking red delicious. My anus is like the size of a fist. Doesn't matter how much goddamn shit you put up there. Burlap pads, cotton, bill pillow sheets, nothing. Just drips all the time. And I saw Karen in the drips. Oh my God. She's like, I'm leaking more than Trump's White House, which is almost astronomically impossible. I mean, I know Watergate didn't happen yet, but that's my ass. My ass is Watergate. <laughs> okay. And Jan is talking to Mike, and she explains the whole, like, Thing with the three kids leaving, uh, and, Mrs. and he tell, picks yeah. up on Mary. Oh, Mary Pierce, love, that's my mom. I love that Mike is the skeptic, and he's basically like, "Bitch, you just cray." Yeah. Exactly. John, <laughs> I picked up, the, I picked up the same shit. The whole movie, the whole yeah. time, No, no, the whole time he's talking. Let's just talk he about. He just his, wants to get uh, in it. His well, hair. Well, she's got the best teeth yeah. of every person around me because she's American. She also has boobs. Her teeth are white. Well, I mean, that's that's also important. not green or brown. But like the whole time she's talking, he's just he's just mm-hmm. looking at her and he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. and he's just thinking about his quail feather hair, how like fucking feathery it is. And he's like, just <laughs> thinking, he's thinking the whole time, like, if I come on her face, like, can I make a paper mache mask with a People magazine, <laughs> like before she notices? Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, she's <laughs> no. she just keeps talking and she keeps talking. He's like, I could definitely make a paper mache mask, uh, like a leather face style, if I just shot enough splooge on her face and I had enough uh, newspapers to just keep putting on the splooge. I could make a great mask out of that. It'll be the like, top ten masks ever made in the special effects community. I could tell you, I would be like Rick Baker, almost like Rick Baker. And she just keeps talking and talking. And <laughs> I'm talking concerned and talking. that at some point in your life you actually tried to do that or you thought about doing oh, that to someone. To myself. I mean, because when, <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought that semen tasted like Elmer's glue, and I actually really liked paste. I thought paste tasted really good when I was a kid. I would Is eat paste salty? all the time. And so I was like, maybe I'll try my splooge. So I tried it, and it was just like... Mm. Oh, it's metal- metallic. It was just not good. I mean, like, <laughs> it just wasn't anything like... It was just wasn't not good. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Like, it wasn't anything I had to sample again. What? You no, know? you shouldn't do that. Elmer's paste is delicious. Ask, ask. I mean, we could do a poll if Elmer's paste I is never delicious. I tasted it. Elmer's paste smells like a treat, and no guess what? No one gives a shit about you <laughs> trying glue right now, Jesse. <laughs> you tried your own splooge. I mean, listen, it's it's a free country. I mean, oh my god, you could, you, man. Could put, you could put me in the category where that's. I mean, that's I, res- I respect upon. that. I respect that because if you expect somebody else to yeah. taste it, then you better taste I mean, it yourself. I'm like, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I didn't wrap my lips around my dick and just full splooge in my mouth. You I mean, did. I'm not going to deny that. You're not that, that flexible. But, like, no, I mean, what? I tried it and, like, <laughs> it wasn't the worst. So, like, anytime I ever splooge in a girl's mouth, I'm like, I can tell you firsthand it's not the worst. Okay. So just, oh keep, on, so just keep on doing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is not okay. I know it's not the worst. Okay. This is the worst. I mean, he knows where it came from. He does know where it came from. I mean, from. listen, when I was a kid, my mom used to make me eat canned green beans, and that was definitely worse than splooge. 
So you just keep on. That is true. The aluminum, though. No, I mean, you should be used to that. It tastes like freshly cut grass. Mm, oh, whereas common like just kind of tastes like. But did you she need, give you, you actual fresh green the cream beans. corn? Cream corn is sweet. And just, what are we even talking about? <laughs> cream corn is also something that well, Bay Davis would feed the miners. What we should Vikina. be talking about is Mike movie. talking to his mom yeah. and his mom talking about them just larking about Lark- in the oh, woods. Larking. And um, they went to the belfry and it was a flame. Mary yeah. Pierce looks like Mary Pierce looks like the ugly sister of Gillian Anderson. Okay. Like that would be yeah. her sister. Yeah. Maybe. Like here's my frumpy sister. Yeah. And she just kind of blows it off like it was just a game and whatever, but they never went back to that place. Yeah. The par- and then Ellie makes sure that she tells Jan that, oh, by the way, there's an eclipse happening on Saturday. Just yep. wanted to make you guys aware of the eclipse. Of the eclipse. The, lun- the, 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 the solar, solar eclipse, eclipse that's going to happen. I just made my glasses for. On Saturday. Mm, the best. Maybe you should yeah. know that later on. But also, now let's go riding horses. Well, let's Mike. go ride horses. Yeah, mom and dad leave. And then the horses get scared by like a flashlight blast. And the yeah. phenomenon. Well, because they were going to go through the woods and immediately it was like, shut up. Well, first of all, let's just say how Mike wanted to go through the woods and Jan was like, no, I don't want to. But she did what he wanted anyway. Because that's bullshit. what you do. When you like Hashtag a guy, patriarchy. you do what they bullshit. tell you to do. Yep. So they'll like you more. It's like, it's like the other, the other night when I pulled down my pants and I just pointed at it and you said, okay. Yeah. And you don't want to, but in that dime, you did it. What other night was that? You just I don't go with it. Like two days ago. <laughs> when you when you pulled your dickhead out of the denim? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as a presentation? And I just present, and presented his light, it. And his light blue denim and the pants. Porta, the portabella, oh and, and the Steph, portabella came out. And Steph's like, you know, no matter what I say on the podcast, that I can't I can't deny a good presentation. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the presentation. I put like a little bit of parsley near my balls, too. And she was like, oh, God damn, you just fucking set it up perfectly this time. With a little as you? And I just With like, you on the I, side. I squeezed a lemon on my balls. <laughs> Oh my! Like when people give people give you shrimp cocktail because my dick looks like uh. a shrimp, <laughs> <laughs> baby shrimp. I thought it was a portobello. You got to stick to like a theme. It, no, no, it, it's a portobello, but then when it gets hard, it's a baby mushroom. It's, it's a baby, baby shrimp. shrimp. Yeah. Baby shrimp. Uh, yeah. So the horses take so, off, so, and it's still got the poop yep. vein in it. Um, Ellie's horse says she she like takes off and yeah. there's oh she almost gets hit by a truck basically and the then truck the truck flips the over the light flashes and, and the truck another crashes. Frabug. Yeah, and she fra- into the creek. She frabug is off and she basically ends up in the movie Barrel Ground. Essentially, that's oh, what it reminds yes. me of. The whole fucking like, crypt she's in. And Jan, Jan or Ellie? Uh, Kelly. Jan. Kelly from 90210. Yeah, we were Jan. talking about Ellie. Ellie first, because Ellie's, is, she, she was first. Well, she almost just getting, rides off. Yeah, Mike, she, Mike, she almost got Mike hit by a truck. Saves, she yeah, almost Mike got hit Ellie. by a truck. And it, yeah. and, but then she almost also gets thrown into like random farm equipment that's about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She spikes. almost gets impaled. Like, spikes yeah. sticking yeah. out. And then you find out that Michael from Barrel Ground is really Betty Davis's like <laughs> half-retarded son yeah. that, that she has to breastfeed but, sour milk to all Coco, the time. But Coco, the horse, threw <laughs> Jan <laughs> off right. and into she, yeah. the What Belfry. was the other one? It was, it was Coco and like another... Snowball. S- terrible. Oh, my God. If you ever no name... No one a, names horses that shit. It's, they're terrible names. Because they're horse shit. That's, like, that's a fucking like, dog Horses name, are name. majestic as yeah. creatures. Like, next to like... Jesus Christ is a horse. Like in the in the, we're talking about just yes. like godlike creatures. Yeah, Jesus horses. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> horses are like the best animals still I mean, alive horses today. Horses are delicate as fuck. What are you talking about? They are the most delicate. Well, fucking I mean, yeah, they break their leg, made. but they'll also kick you in the head and fucking kill you in two oh, yeah. seconds. They're, 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 and they bite too. And they, they bite are hard. equally but strong. They, but do- yeah, dogs. And they have giant dogs. But horses. Oh my god! If they dude. get a scratch. Can fucking die from it. Yeah, they're that fucking so can delicate. You? But they're all muscle, yeah, bruh. No, they're all muscle. I grew up with horses. I love horses. They're the bestest. I love them. I have my In own your horse. I had my own horse. In your cul-de-sac. No, no. My grandmom used to have horses, bro. 
I have and my own horse. And his mom used to work on the track. Peppermint Patty. I used to ride that bitch all the time. I don't know. What are you talking about? I shared a picture on Instagram it's with true. me on a horse. I believe it, but I don't believe it. Well, it's fucking... Because it's you. Believe that. No, this... I can vouch for this. This is I all mean, true. I mean, I just can't imagine Jesse with hair riding a horse. I mean, You're listen. trying to picture a cowboy that <laughs> well, looks like Jessup, okay, and that's never going to happen. Think about a little Jessup bolt cut, I Jessup. I can't. I look like a little beetle. He was a little I child. Can't. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, I, and I was basically like, I'm Ringo. I was so talented. Like, I used to ride the horse <laughs> without... So no, no, when I was little, I used to ride the horse without a saddle. Bareback? And, and you I rode would, it bareback. Yes, and I would fucking jump shit. And the people were but just also like... also at the same <laughs> time, <laughs> Jesse being Jesse. And people would be like this, He was probably humping the back of the horse. Yeah, he was going, I mean, listen, my... I can't Jesse, I mean, Jesse, that's not how you use spurs. No. <laughs> my khakis may have been a little damp every time I got off the horse. Okay? That, that may have been oh, a little man. side of point. His corduroy. But like, wait, did you have those little caps and, the, and a crop? Like, I could mount a horse when I was like three foot tall. I could get up on the horse. Like, I would just go coo, 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 up on the hay. Can I just I see you like on a, a horse flip. now? Because it would be the best. I mean, listen, I could fucking ride a horse today. <laughs> I doubt that. that like, but I like, would like to see it's it. It's like riding a pussy. Have you Something and Steph you don't gone forget. horseback riding? One time. No, but I ride Steph like a horse sometimes. No, one time. <laughs> we didn't I mean, go, Steph we did you go did horseback one time. riding we one time. That was before we were dating, though. Yeah, it was before. Oh. That's when we were just fuck buddies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Secret Back when love. They're, yeah. Secret love. You know Part what? time lover. Don't talk about it because you're scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> I get delirious. Steph was just my side piece yeah. at that point. So Jan, See, my, my secret side piece. Jan goes into the chapel crypt. Yes. And she sees in a like, reflection in a that's crypt a pretty, with water in uh, that's it. That's a pretty cool effect. Yeah. I will, I will of say. Of Karen. Karen in there. It. And in, then, inside yeah. the coffin. Who's the weirdo that wanders in? What Tom Skerritt comes Tom, in. The hermit. <laughs> Tom Skerritt comes in and he, he wants his badger bomb. And you, hear, and you hear like the Jason noise. Badger bomb is the best. It looks like. No, the, what you hear is. You hear Tom Skerritt's lips. Scraping across dry stucco, like 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 Frank a Kruger's record, nails. Like, like a record break. <laughs> and then you hear like this: you hear like the Jason noise as he walks in. Bliss, bliss, tax, tax, Bliss, bliss, tax, 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 Bliss, bliss, tax, tax, tax. And then he walks in. Uh, yeah. So the hermit comes in, and uh, Jan sees him, and she runs out, and uh, he kind of runs out like he's going to chase her. But then yeah. Mike shows up on the horse, so he runs away. Mm-hmm. Nothing and creepy about nothing that. Happens. No, nothing creepy. Pretty um, sure you just averted oh, he's a gold just a hermit. He's <laughs> yeah, okay. Mike doesn't think it's a big deal. Oh, he's just fine. He just lives here in the woods like a creeper. Um, but then Mike goes in with her because she's like, "Listen, I saw, I saw Karen again." Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe her. No, and he then li- again, like as me and John said, he listens to her psychobabble because he just wants to land his ship on American soil. You know what I'm and saying? He's like, yeah. Look, sometimes just a cigarette butt in the fucking sink is a cigarette yeah. butt in the fucking sink. <laughs> then is Wait. this where they look at the stained glass, or it falls down? Well, the shelves oh fall down, God. and then the window breaks. Why don't you just right? draw me a fucking roadmap? <laughs> With a fucking dark circle over top. Oh my what God. could it mean? They don't know. No one can figure this out. What is it? Is it an eclipse? Didn't we just, didn't we just talk about eclipse? like old movies and TV shows giving kids more credit? And this yeah. was just like, and let, then that let me, a speaking spell fell from the ceiling and it's that <laughs> eclipse. But I mean, it also, <laughs> it is it, the it's eclipse. a book. Also, so. second movie in a row with eclipse. Yeah. I mean, just relax. Yeah. Okay? Eclipses aren't all that. Might as well I watch mean, ha- Dolores Claiborne. Uh, wasn't Happy Birthday or yeah, Happy Birthday with the the kids that were born during the eclipse. Yeah, yeah. And then also um, Gerald's game. Bloody birthday. Bloody, Bloody birthday. birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then Ellie runs in and uh, the and, and Mike's just like, oh, it was the wind. The wind did it. And she's like, mm-hmm. well, there wasn't any wind outside. 
Because um, there's usually wind inside places too. <laughs> I'm gonna debunk what you just said in <laughs> yeah. five she, seconds. Well, what right she now. did was well, actually. Yeah. He's like, Let me show you something. Up. I made this show called MythBusters, and you're just. Fucking I mean, we <laughs> could call the end of the movie well, actually, too. And then Tom Skerritt runs to this old guy and tells him that he saw the ghost of his lips. He's like, <laughs> I saw the ghost of my lips, and they were so hydrated, and it looked like they were using a plumper on yeah. them because they were like. Two Swedish fish and on top of each other. But they're acting so fucking weird about this. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody knows what they're happens. They're acting like it's... Well, like, they're they like, they did like they're tra- I guess they're trying to make this you is, believe it's, that it's they a, did something. They are talking yeah. about, quote-unquote, a red herring. No, no. Exactly, red herring. But you know what they're trying to do? You know what they think they're doing? They think they're ratcheting up the tension, and they think they have the tension so high that now they need to take a break and take you to a carnival. Oh, just, by dropping that little scary to, skeleton. To, they, they think they need to. Spooky, they think they need to. Skeleton. They think they've reached a peak in a movie where peaks are a thing. You're but, absolutely yeah. right. But they have not reached a peak at no. all, yeah. and it's time to have a break when you don't need one. Yeah. yeah. So they're at the carnival. They and leave that. Then of, they go into the hall of mirrors. Nothing right. ever bad happened. And yes. you know, you know exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, John. I mean, what I used to do, John. You said John, 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 John. What I used to do when I was like, when I was used to go, I used to put my penis in the hall mirror to make it look bigger than it was. I'd put it down and be like, it's big now, it's big. And then when I walk home, I'd be like, it's so little. <laughs> I bet you did that at least once, uh, though. I did it all the oh, time. No. <laughs> yeah, so After I got on the Gravitron, I felt nauseous. Oh, I love the Gravitron. I like the no, look of my... the worst. And the Ring of Fire. Every time I went into the Gravitron, guess what was playing, Jesse? But it was the fucking You're like the it was the dance version. It was like that's why you're like feeling sick to your stomach. No, the obsession was and what the what the lure was to the Gravitron was you'd hear other kids that say, When I was in the Gravitron, I stood up and because I couldn't fall off the thing, I was just standing and surfing. So like Did you go to the one in Clementon Park? Because yes. I saw people fucking yes. there. Yeah. In that one. <gasps> in the Gravitron? They flip over into the other person and the pushes in. What? <laughs> so you get more pressure. No. How? But okay. So but basically, they, how long John. is that ride? It's not that long. They were using the force. How long does it take to pull your pants down enough to be inside? I don't know. I mean, listen, when I do the nighttime sex, three seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> the quickening. Yeah, the quickening. That was my favorite. But one. no, like, you'd hear legends of kids that could stand up in the Gravitron. So, like, every no. time you were in the Gravitron, you would try it and you would just be like, Oh, and you get one hand up, and they'd be like, oh, and well, you get, somebody and you would usually flip themselves around yeah. too, right? Flip and yourselves around. I remember yeah. somebody vomit and, and oh, having yeah. them hit. The, I used to be face. so close to puking, but I never puked. Never. I, loved it. I didn't like it. That was great. I loved the fucking gravitron when I was a kid. Now, if I did the gravitron once now, I'd fucking overdose and just mm. die. <laughs> <laughs> like a migraine. Like my, yeah. my fucking, I would just overdose on life, and I would just be like, yeah. Yeah. I remember. When I was way younger, I hated roller coasters, but I used to force myself to go on them, and I would just cry the whole oh, fucking time. <laughs> the only thing I hate about and now I love them. Yeah, what's the hate about a roller coaster? I, love I was roller scared coasters, of heights. I was terrified. I still of like roller coasters. The only ride I still hate to this day is the fucking uh, pirate ship thing. I love it. That goes. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. You the pirate need ship. to go to Six they Flags always, to go to King Ka. They always used to play fucking magic carpet ride on that one. Yeah, we went on the King I was fucking terrified. Like the build up so long because you're waiting there for like two hours and like it, it broke down like five times when we finally went on King Dakar and I was like, Steph, I don't really want to do this right now. I'm scared. You get to that peak, I, you're was, like, I was yeah. like so shit. But you know so what? Nervous. King Dakar goes so fast that it's like a ripping off a band aid. It's like over before you even yeah. know what the fuck happened to you. It yeah. was like 20 oh, seconds. It was terrifying. Not even. 
when you're going straight up to the sky, it's fucking terrifying. Well, it's crazy because like it kicks off so fast that like you can't even get your head no. up in position. You're like, and then all of a sudden I saw the parking lot, and then when we're done, yeah, it's fast. I fucking love Nitro. That's my story. Nitro's my favorite. I love that fucking Best roller, coaster. roller coaster. Why are we going to Six Flags? Well, I'll go to Six go? Flags, yeah. bro. We can go. Love it. Yep. Uh, wait. So where are we at again? I don't know, bitch. You're the one in charge um, of all this. I know, but I lost it. Oh, so she's in the the room of mirrors, and then what the fuck happens? She sees Karen blindfolded, reaching out for help, asking, uh, reaching out and asking for help in all of the mirrors. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then like some people come in, and then it, they the, leave. Gone. And then she goes to Mike and is like, "We have to help her." Yeah. I'm gonna go annoy people. And Mike's yeah. like, "If I help you, w- when can I be inside?" <laughs> is my next question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's gonna happen by the end of this movie. Oh, it doesn't. That's right. The Disney movie. And then is this when she tells her that she has she, to find the girl out about the girl what in the chapel? What happened? Right? Yeah, I what just happened? Have so, to then, know. so then she goes to Mr. Clef Pallet Keller, yeah, <laughs> who tells her like he's like and she sees Mike's mom leaving when she he shows tells her. Yeah. He's yeah. like, listen, chapstick is like heroin for the lips. You ever see that movie In Too Deep with Omar Epps and LL Cool J? Also, Stanley Tucci's in that movie. That's what it was about. <laughs> LL Cool J licked his lips so much that the only thing that kept them wet was peanut butter. He called it the peanut butter solution. He would just cream them up. No. And he liked Chunky, too, so his lips looked like he had stalactites in them because it was all lumpy. I, I like how to make him creepier, they just have a random barking dog there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a well, very she has to talk The over. thing is, like, all the animals seem to be reacting to Jan's character, too throughout like that like think nobody that. likes her that and way it's the squirrel, weird the squirrel makes that weird noise because yeah. like- that's i mean I, it I sounds mean, like a reach melissa but in this movie everything's a reach i yeah. just thought that like that's what squirrels made in britain yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you see a squirrel in britain it's like that's that's like the noise that the squirrel made up. It's like, what? That doesn't sound like and, the right special effect was dropped in and the guy's basically just like leave everything yeah. the way it is don't fucking worry about it and she's just like all right goes in the woods immediately stumbles upon and a completely Tom's, abandoned Tom's shack. Cabin. She's Tom's got Uncle she, Tom's cabin. She also has Adidas bobos on because there's like yes. a shot. I, I saw them Adidas stripes and I was like, they're not Adidas. They're like the lines are the opposite way. Yeah. Bobos. They're bobos. Bobos. And then in the most creepiest fashion ever, Tom comes into the into Well, she gets attacked by a black cat, too. Oh, well, someone, someone throws a cat at her. He's like, someone throws a cat, cat at her. Cat on a leash Tom's at like, her. I saw you strutting across the woods all cocky with your rotisserie chicken lips just glistening in the sun. Look at mine. Would you just take a close look at them? They look like dried worms that came out during the rain and then the, the <laughs> summer sun came out and just desiccate <laughs> Jesse, help me go on this journey with you. Why is he the person living in the woods? Tom Skerritt? Yeah. The guy's name is Tom. Okay. Because I just went with it. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I just go, because his lips look kind of Sometimes kinda... I need to know about the deep abyss that is Jesse. Yeah. Well, so we find out basically. And then he's like, he, well, no, you find what? out that he has a rabbit that Lance Hendrickson gave him yes. from fucking Pumpkinhead yep. as well. This yes, movie and does. Pumpkinhead are just like, they coalesce. It's like the same story. He's like, this, look saying. at this. He also has a crow. <laughs> Lance Anderson gave me this rabbit on the set of Pumpkinhead. I was his stunt double. I was his face stunt double. Because look at my face. Mm-hmm. We got the same grooves going on here. Same exact grooves. We got the cheekbone groove, and we got the forehead groove, and we got the cum shoot. Goes right down the, <laughs> between the butt. Some people well, call I it a butt chin. I thought that was the Dinty Moore shoot. I call it the cum shoot. That's where the gravy goes. Um, either Dinty Moore gravy or man gravy. Either gravy is good for me. Mm-mm. It's all got protein. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
So basically, Tom seems creepy, but we find out Tom's actually a nice but guy. But do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And he, and he saves all the wild animals. Except the ones he finds that are dead. He says he buries them, but they're all but they're actually they're hanging. Drying. They're from drying from his ceiling. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It makes to no make sense. it even more creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you guys... First, first, when he comes into the room, he's like, and she's like backed into a corner, and he's oh, like yeah. reaching out for her with one hand, <laughs> and he's got he's a like, bird. He starts touching her, also, too. Also, yeah, you don't touch people, okay? No. Like, if I don't know somebody... I'm not just going to go up to him and like yeah. slowly Jan, touch them. Jan never took the Stranger Danger course. Yeah. It's, it's fucking weird. Well, it's, it's funny that everyone thinks that she's ca- that he that she's Karen because she doesn't look anything like. I Karen. mean, she has blonde hair. I mean, which which she's version skinny. of Karen are we talking well, exactly. about? That's like a few. So are we talking so guys, Corey Feldman <laughs> or the girl? Tom Skerritt tells her that like they were playing Ring Around the Rosies. Yes. How do you guys say that? Ring Around the Rosies. But he said. Do you say Ring Around the Rosies? Ring around the roses, I think. You say I roses. Say, yeah. You say what? Roses. Say me and roses. you. Reese's ring pieces. around the roses. It's Reese's. It's the Reese's. Pocket full of well, posies. Well, we did ring around the roses. Yeah, I guess we said it that way, but so? we didn't exactly. call it. Exactly. We called it ring around the roses. So when you're singing it. when you're singing it. No, see, it. I called it ring around the roses because when yeah. you're singing, you say ring around the roses, pocket full of posies. You don't say ring around the roses, pocket full of poses. It doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah, I know. You say it the wrong way, like Reese's Pieces, <laughs> don't you, motherfucker? Yeah, Admit to it. I don't. I don't care. Submit to me. <laughs> and then I play Duck Duck Goose. Submit to me. I mean, I think we can all agree it's Duck no, Duck Goose. No, that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, kids are stupid and they say stuff wrong because I didn't notice that until I this mean, movie. I called horses yogurt, which is not evidence of the Mandela effect. Like, moving on. I mean, it is, and we'll get to it in a second because I'm about to do it. I'm about to take us into the Mandela so, effect. Yeah, so he so he explains to Karen, I mean to um to Jan what what happened that night. They took Karen there. She was new. She She's was going to be, be a part of the group. Um, Again, they were prepping her for the orgy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she had to stand on top. Is this where the this flashback part's is? Weird, guys, dude, in, like, I mean, like this movie's reaching, chapel. like, listen, this movie's reaching in like a whole nother fucking like level of reaching. And, and so, I mean, we've covered like movies so far, but this movie, I don't fucking understand it. It's supposed to be kids. Okay. And I can understand the fact that like kids are part of a secret society. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. But like when they go in there, it's like this whole seance bullshit. They even say like, well, like, they say the kids seance. do weird shit. Like no, they were supposed to, yes, were supposed they to be. Listen. There were supposed to be more occult elements to this, and it got toned down. I mean, you well, can tell that's exactly. That's the thing yeah. is, we, it also, seems innocent at this point, but then later in the end of the movie, they call it a seance. Which but is also, never. also, you you're never introduced to them as kids. You don't see enough of them as kids. Yeah. So, like no. every time you see them as kids so, in these flashbacks, what, what does it mean? It but, doesn't mean anything. So when this happens the first time, it's at night. So are you to assume that uh, it was another eclipse? Yeah, but like a could, lunar. But it must have been a lunar, not like a solar, right? It had to have been an I eclipse guess. because that's why had, they had to wait for the no- this eclipse so that the door would open. I guess again. I don't know. It doesn't do make think? any sense. What are you talking about here? When the, the when the, the whole transference the happens, when the flashback, when the whole transference happens of her disappearing, yeah. it's at nighttime. Lightning it's strikes. Same, it's all the same night. Right. 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 What I'm but saying in is, in the future, to fix it. It's a completely it's different a sol- eclipse. In the, in the be- and to, ecl- to fix it, it's a solar eclipse. I don't think they ever do- overtly reference that's that. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't right. Other than to say that that's, the, that's the solar what, eclipse is more special that's than That's what I'm saying. Eclipse. It doesn't make any but sense. But I don't even know no. that they, they say there was a lunar one that night. Yeah, that's they? what I'm saying. I don't think no. they I don't think, I they think reference it's like it. assumed. It's a yeah. random... This is what you see. You see a random beam of light yeah. that shoots the belfry and goes on fire, a.k.a. Back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> little sidetrack here, guys. And then Tom says when he turned around. No, shut up. I said little sidetrack. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was Lightning cute. strikes the clock tower, and Karen reaches 88 miles per hour and disappears to 1955. 
That's likely. That, why, that could have happened. But why was, why was 88 significant in Back to the Future? Why? Because 8 is an infinity symbol. Yes. Mm-hmm. Times 2. Oh, so the, two times infinity. And the DeLorean speedometer maxed out at 85. But Steph, how many furlongs are in a fortnight? 88. <laughs> no. no. What is it? How many Eddie furlongs are in a fortnight? This <laughs> 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 is a stupid thing. But also, uh, Back to the Future, um, I, for whatever reason, I decided to, to research Back to the Future because I heard about you this hate before. this movie? Yeah. Um, pretty much. And I wanted <laughs> Anything to Anything that divert you from uh, thinking and, about yeah. this movie? And, and pretty much content. Um, but Back to the Future, there's this whole fucking conspiracy theory that Back to the Future predicted 9-11. And at first I was like... What? No. And at first I was like, okay, it's bullshit. Because like... Because like John, that's what I did. I did that noise that John did. But then the more I read and the more I watched about the Back to the Future predicted 9-11, John, I was on board with it. So, okay, listen. Ready, guys? Listen. Are you listening? Well, so did The Simpsons. Watch so, that whole fucking thing. So, in, in Back to the Future, they say save the clock tower multiple times, okay? What time does Marty arrive at the mall and it's shown on screen? 9-11. one which flipped over is 9-11. Mm-hmm. Doc shows us his stopwatch that reads one nineteen, which re- which could be rearranged to form nine eleven. Yes, the burning tracks of the fucking DeLorean, the tire tracks, have a line cut through it. And if you look at the pause, it looks like the twin towers with the plane flying no. through it. Listen, Steph, you look really annoying me right now, but I don't care. I'm gonna keep going. Robert Zemeckis directed the Walk with who's in that Steph? I don't know. Joseph Gordon led of it. Yeah. And he's dressed as Marty McFly walking between the twin towers. And if you watch Uh, the original, if you watch Black Back to the Future, what did they to part two? When did they go to the future to? What was the year? I don't remember. October 2015, which was the year the walk was released in movie theaters by the same director, Robert Zemeckis, who Joyce and Gordon Levitt was dressed as Marty McFly. Look at the screenshots on fucking the World Wide Web. Yeah, but that was a movie in the future. He could just plan that. Can we go back in times when Jesse didn't do this reach (laughs) 10 minutes ago? No, Steph was looking at me like the most angry person that ever lived. The best. (laughs) What happened to them? It's like someone hired them just to do... (laughs) Okay, you... Okay, what I said was awesome. What Melissa just said is stupid. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> what, what happened, happened? to you and Lois on the news? It's like they only existed for the Back Listen, to the Future movies. No, and then they amazing, went away. They no. have amazing songs, Melissa. Huey, goes, no. I mean, the 80s was Huey Lil. I mean, it was. Yeah, the, but then it, what happened? Where are they? I mean, the 90s came and he was, and then Nirvana was like, bam, and I'm and he was like what about the news and people are like you are yesterday's news and he's like oh the news you mean the fake news yeah you ready Steph? Mm -hmm. because Steph looks pissed no i'm just waiting for you i don't know it's like i need the signal so i can continue (laughs) yeah and then ellie is hanging out with the old lady and humming a song Uh uh-huh and she's like oh how do you know that song and gets out this magnificent ornate music, music, like box. music box that basically has saw, a little Karen inside yeah. it with a bunch of mirrors. I saw uh-huh. it on the shadowing. Home, I saw it on the home shopping network and I just had to have it. Daddy Davis is like, basements. why don't you come over child and I'll flat iron your hair like mine. So it looks like, what's his name? <laughs> Something galaxy. 
A Jackson Galaxy? Why don't you come over and I'll flat iron your hair like Jackson Galaxy's beard. You know Jackson Galaxy, don't you? Look at my hair, though. Seriously. It's so straight. <laughs> oh, my God. We're almost there, though, guys. We can get there. <laughs> we can do this. Do you hear the voices that tell you to eat the pudding? Do you hear them in your ear hole? <laughs> the voices that tell you to eat the pudding. They're talking about my... No. 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 This is a little girl. No, no. Talking about no, my, my squirrel. Nope. My squirrel tail. Nope. So, so Jan, Jan shows up and she tells Mrs. Elwood about her conversation with Tom and what happened that night. Mm-hmm. And then they hear Ellie saying, I guess in the other room, uh, yeah, that's Karen right. must help Karen. Oh my door. Yeah. Must God. Open door. Must open the door. Chapel. Very soon. No, not Karen, but need help. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah, I mean, oh it, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's stupid. Red, red. I was like, what? Why is there all of a sudden not... Yeah. Red why script. is this not Karen? Red script, only 10 minutes left of movie. Red script, must have resolution now. Now, yeah. resolution only now. 15 so, minutes to make resolution. And Gotta make is, sense I, of this dumpster what fire. To her? She, she like, like pa- she like faints. She passes out and the, and mom, the mom comes, comes in, in and, and now she's fucking concerned. Yeah, she's and freaking she's like, out. we're leaving. Yeah. The mom's concerned. She's like, and yeah, the, peace and the out. Bridge that, the bridge from oh Evil Dead that you haven't seen the entire movie <laughs> the mom, is in this it's referenced. Listen, it's referenced. It is referenced. Because the mom says, I'm not going to go across it that bridge. You should not take a car across it. The car keeps stalling. The car stalls on the bridge. They get out. Lightning strikes the bridge. But they got out because she freaked out. was like, we have to leave. But here's my problem, Melissa. When the whole time they're crossing this bridge, I'm like, it's a little, like, piss creek. Oh, yeah. And then when the lightning strikes and the car falls, it falls down like Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah. It makes no <laughs> fucking sense Oh, I didn't even see any all. water. It's like, it rolls down. I was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> I just thought it fell in a this. goddamn canyon. <laughs> and it blows up. <laughs> it just fucking makes no sense yeah. at all. I just need somebody to draw like a map of this place so I could just get an no, idea no. of all the <laughs> We've how talked about it before on other movies where like movies that are good, you have a sense of what like the area is. You have no you no. have no idea. You see people riding on I mean, horses, you don't know where they're at. You, they're in you see people you go to Mike's, Mike's farm is what right. out, out back. And you how have far no idea. is the chapel from all of this? You have no you idea know. where weird Tom Skerritt's shack is in the woods. But apparently they can ride on horseback in these vast plains, but in order to leave they have to go across the, the evil dead bridge. Yeah. No, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Stupid. I mean, like, when I was a child, I was gifted so I could get on a horse and just ride it without instruction, but I was confused why, like, <laughs> Ellie, who obviously had no experience on a horse, was just all good to just ride a horse and by then, herself. And then Jan, when she's Bullshit. hatching her plan, is able to get Tom, Mary, and John to the chapel and with, like, five minutes to spare. Yeah, well, no, she, she goes home and Kelly talks, like, through the windows again. Yes, and the mom's, mom's like, her, yeah. the mom's like, stop that. And Kelly's like, you can hate me now, but, but I won't stop now, because <laughs> I can't stop now. <laughs> you could hate me now. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who sings um, that song, Steph? Oh, my God. I can't remember. I know the song, but I can't remember. It, it's, it's, it's Nas. No, oh, featuring Nas, Puff, yeah. Puffy Dad. Yeah. Puffy Dad's in that oh, one. Oh, fuck. Uh-huh, so, yeah. You could hate me now. Yeah. Uh, but I won't stop now. Uh-huh, say yeah. it again. Is that where they're playing like, the I can't orchestra stop music? Now. Yeah. Nee, 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 nee. It's going to be the outro of this episode. Oh, thank God. Nee, 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 uh, nee. So, so that night, Ellie um, sleepwalks, and uh, at the same time, Jan's having a nightmare, and she when she wakes up, but she sees that Ellie's can gone. Can we just say, uh, where's the dad at while this is happening? Oh, he, he had to leave. He had to leave. Do you notice, though, in this movie? I mean, thing. I think John will probably notice it. When a man's not around, bitches be just running wild with no direction. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Because it's, yeah. 
I mean, we just do movie, what we want this movie when should you're be not called around to force us to make you sandwiches. Bitches be running wild in the woods is what this movie should be I mean, called. If this, was any other, if, this was, if this was a Lifetime movie, then Jan would have been pregnant by now oh, yeah. and they'd be figuring out what to do about the abortion. I yeah. mean, like, I'm just like, I, I can only, like, assume that if a man was here, there'd be some kind of structure yeah. to this movie. I mean, yeah. And, like, a reason for it. <laughs> Melissa, right? I don't uh, care, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I have to act like I care. I don't care. Just try so, to care. So a little bit. Jan finds Ellie in the bathroom and she's you writing. Suck, I hate you today. She's <laughs> writing on the mirror and she can see it. Thank like, God there's double mirrors in there. Yes. It says, oh, no, right, it's so Thank God. Because yes. <laughs> I couldn't read that backwards if no, it wasn't that no. fucking mirror. It says, do again tomorrow. Oh, so fucking. Uh, I mean, for and, and the watcher in no, the woods and it's has written, some problems. It, it's written in chapstick, and then Tom scares at the window and he's just licking his what lips. What is it written Mwah. in soap? Mwah. Is that supposed to be soap? Yeah, no, it's, soap. Cha- it's Blistex. Well, yeah. no. the, the watcher in the woods must have very little patience for dumb yeah. bitches. <laughs> I mean, like, the watcher in the woods is just sitting in the woods, like, yo, you fucking yeah. bitches suck. And they still don't get it until the next day. When Ellie, I guess, is looking for her fucking glasses. Right, because I, remember was, when I said that Saturday was the eclipse? Yeah. The, the, the but she sat, says the those Saturday exact words. Yeah, she says exact things. Oh, yeah. my God. You and, can't, Dad says you can't look at the sun because it'll burn your eyes, but Cheesy T told me it's all good. I mean, I did it. I'm well, fine. she even does Cheesy, that. Cheesy T. Are, are you, though? No, actually, because, because the last time we went out to dinner, Alex was reading all this shit on the... TV that was like all the way across the room. When? I couldn't read any of it. When I was a kid, <laughs> I couldn't read fucking okay. any of it. And I was I, like, oh god, right no. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I was obsessed, and I have perfect vision to this day. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with staring at the sun. Mm-hmm. I would, you don't say, I, I did it. I would stare at it until it made. You got two, those dots until it made two suns because yep. your eyes are going across and it would go. Ch- and I thought I was fucking like. Yeah. I thought I was just like. Stepping through fucking worlds. Again, how did you survive childhood? I also wanted to be deaf as a child, so I would put my ear right up against the speaker all the time. Yeah, I don't know what was wrong with me. I mean, I did that as a child too, but I wanted to go deaf because my dad was always listening to the Beatles and I wanted to die. Oh, man. My dad's like, Jess, did you ever listen to these edgiest album by the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's? It's crazy. They were doing all kinds of drugs on this record. And I listened to it. I was like, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> I they, love need to, it. they need to do more drugs. Dad, I don't think they were doing enough drugs. What are you talking about? They're the best band that's ever recorded music in the world. <laughs> next to McDonald's and next to Anheuser-Busch. Best three things. What about Ringo? So Jan... No, Ringo was in Shining Time Station. And I have... Don't, and I remember this that true, true. because I used to eat cold Pizza Hut and I wake up at five o'clock in the morning before everybody else because I wanted to eat the cold <laughs> Pizza Hut. And the only thing on television at that time while Shiny I was time fat station. was Shine Time Station while I'm eating my- Where dreams can come true. And I loved eating cold Pizza because all the grease would congeal on the pizza. Oh, I don't like Pizza Hut And you're just eating slimy. Oh my God, it was so And then slimy. later, what's his name from 30 Rock was on it. God, I just have such good memories of eating. <laughs> Um, so yeah, <laughs> so, this, so I get horny for food. Like my my mind's all fucked up. My parents fucked me up. This is when Jan calls Mike and she gets him to help her um, get get everyone at the chapel. There, get his yeah. mom at the chapel, mm. and she's somehow gonna get both of those other dudes there. Yeah. She's like a, a a sun eclipse is special, like the female orgasm or anal delights. It hardly ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> So Jan is like um, She's leaving on her bike and Mrs. Elwood Stops her and she tries to talk her out of it Because she's afraid that if they repeat That same thing that she could disappear like Karen yeah. And then um, you get the shot of the, Okay guys right now yes. this, this is one that's important to note 
right now you get a shot of the eclipse, right? The eclipse is coming. Ooh! It takes and like two seconds. And then there is the fucking most jarring edit of the whole movie. And before I watch the alternate endings, this edit right here was so fucking strange because it's a shot of the eclipse and then it's fucking Kelly from 90210 mid-conversation with Mr. Keller. Yeah. yeah. Mid-conversation. There's no like lead up to it at all. Mm-hmm. He, he's. It's basically like eclipse. No, that's not what happened. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, hold on. Did the fucking, I thought the movie like skipped forward. So like I played it back and that's exactly nope. what happens. But if you yeah. watch the fucking original ending, it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it does make sense. Yeah. Um. So then she, uh, so Jan, then Jan goes on to the chapel, right? And everyone, yeah. mm-hmm. for everyone to show up. Um, and around, at the same time, Ellie is outside. With the dog. With the puppy to watch the eclipse happen. Yeah, and, and she lets, and he, she puts the puppy down. The fucking dog runs, <gasps> runs off again. Because yeah, like, we haven't seen that 60 times since this movie's fucking yeah. started. Then Mr. Keller starts basically performing the seance over again. Um, she puts up, And Jan's yelling at him, you have to do it exactly and the same. Yeah. Mr. Keller's like, you've taken a cold shower as instructed. You mustn't move. <laughs> you mustn't breathe. You must slow your heart rate to the lowest possible beat per minute. Picture yourself in the ground, buried, so quiet, so perfect. An angel. My angel. My what the fuck? <laughs> and then he takes the blindfold off and he wipes up his. What really happened is, is that- Luke Skywalker shows up <laughs> yeah. as a force projection and he goes, I want to really apologize. I'm trying out this new thing called force FaceTime and like the whole thing with Jan and Karen. It's kind of it's kind of a mix up. Yeah, but like. I, I, t- I tell you, by the, by then, the time I get to The Last Jedi, it's going to be perfect. And then, like, a fucking ship, like, light speeds into the bell tower, and it <laughs> blows up, and then the credits start coming. I mean, wrong. sort of. I mean, okay, let's, let's talk about what actually happens in this movie. <laughs> so you um, find out, basically, that Karen so, swapped dimensions with something. Well, you hear, okay, so they, they repeat the thing. Ellie shows and you, up. And the window breaks, and then Ellie, well, you hear a voice, and then Ellie walks in, and the voice is coming from Ellie. Mm-hmm. And she's right. already mansplaining. Yes. Extra Karen, dimensional magnetosphere it's fucking stupid ups. it's really so basically stupid basically find out that karen whole, is in her dimension but and she they change places by places mistake. again but the faces the faces that the people are making to just like ellie it, make no sense because they no they're, they're terrified they yeah. look terrified but it's just the little girl so it's right. fucking and, stupid yeah. and there's a glowing dot that's slowly starting right to form around her. her million dollars to reshoot that <laughs> stupid so, shit and add those special effects jillian jillian anderson's sister breaks the circle for a second and again like, and like the sprinkle disappears mm-hmm. but then they reform it they and it comes back to do it again and then somebody shows up with like a leaf blower and starts like blowing yes. leaves like, <laughs> everywhere on karen and and she basically disappears. There's no, there's like a light that's slowly like lifting Building. her up. And then, and then Mike runs through and, and breaks the circle. Break the circle. He soars in like a feathered eagle, like attacking like a mouse. And yeah. he breaks the circle. No, and he then, was just like already impatient. He's like, I put yeah. up with this crazy bitch enough. I don't care if my mom's present. I mean, for him, this <laughs> ending's better for like, him. I mean, I got, I got the bluest nuts I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, they look like fucking like an everlasting gobstopper. He gets zapped. He's like, look, we we're, we literally have, like, no supervision in this movie, and yet still I haven't been inside for yeah. two hours. Like, my fucking balls look like swollen blueberries yeah. right now. He's like, done it's a lot crazy. of things. He should be rewarded. I mean, like, just give me, like, just, like, a little blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes black. 
and you're like, why is there an edit in the middle of this movie like that? And, and then Karen's, there. Karen's there. Yeah. Karen returns and then Davis like embraces her and Karen's like, I'm sorry, I can't. Because well, bre- Davis I shows up out of fucking nowhere. I uh-huh. just can't breastfeed you anymore I- because they're all <laughs> desiccated. And the only thing that's left in there is like sour leavings. I was more worried when Betty Davis shows up like she's going to trip on something and break everything. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Or have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah. Would, yeah. that would make the movie a 10 if she just like fell down like basement steps that were completely concrete. <laughs> and Karen says nothing. The whole no, no, and Jen's Nothing. just Jen's just like whatever. It's Karen brought her back, and then Mrs. Elwood's like Karen, you're home, and they hug, it's and that's the, the end. end of the movie. And, and the credits are weird here too because it goes black, and it's just the credits. Whereas if you watch the alternate ending, the credits are going over like the background. Yeah, it's, it's a three. Yeah, it's not good. It's a fucking good. No, let's talk Wait, about we the have to talk about that. No, no. I'll talk about this first. It's a three. Yeah, should we, so we say we no, rate it or about, no? I'm it's not. a fucking three. I mean, I'm on board with that. Shit. It's, it's a, a three. It's, a three. it's, it's fine. It's, it's a three. It was. Uh, I would say, as it currently stands, it's it's an awful movie. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a two point five. And, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and listen, I I mean, if for you, trying to be if, somewhat sci-fi. I mean, twist. so many people commented on our Instagram that like, oh, I love this movie. It's so creepy. It's so creepy. And I also saw some people say. I got it on DVD and it's fucking amazing. It's cinematic as fuck and it's the best. No, it's not. It's terrible. It's a terrible movie. And if you liked this as a kid, you were probably a stupid kid. No. And it, like, you're probably a really stupid ass kid. I bet <laughs> if I watched it as a kid, I would no, treasure I, it. I think you would have different. I mean, I'm opinion. sure people no, fucking heard you, us say no, no, Mr. No, 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 Boogity. No. They're looking that shit up right now and they're like unfriending no. us. But listen, and they are not at least listening. that's cohesive. This movie's like throwing fucking like this is yeah. really. Tr- I mean, yeah. you, you listen. This is what you do. You throw dirty diapers at the wall I and you mean, connect the dots. This there is shit was streaks. a writer's strike. There was no, reshoots. I, I don't care. There it doesn't was matter. This was craziness. based on. If anything, then you should have just torpedoed the movie and never showed it. It was based it was on supposed a, to be a made-for-TV movie. It originally. doesn't matter, Melissa. It was based on a book. They had the shit they needed to do. Yeah. Okay. They should have kept now it with the book. Let's unlock and the door. They created a creature that I thought was actually looking cool. Let's talk about how in the book the dimension is a fucking tree. Is it? And Mrs. What's her name? The Betty Davis leaves after they move into the house. Like that, I was trying to like read like okay, what, how it ended, Melissa, so they just did whatever they wanted. This isn't a book podcast, so shut the fuck up. No, it is. <laughs> Steph does a book club. I do, and she talked no, okay. about it. Let's, un- let's unlock the bonus level and let's talk about the alternate endings real quick. Yes. Yeah. So, like in conjunction to the rest of the movie, instead how- of Ellie showing up, no, no. what you get is a. A phantasm creature. It looks with like a silver some, skull. It looks okay. Listen. Well, first of all, let's just say that in okay, it was like a flying the, Halloween. The movie thing. that we saw, there was no explanation no. of where Karen went, what the fuck the dimension mm-hmm. ship means, who was speaking. We have no idea. Why would okay. an alien look like that? It's the Watcher. It's really okay. Here's my thoughts on it. At the same time, it's awesome as fuck. But then, if that's the only like, see, I don't know what their intentions were yeah. like from the get go. So I'm just gonna say. They were only going to show that at the ending. That's jarring as fuck to, to watch a whole movie yeah. like this and see something like and that. What's at the, the end. first thing it does? Yeah. It lasers. A laser yes. shoots fucking laser Mike, Mike. Like, Mike right in the for chest. No like, reason. As amazing as those special effects were, if you just had that at the ending, that's a weird thing to do. Also, like, it's called yeah. The Watcher in the Woods, and they reference The Watcher at the very, very end. Mm-hmm. At no point during the movie is The Watcher ever mentioned as no. The Watcher. Like as no, there's this no presence, explanation. No, as none. this presence, yeah. it's also it's supposed to be the one that's talking to Jan and the so, little girl the whole time, so, to, to, like preventing them from getting hurt. I just thought, uh, why did they double down on the red herring of like 
it was an accident, but there could have been some foul play going on. I just yeah. don't feel like why. I feel like if they wanted to do that thing with the creature that they showed, they needed to make it a more malevolent presence to make it creepy as the movie progressed, and maybe like maybe give you like little like glimpses of it here and there. Mm-hmm. You, but you couldn't just spring something like that at the ending and expect people to be okay with it. That's probably why people were like what the fuck is that? That's probably why they went back and yeah. reshot because it is, I mean, like, I can imagine yeah. if I saw this for the first time and that was in place, I would like the movie more, but at the same time, I'd also be like, that is a jarring ending. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. sync up with the rest of the movie because the ending, that creature feels super, super, well, super yeah. sci-fi. And it just flies and the up movie, and it hugs her well, with or without and then the, it with, with or without the cr- creature, the movie underpinnings are it's trying to think that it's smarter than everybody else by subverting the stereotype of the suspense and the tension with, oh, it's a sci-fi movie at the very, very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's out, so out of left field that it's just, it doesn't matter if you have the creature or not. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So then the second alternative ending is basically a longer version of the one where they expose the creature right. and they go to like, a, so, they go to like a, a pyramid a, world. A, they go to a, like a, a dimensional plane where basically ship. Karen is frozen in this fucking terrible st- you see the crash com- ship? Com- I yeah. Terrible. That. Yeah, it's like a fucking crash ship. You, looks, it looks like a standard I mean, UFO. I keep, yeah. I keep wanting to say CGI, but it's not CCGI, clearly. It's, it's, it's some um, kind like of a like, palette. It's a, um, it's, it's, like, well, it's, like, it's a juring. I like when Jan actually says like, oh, like sh- the explanation to Ellie oh, is yes, she went to a end. dimension where people are a neg- in a negative Space. A negative image, negative image of a person, and then she what? took my image, and then somehow yeah. they needed they my got image out. to um, make re- no yeah, so fucking that, sense. So that second ending, the ending with the actual planet and stuff like that, was the intended full ending. What had happened was, is when they did the test screenings, that stuff wasn't ready yet, so they edited it. So just she disappears and comes back with her and explains that this is where she was at. Mm-hmm. And then after they got the, the special effects back for, the, for, the, for that scene, then so, they put it all together. Really quick, like I, I'll just say, like as far as jarring endings go, I don't know if you've ever seen this alternative ending, but me and Steph watched it today. An alternative ending to Terminator 2. Did you ever fucking see this ending, John? I might have, but I Holy can't remember it. Holy shit. I never saw it before, but for whatever reason, it was on the sidebar when I was watching this alternative ending, so I clicked on it. Oh my god, dude, it's fucking the most worst shit you've ever seen in your life. It's basically the ending of Terminator 2, except Lindell ha- Lind- Lindell. Linda Hamilton, um, they prevent like uh like that apocalypse scenario where like she's at the where that's the awesome scene where she's at like the, the fence playground watching the, the people playground. play and yeah. she mm-hmm. explodes. Well she's there in terrible, terrible old person makeup yes. watching John Connor play with his son, and she's like, now he's fighting a different war raising his son and he's pushing and john connor is pushing his son on the swing i fucking kid you not john it is it is there a nuclear thing that happens no it's a it's a happy ending where nothing bad happened everyone's like living in this like ideal world it it feels like everyone is dressed in pastels and they're at a playground where people are all playing with their children what was the origin what was the origin of that was that a studio thing or was that something that james cameron i didn't didn't get any of that information we just like it just showed the thing but like it's all the people that are in it the person who plays old john connor looks terrible oh, it so feels bad. like an snl skit it's so strange and i can only imagine if they went with that ending like and they and no no i'm sorry that was the original ending and they played it for test audiences and test audiences fucking hated it so that's why they switched the ending what and is thank the ending? fucking god just type like i mean you could have heard it, linda you, hamilton narrating it's and, basically yeah. it's linda yeah. hamilton narrating on like a on like a playground bench 
in terrible. When I say terrible, I'm telling you right now, it's the worst fucking old person makeup you've ever seen in your fucking life. No, but the actual ending is the her narrating ending. again, though, still. And right, so yeah. right, right, Basically, right. that, like, it's the a, future it, is still uncertain. On, yeah. Yeah. And it's such a better ending, because it's it like... Is. It's it, ambiguous. It, oh, my God, it's such a better ending. Um, like, just, like, not even comparable. Much like this movie, and the only reason I mentioned that is because, as jarring as it was seeing the Terminator 2, like, alternative ending, that's basically what this whole entire movie was to me, was, like, why did they fucking do this? Like, I... And, like... Alternative endings this, aside, this, this whole movie from beginning to end is dog This shit. is why if you, you're going to use a left turn type of plot twisty moment, you have to set it up it, right. You have to have well, foreshadowing and you, you can't just subvert the audience's expectations and think like, ah, I gotcha because an I gotcha moment can be yeah, it's like super said. ineffectual and hashtag the last Jedi. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like the last Jedi yeah. in every fucking way. It's like when people start reaching too much you're going to start questioning well, I wanna, things. I want to redeem myself a little bit because you kind of snickered when I said the general rules of the force. But like when I was saying that, <laughs> what I was what I was what I was referencing is the fact that like you as the audience, no matter what franchise you're doing or Steph, what piece of rules. Fi- fiction you're doing, you, an audience has an expectation. And if you keep subverting it all the time, then there's no reason like John, we talked about it already. Yeah, but I just, I just want to say one thing, though, too, is like no, I'm going to let you talk, John, but OK. <laughs> when when Luke did his force projection, now people are talking about John, oh, oh Snoke, Snoke's, goes, Snoke's body oh, could be a force it projection. Hurts, John, it hurts. Uh, but that's but that's the thing of like when you start doing those kind of things, it's like, well, couldn't this be a force projection? Couldn't this be a thing, John? And yeah. that's when like this is a perfect example of now you're subverting expectations. But yeah. John, where is Tom Scarich's chapstick? <laughs> is what everybody wants so to know. It's in the, the alternate the, ending of Terminator the Two. The alternate <laughs> endings improved on this movie a little bit, but the movie is still not good. Yeah, no. is what and, we're saying. And like, listen, Donnie. I understand, like, everybody has a cherished thing from their childhood. I get that 100%. I get that. And everybody's childhood yeah. uh, love, beloved thing's not going to sync up. I get that. I used to like Madonna Cherish. I get that. I think, I think Donnie, people were great anymore. I think people were fixated. The, the impression I got is people were fixated on the images of Karen yeah. reaching out to her through the mirror. I and that's, get, what yeah. they, that's what they found yeah, creepy. Yeah, that kind of stuff is creepy. 100%. I, don't, I don't think, I, don't, I didn't see anybody mentioning this movie in its entirety. I mean, as special children, I'm surprised all of you made it this far in life. Oh my God. So just chill oh, to the next episode. We forgot what it got on IMDb. It's 6.4. Oh, should I miss that? No. Oh, well, it's Okay, fine. guys, no, listen. That's, that's ridiculous. That is, that is, that is. I, I just almost don't even want to talk about IMDb ratings anymore because I think they're horseshit. But yeah. that is like way. But, Again, what was the Rotten but Tomato? I, I'm just gonna like thank Melissa for going the extra mile and putting that RT on there. Yeah. That Rotten Tomatoes, forty three percent, forty three percent. I'm more in league with that. Yes. But I mean, I, at the same time, how about twenty five percent, bro? <laughs> yeah, because it's horse shit. Okay, well that brings us to uh, the next episode, the next movie, uh, the next episode. Um, so just chill to the next episode. It's a Patreon pick by Corwag. Thank um, you, Corwag, for bringing us back into. The fucking horror army, genre. Army yeah. and potatoes. Like just, yes. I'm getting back into it. And I'm not, listen, Donnie, I love you. I love you to death, man. I'm just busting your balls a little bit. It was a terrible movie from my perspective. But thank you, Corwag, for bringing us back. Just bring well, us back. I think, I think Donnie redeemed himself with the list of many that he chose the topic. It was fun. And, it was and a that good was topic. a good list oh, of many. He's, yeah. a, he's, an, he's an amazing bra. Not, yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I'm here to bust people's balls. And if something doesn't line up with my fucking expectation, you're getting your balls busted. And fucking Donnie... You're on the fucking crucifix right now, getting your fucking nuts slashed by Jessup with a fucking thick ass Indiana Jones <laughs> oh whip. Okay, from director uh, Scott Spiegel, uh, and you—I mean, he did a bunch of stuff. I don't know, short movies, and I don't know what else. Spiegel, huh? Nothing, nothing important. Uh, starring Renee Estevez, and if that last name sounds familiar to you, it's because she is 
The Quizak's the daughter, <laughs> the daughter of Martin Sheen, the, do- the daughter, the, the sister of Emilio. Stop! You just missed a great opp- opportunity. I, know, God. I can only fucking Quiz- play you stupid asses up so much, and you have to fucking reach your glove up and catch the fucking ball. I also just, starring, I just spit everywhere. Like I was like the grossest person <laughs> ever. Also starring uh, Sam and Ted Raimi and Bruce Campbell. He's just crazy about this store. It's Intruder from 1989. Thank Jesus. Intruder, a new dimension in terror. I've never seen it. I have never even heard of this movie, so um, I'm excited. Yes, it's a. Um, I don't want to say it's a great movie because it's not. <laughs> it's but listen, it's a horror movie. It counts. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> after after watching the woods, I'm willing for anything right now. And her night crew co-workers have a killer in the grocery store. Yeah. There you go. It's a battle grocery That's store. That's it. It's a grocery store. Yeah. So maybe I'll Wait, try. Are you to, doing Steph's job now? Like what? Yes. Maybe what we should do for the next episode is like favorite childhood snacks. Listen, maniac of that. <laughs> Pepper, pepperoni and cheese <laughs> cut up by my mom. Toys. No, the best goddamn cookie from my childhood, giggles. They were the cookies that were smiley faces. What about Dunkaroos? Oh my god, Dunkaroos. Uh, they're good. Dunkaroos. But I think they're still around. Lunchables. Yeah. Lunchables are Dunkaroos. <laughs> Lunchables are disgusting, but I always wanted them as a kid. Yeah. Oh, we, the, pizza kids, kids the pizza one. The pizza one that tasted <laughs> nothing like pizza. I, I would see the kids pull like roll no, in with the ham and cheese. That's all you got. Kids would strong with their Lunchables and I'd be like, fucking entitled prick. And I'm sitting there with my fucking dry ass wheat no, sandwich we peanut got butter. The- you didn't get the pizza kit once? My mom no, would never I buy those. I wanted the, want the ham and cheese with the cracker. <laughs> my little sandwich. All the meats and the cheeses. I, I even imagine, as a no, little baby I John. I imagine John for a life of sandwiches. <laughs> I imagine little John and his mom got him the pizza one. He's like, I don't want the, the, I want the fucking ham and cheese fucking sandwiches. All right, guys. So I just have a few new patrons to mention. Uh, thank you all for your support. Um, so we have uh, Angelo Alexander, Ashley Prophet. And Danny LaBailey, if that's right, I hope. LaBailey? LaBailey? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's active. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it to the right. I, I, I just don't know I just, for sure. I figure if I keep saying it different ways, I'm going to get it right eventually. <laughs> for sure, though, I'm not sure. You have a vagina, you get a pass. He's active yeah. on Facebook. Danny, Yeah. more power to you, bro. What are you doing, Steph? All right, um, we haven't done this, I guess, we're, we're behind a couple weeks. Um, this is the Thrill Me Lottery. Steph's going to pick two names out of there right now. Go ahead, Steph, pick it out, pick two it names. out. And these are people who have written us um, iTunes reviews. Thrill Me, Thrill Thrill Me, Thrill So if you write us an iTunes review, you're in the monster head for all times, for all eternity, as we say on the podcast. So the sooner you get it in? The sooner you get it in, listen, we're at like 209. I would like to just like keep on clook, 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 clook. That's us going up the charts and stuff like that. Would be amazing. So write us an iTunes review. Get your name in the fucking goddamn monster head. Win a fucking free t-shirt. We're going to pick two out right now because we didn't do one last night, uh, last week, uh, last month. So if I say your name. I went through all the things. Any of those days. We did not. If I say your name, you have to contact us. We're not going to contact you. So you can. Uh, send me an email you can message us on uh, Instagram on yep. Facebook whatever you heard it um, so first Jimmy Blast Furnace Blast Furnace me. <laughs> oh my god and uh, Asinine I think that's right mm. Asinine I like it it's got ass in there you know um, I like the butt pleasure so yeah if, if that's you then you need to message us Satanist, you know where to find us. We are on Instagram Say You Love Satan Podcast on Facebook Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast our website is sayyoulovesatanpodcast.com, where you can email us. You can go to our Redbubble shop and buy many awesome things. You can leave us a voicemail. You can click on our Patreon banner and become a patron. 
I'm doing a book club. So join. Yeah, what, do my book club. What book you doing? Oh, um, so we just uh, we took a vote and we decided on Sleeping Beauties, which was written by Stephen King and his son Owen King. I'm excited so, about that. Uh, I've already started the book. The book's really good, so um, I'm excited about it too. I mean, y'all feeling stupid if you didn't want to read it to begin with. Y'all feeling stupid. (laughs) 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 I'm just throwing shade this entire episode. uh I'm just saying, y'all young and dumb, and y'all feeling stupid. (laughs) I love you guys, though. Yep, that's right. And until next episode, see you. Love Satan. Because of the end of civilization, the clamp cable network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming, but more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.